Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, February 11th, 6.02 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Show number 370. Yeah. Getting near 400. Got an idea for 400. Working on it. Trying to see if we can make it happen. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. 702-586-7857. If you have something on your mind, we're going to talk Minneapolis Supercross this past weekend. Lots of things to talk about when it, when it came to Minneapolis. Great race. Cooper fucking Webb with his third win of the year. Wow. Where'd that come from, right? Can't believe it. So we'll talk about that. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, Eagle Grit, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com all on board with us tonight as are you people. Uh, we're going to do the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis. We are going to do the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs, the Race Tech Suspension Rant. So, yeah, we have a lot to get to when it comes to uh, tonight's show. Great guest also, Alex Martin will join us. Yeah, hey, Mark. Lost the podium on the last lap. We're not happy about that, but we'll continue to build. We showed good speed all day. Alex Martin will be on. Uh, Tyler Bowers will be back on. We just had him on, I know, but interesting uh, deal this week where Tyler was rounding up the uh, riders and uh, trying to get a meeting with the folks at Feld in the AMA, and he succeeded on Saturday morning. So we'll talk, get Tyler on there and find out how that went, how everything went how he felt it uh if he felt he made any progress and things like that so tyler bowers will be on the show ryan raglan from stasic will be on i used to work with rags back in the day at ktm so an old friend of mine doing a very being a very successful businessman with this stasic line of uh, little kitties electric bikes he will be on later and we're going to give one away we're going to announce our contest on how we're going to give one away so yeah we've got a lot of cool things to do with me in studio a couple of good friends of mine uh from the industry i'm super stoked that they came up uh, first up, the editor of MX Racer, the editor of Transworld, worked at Cycle News, now Swap Moto Live. I have known for forever. Don Maeda, what's up, Don? How are you? Hey, good. Thanks I'm for good. coming in, man. I'm still recovering from the beating you handed me at the... Uh... Put the mic a little closer if you can. <coughs> yeah, we went mountain biking. Went mountain biking, and I got beat by Turbo Stevo. You can't, like... Yes, I was. Uh, yes, we we dropped you a little bit, but I was on an e-bike, so I take no pride. <laughs> I take no like, look at me, like don't worry, I'm not. I was yeah, on an yeah, e-bike, yeah. so uh, it was awesome. You came up, and, and we're gonna talk about. You hooked me up with Sean at Specialized. You got me the Levo, and everyone knows how much I've been enjoying that. So we'll talk a little bit about that as as the thing as the night goes on. And I want to get into this Transworld thing. So mm. you and the whole staff, the magazine shut down. How many years at Transworld? I was there 19 years. Was it that long? 19. 2000 was the first year. 19 years mm-hmm. at Transworld. You get in, for, you called in for a meeting. Now you knew the, you had an idea. Well, we've been for sale for two years. Uh huh. Um, we were owned by a investment group. Uh huh. So we knew we were sold. We got the call that we were sold. Um, 
you know, everybody on staff got the different email. Oh, meet here in this at this time, meet here at this time. Pretty much figured out that it was the entire Transworld Motocross staff. Yeah. And the uh, BMX staff that were in one room. And I'm thinking, man, I don't know if this is good or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I, we had to be fairly confident. You know, we're the, we're the only title in the building that was still 12 times. Uh-huh. Um, we brought in a, a large amount of revenue and, uh, we were firing on all cylinders. You know, we hit our, hit our budget in 2018. So, right. <laughs> talk about the rug pulled out from under you. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, but you got some things in the works. You got swap moto live right now, a little temporary site yeah. where Anton yeah, so, and yourself are doing things on it. Yeah. So we're calling that the, the, the space between places where content lives. Right. Right. It, it's, it's been fun. I mean, my, uh. My daughter Megan actually helped me put that site together. Oh, really? Oh, cool. You know, it just really shows like how badass kids are now. Like, right, right. You know, but uh, um, yeah, in- interesting. Uh, also in studio with us, friend of the show. He's back in. He rides for Hep Suzuki. He's in the top twenty in points now. <laughs> he had a good Minneapolis. Didn't beat the Chiz. He's a hell of a chauffeur. Alex Ray. How's it going, Steve? Put the mic up a little bit. All right. Let's see. That's it. Oh how yeah. Okay. How yeah. you? How you doing? Uh, pretty good, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, I drove. I drove Swap up here. Right. You know, he's he needs. It's like driving Miss Daisy. It's like yeah. driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> yeah, he needs. You know, he needs some. He right. needs some help. So I just I drove him up here. You know, we went mountain biking earlier. Had some fun. And now, how uh, was it? Now Kiefer came up. Parabinos came up. They didn't like the trail. That they said it was too rocky. Like I, you know, they they're not. They weren't down with that that loop. I don't think. It it was pretty rocky. Uh, you know, me. I was on an epic, so I. It was a little rigid for me with with all the rocks and everything, but uh, but man, you can send it going down the hills, dude. You know every uh, that's that is my Yamaha Supercross track where you uh, go, used to show up every day and ride the same track. That, I know that place. The, you never stop pedaling the whole time, and like we're going downhill, and I'm like, he needs to hit the brakes. Nope, just flow right through like a gazelle. I, hey, I, he didn't hit the brakes, and he never dropped the driver's seat. Yeah. Just, yeah, I don't know about those dropper seats. I'm not, I don't know about those. That's I feel like, like that, it's like when you stand up and you want to just. I feel like that thing's just a fad. Not a fad. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, well, I just know that place. Like Kiefer and Parabinos, was, I just know it really well. So don't think like my mountain biking skill. I'm on an e-bike and I know that place well. Hey, so. hey you you killed it though. You, you got, did. You like have you, skills. you discredit yourself, but at the same time, when you're going down those hills and you have those rocks and those drop-offs and everything, like. Most people would be like, hey, like I'm hitting the brakes, I'm slowing down. No. You like fully commit and you hit those corners. Yeah, like, but dude, I you, know that that drop off I've hit it 30, 40, 50 times. I know it I know it ain't gonna do nothing. I know I can fly off of it. I don't th- I don't think it matters though, because I mean, like you're you can just tell that you have bike skills. Like you can just oh. tell that you have bike skills. Bike you know? skills. Oh, bike this guy, skills. look at his head yeah. blowing yeah. up bike as skills. like right now. He's just, just <laughs> Well just Okay, swelling. so you talk about the dropper a little bit. One of the things I do do is I squeeze the seat with my legs a little bit when I need to make a turn or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm coming down or just want to make sure I'm straight. Yeah. Dropper seat wouldn't be able to do that. No, you could do it better because then it's between your knees. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds gay. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's that's a good point. Uh, by the way, uh, working over there in the corner, ha- handling things, taking your phone calls at seven zero two five eight six. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. Oh, 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 Marks dog. <laughs> Why do you have him way in the corner over there? We don't want to look at him. Nobody, need, nobody needs yeah. to see this We don't face. want to talk to him or anything. Everybody on RacerX Facebook, by the way, what's up? What's up? Uh, that's Don Maeda, RacerX's number one enemy. He's, oh, he, is come in, on. he is in the, the, the enemy's bunker right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Um, 
so everybody hey what's up uh marks yes fantasy did not go well for me again <laughs> it did not go well speaking of which can i ask a ray a question yeah a ray yes how confident are you in your uh transfer through the lcq skills i i, I don't even want to deal with the lcq honestly. i know where you're going i, with I this. hate it you couldn't have given your teammate couldn't the spot. have let him in couldn't have let him in Dude, no. You had to track him Anything down. Anything can happen in the LCQ. You Anything would have been fine. You would have been fine. It. I would have been fine, yes. He but needed that main event. <laughs> he should have been you, fine in you, the LCQ. You, you, you talked to him. You fucked him. Oh, it's all of a sudden it's my fault for him not making the main event. Whenever Dude, he what had was his every- pick trend? Do you remember? It was high. Uh, yeah, I'll have to go. It look, was high. It was high for sure. You let a lot of people not down. Not as high as Pennington, but. You let a lot of people down. I think it was like Okay, 25. so I did my job and you're still pissed at me? What do you mean you did your job? Your job is to help the team too, bro. Team player. Don, right? Team player. Absolutely. I mean, like, really, you passed them on the last lap or near the near the end of the last lap. It was 23%. I can't help that. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. It, no, no no apologies are coming. <laughs> no, <from you. laughs> no. It's every man for themselves out there, okay? Like, it's racing. No. It's racing. Yeah. Dude, it's, a it's, lot of us needed. No team tactics are a going A lot on of out us there. needed seven deuce deuce in that main event. Team tactics are, like, are sorry, bro. Team yeah. tactics are, are not allowed. I hear. So uh, I don't Al- want to get DQ'd. Alex Martin, <laughs> Ryan Raglan, uh, Tyler Bowers, all coming on the show. And uh, all right, let's talk some Minneapolis. We're gonna get into the trans world thing. We're gonna get into your uh, year at Hap and everything else. But let's talk Minneapolis right now. Made it three wins for Cooper Webb. He told us it was a rebuilding year. He told us Marvel's the number one guy. He told us he just wanted to fit in a Baker's factory. He has three wins. He doesn't have the points lead, but he has two more wins than anybody else. He's got confidence and momentum. I think, I think everybody else is in trouble. Really? I you think you think this is this this is maybe a bit of a run? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. He knows how to he knows how to manage a championship. He knows how to win races. He's happy on the bike. He's happy where he's at. Mm-hmm. I think. I think everyone else is bummed. It's pretty impressive, a Ray. Yeah, I think so. And uh, with uh, them saying in the uh, in the little meeting that we had that they are suspending Lime. He's very good in soft conditions. Mm-hmm. And with no Lime, I think the tracks are going to be softer, more rutted. That suits his style a little bit, I think. And yeah, I think, no, he's better at softer stuff. Yeah, yeah, for yep. sure. And, you know, like, like Don was saying, I mean, he's... He's got he's got the ball rolling right now, you know. Um, They're playing in his court. I feel like. But I I know they said they said they're suspending Lime immediately. We're going to get into that in a riders meeting that Don you were a bit a part of and everything. But there's no they're going to reinstate Lime in two weeks for Detroit. They have to. They have to. They yeah. have to. That will be terrible dirt. Indy would be bad too. Yeah. So Indy would be terrible. Look, they screwed up. They threw too much Lime down. Yeah. The mistakes happen, but Lime has been used forever. And it makes the track a lot better. And Detroit will be a shit show if they don't throw lime on there. Don, do you agree? I agree. It's, as long as there's no standing water, right? Make, yeah, yeah, exactly. Kool Aid. <laughs> it was like it was like a massive mistake with standing water and, and lime. Like you know, like that, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So I know they did that kind of just to make everybody happy, but they better bring it back for Detroit, in my opinion, because yeah, so. you know it'll make the track a lot better. Kenny's got the red plate. He has yet to win though. He's putting on a brave face, Don, when you talk to him. He's like, hey, you know, I've been out of this championship for many times. I've crashed. I've made mistakes. I'm not doing that now. I got the red plate. It's paying off. But, dude, he's got to be a bit frustrated with what's what's going on. Because if he had gotten by Savachi earlier, yeah. Joey rode great. It's, it's weird because we did our review show, and you kind of bag on Joey because you're like, hey, he held people up, which he did. But he led laps, led qualified lap, fastest. Gained experience. Yeah. 
But you, so you feel bad saying, hey, he was holding people up, but he kind of was. But you got to get by these guys, right? That's part yeah. of the game. That's racing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but if you're Roxon, what are you, what are you thinking? Do you think that he's hanging it out yet, or do you think he's still playing it safe so that he doesn't crash and get hurt? I, I, I mean, aren't these guys racers though? As far as hanging it out, I mean, uh, you'd like to think he so. wants to win, yeah, right? He's gotten so many podiums. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think he just wants to get through a season healthy. You, you think that's it? And wherever, he, wherever he's, wherever he ends up, where is wherever he ends up? Like, yeah. I, like I, mean, I think if he gets out front and has a chance to win. I wouldn't be surprised to see him win, mm-hmm. but I don't know about the chances. I don't know if he's going to take some chances. Yeah. Well, so far, he's not really. Like, he probably could have been more aggressive with Savachi at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so as well. But he, I think he was just like, hey, uh, yeah. How about this, too? Do you think he's uh, think he's affected by Blake's injury at all? You'd have to think so a little bit, right? Blake yeah. Savage's trainer, uh, yeah. brother-in-law. Yeah, uh, I would think so. Yeah. So That's got to be in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say... He wasn't human if it wasn't, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. When, yeah. Ross, when Ross got hurt, I'd quit riding for six months. Did you really? Yeah. Didn't yeah. want anything to do with a dirt bike. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, but for all of that, he has the red plate, A-Ray. Like, he's got it. So he can just be like, what? I'm leading this series six rounds down, you know? Yeah, you know, for sure. I mean, you look at the points, you know, you see the results. Everybody, everybody has, you know, one bad race where they screwed up. He's been... He's been right there. I mean, what what's his worst finish this year? Do you know? Why would you put me on the spot like that? Well, I, was, I don't know. What was your one bad race? Anaheim one? Uh, no, San Diego. Jesus, wow. Yeah, well, well, you're in no. the main. Well, G- yeah, A one. A one was my bad race. I had two bad races. I had A one in San Diego. San Kenny, Diego was Kenny's terrible. worst was uh, <laughs> Oakland, and that was a fifth. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if you look, say Tomac, where what was his? You know, I mean, he's third in points, and then you got Marvin. He had a bad race. Tomac's um, worst race was this past weekend, and I mean, okay, a right. It was a, uh, it was a great race up front. Mm-hmm. You were in it, obviously, but there was a great race up front. Guys were super close, but no one could really get past very well. And Tomac got a bad start, worked his way up. Was the track that bad for passing? I don't think so. I mean, I made. I mean, I made numerous passes in the heat race. No, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean hey, I'm, I, I, mean, I, I found, got it done in the heat race. I you found know? my way around Gardner and those guys with no issue. Well, I mean, I, her line was – I just went right around oh, her line. Like, just, All right. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, to make passes, yeah. it would have screwed up the whole rhythm section. Say say if you were to block pass someone in the turn, yeah. yep. it would have really been hard to get back going and actually do the rhythm mm-hmm. to where – like to pull back away or it might, you know, screw the whole that whole section up. Yep. So they wanted to be – a little bit cautious because that you know if they made the pass like aggressive mm-hmm. and then screwed up the whole rhythm, yep, yep. then and you saw three Kenny, guys would have. You saw back. Kenny do that a few times. Behind Joey, he would yeah. screw the rhythm up and then lose more time or take him a lap and a half to get it back. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So, so, so I think that was a little bit, you know, like after that uh, after the finish line, you go that double and then you go left. You had to really wheelie over that thing to get that double. You had to do that really clean, and if you were block passing someone in. You know, in that corner, it kind of screwed up your rhythm a little bit to do that wheelie over and then double into that turn to get that next three five right. three. Yep. So, did you like the track? It was it was close to Glendale. It was real close to Glendale. Yeah, I like the track. Yeah. I think you know it was it was definitely soft. Um, but uh, yeah, right. I liked I liked the track. I mean, I felt like it flowed. It was it had a couple tight sections, but but other than that, I think it was a good racy track. How's how's the burns? How you doing? 
Burns are good, dude. Burns are good. I'm back in. I'm back in action. Balls are okay. Balls are okay. Balls are fine. Yeah. But you're you're ready to go balls out now. Yeah, balls out. Right, balls, balls. out this weekend in in uh, in Dallas. Oh yeah, balls to the wall. The uh, ball the balls are on the on the crossbar. Crossbar, yeah. right? Yeah. Fan- fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Don Maeda, Alex Ray in studio here. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Don, you haven't tried the new fly helmet yet. The formula. No, I, 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 I really want to. You guys were getting it at K2 Speed. I wasn't yep. there, but yeah, they did a launch. Yep. The, the, yep. the media launch was at yep. K2 Speed, mm-hmm. which coincidentally was almost in the same parking lot as Transworld Motocross. Uh-huh. I, got, I got fired that day. <laughs> so so we, everyone got a helmet. Everyone got a helmet, and, you and got, I got a pink and, slip. And you got a pink slip. Yeah. How's the Anton doing? Never mind you. Anton, How's the victim Anton, doing? The victim's okay. I mean, uh, he, he's, he's, he's definitely been stronger through this. Experience than I thought. Than you thought. Than I thought. You know. Yeah. You know. He's going to Atlanta for Pulp MX. He is. You gave him permission I, to do that. You I said, told him, "Hey, yeah. do it, man. You got bills to pay." Right. He is. He is going to Atlanta for Pulp MX. Anton, oh. Anton MX. Oh. So geez. I told him to. You Hipster know, MX. I told dude. him to grab coffee from uh, all the trucks I do. Talk shit like I do. Oh, he's going in place of you. Yeah, I'm not going. Oh. He is. He is Pulp MX okay. at Atlanta. Well, hey. So this, I want him to ask riders dumb questions. Is like, he going to wear a scarf? We said no scarves. We told him no scarves. You know his new thing is is that Carhartt jacket. Oh yeah, you know, like yeah. his like his old man. Right. <laughs> Except it needs to be a little worn in because the first time he busted it out, it's all like, super <laughs> stiff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to some phone calls. Alex Martin coming up. I thought Amart rode well. You guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, solid. Yeah. I don't know what was up with Marty. We'll get into that. But Sexton was really good. Just kind of didn't have a great main event, and I thought Forkner obviously was on another level. But mm. after that, I think Amart was right there to me. I mean, Jordan got him, but I was I was impressed with him. Um, Ray Ryan, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Steve? Good. What do you want to talk about? Uh, hey, well, I was going to talk about the track, but I guess A Ray kind of covered that already um, due to the lack of lime and it being the little little rutted more than normal. Yeah. Um, yeah, A Ray. I mean, so I guess it was pretty rutted, right? Like. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like whenever you cross back the down the start straight and you go right, that two three right yeah. there, that thing was nasty. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people were getting crossroaded right there, and right. then also the the far rhythm after the the finish line, it was a little kicky right. in there too. All right, what else, Ryan? So I guess uh, I guess I'll ask this: When was the last time that we saw somebody win the championship without getting a race win? And could Roxon do that this year? No, Jimmy Gaddis, Tim Ferry. 97. Gaddis won one race. Gaddis won the opener. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tim Ferry, uh, 97, beating Ricky Carmichael for the championship, playing it smart on the arm on 25. But, no, there is there is zero chance, Ryan, that someone can win the 450s without winning a race. Just not going to happen. So, all right? All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Eric, man. glad to hear you're healing, you're healing up good. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Glad you're concerned about yes, my balls. Yep. Uh, all right. John, what's going on? John, what do you want to talk about? Hey, um, remember Jeff Ward Racing? Yes. And, you know, the disaster that, 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 that took place with regard to Dino's career and how it just basically totally fucked him over from going from 250 champion to what the fuck am I going to do with my life? Well, he, he, well, yeah, but he got a ride with PC, so he wasn't, it wasn't really that bad. But, yeah, I, I got what you're saying. Okay, and remember the person that we were all pointing, or or the people on the know supposedly were pointing their fingers to with regard to why that thing fell apart and how much bullshit was involved and who was dispensing with the bullshit and what kind of bullshit it was. Remember that? 
No. Yeah, his name was Lucas. What's his last name? Myrtle, Myrtle. the agent. Was it was it Lucas's deal? Lucas Myrtle, the guy you had on your show and we're palling it up with. Okay. Remember? Yeah, no, I remember having him on. I don't remember him screwing that up, that situation up. Uh, Maeda, did, did Lucas Myrtle screw that up? I, I remember his involvement with it, but I don't know for a fact that he screwed it up. Right. I, I, yeah. No, Don, I, I, Don's not. Don's PC. He's not going to talk about it. No. The Lucas, fact of the matter is, the guy that organized it, the guy that told all the lies, especially to Dino, was <clears throat> Lucas Myrtle. Okay, so, so you know you have the guy in your show, you bag on you bag on uh, agents in general, and as far as I know, this guy is the worst of them all. I, I don't know. I don't. I can't verify what you're talking about, so I'm not exactly and, sure. But okay. But all right, thanks, buddy. I'll call Myrtle and blame him from Jeff Ward for seven years ago for Jeff Ward uh, racing. Hank, what's up, man? You want to talk about Sexton? Uh, yeah. I uh, just. The, you guys are talking about the uh, the new fly helmet, obviously, and I know the visor on the Fox helmet is magnetic. Yeah. It, it, it popped off in both of his races, didn't it? In pretty, like, mellow tip-overs. Well, uh, it, it did fly off. I know he crashed once for sure. I didn't really see it. But they fly off. They do have a tendency to fly off, yes. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, just that, it seemed weird. I hadn't really caught it on the TV broadcast, and then see it happen twice was right. a little bit odd. Did it, well, ha- did it happen uh, in the main? It, I thought it was just the heroes. No, I think in the main too. But he, mm. but he crashed. It happened, so it happened twice. Yeah, mm. yeah, he, he crashed. So I'm not exactly. I don't remember how how hard they were or where he hit. You know, so they're like tip overs in the 90 degree turns. But anyways, that's you know just a just an observation. Then for swap, um, sorry to hear about the the whole trans world deal. I will say that those pinup posters were. Uh, I, I would I would imagine they've got a place in every teenage boy's heart growing up. So hell thank yeah, you for that. And I hope everything else works out. All right, thank you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, A-Ray, you had some Transworld pinup? Oh, dude, for sure. All the time. It was every month. Uh, new chick. It's like it's like I had a new chick every week. <laughs> Trey, what's up, man? You want to talk? You got a question for Don Maeda? Yep. Um, hey, Don. Big fan of you. I've um, been supporting TWMX for a long time, been a subscriber and, and whatever. And uh, my question for you is, you know, you do a lot of How Was Your Weekend mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I was wondering, like, is there anyone that you cannot deal with that uh, a writer that dislikes you, you just stay away from. You just don't get a good answer from. Uh, I don't think it's a dislike thing. I think uh, I think there's some writers that just dislike the press in general. Um, those are the guys that are. There's. I'll give you a hint. They're usually in the press conferences, so we have to get them in the press conference because there's no getting them at the truck. They would say no. All right. 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 Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right. It. Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. I mean, you're. Tomac, Roxon, yeah, right. T- T- no, Roxon's good. Yeah. Tomac's tough. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much Tomac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Eli, Eli's not a fan. Uh, but you know what? I will say, every time I've asked him to come on here, except for one time when I think he was on going on vacation, he's come on our mm-hmm. show every time. So, what I always think about though, those how was your weekends? Um, I do a lot of post race stuff, audio interviews. Do guys ever like? Because there's a light on the camera and it's right in your face. Do, guys, they don't mind that. They don't mind talking about that in the camera. <laughs> well, sometimes I'd be. I feel like if I was a racer, I'd be like, well, people see me. So right the, now. The, so the thing I, the reason I came up with that idea, mm-hmm. uh, shit, year ten years ago, mm-hmm. maybe more, is that you know you, you watch TV, 
you watch the broadcast and they interview three guys in the podium. Yeah. But what if like Stu got like ninth, right? right? And right. you want to hear what happened to Stu. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, hey, let, let's do interviews with as many people as we can after the race. Right. This was before the press conferences yeah. too. So, uh, yeah, that's just the premise of it. It's just to tell the, allow people that weren't on the podium to tell yeah. the tale of the race. Right. So, I mean, it became kind of a, like Dunge hated it. He'd be like, oh, great. Yeah. How was your weekend? You know, yeah, it's like yeah, the, yeah. when I see him now, still like he'll like look at me and go, "How was your weekend?" Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah. well, that that leads me into my race tech round of the night. Racetech.com, pulp nineteen suspension, or pulp nineteen to get your suspension service or motor done. Do you have much experience with race tech over the years? I'm sure you have, I right? Paul, um, Paul Theed, dude, he is one of my favorite people to sit down and talk to. Yeah, yeah he's I, I can rad. go there. Right, I go to race tech sometimes, and I sit there and talk to him for like <laughs> over an hour. Just, yeah. Just sit there and talk to right. him. He's, he's awesome. He is. He's a great guy. So my race tech ran of the night. I don't have a lot of time for this, but it leads me into that press conference thing. Like, it ain't working. These press conferences are not working, I feel, at all. So they used to bring them up, and you've done, done a bunch Here's of Here's the thing about press conferences. Okay. is like you go in there, and then they, you know, the, the announcer does great. Ask the writer some questions, yeah. and they open up to the press, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, if I'm in there and I have this great question, I don't want to ask it. 100%. And have everybody hear the answer. And, I want to ask that question in private. Yep. And because I want them to know that if they go to Transworld or Pulp MX, they're getting questions that maybe are better than, you know, exactly. I'm not giving everybody else information. Like I did ask Kenny about a suspension swap that I'd heard he did. He did. He shot me down on it. But I, I thought like, I'm like, I don't really want to ask this because I want this for myself. Because I think he went some new, did some new settings with Canard and, and Canard did some new settings. And anyways, it didn't end up working, but. These press conferences, like, they're not working. So they used to bring up the three 250 guys for 10 minutes and then three 450 guys for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then everybody would leave. And like you said, most riders would just di- leave and not, and that would be all their statement would be yeah. is what they – and so they answered – I think I timed it one time. It was about three minutes of, a, of a one guy talking. So you got three minutes of audio from either any of the th- top three guys on the podium, which isn't enough in my mm-hmm. opinion. And you'd want to grab them after. But if you grab them after, most of the guys don't want to talk after. Mm-hmm. Then, or else they leave and you can't get them. And then when you're all done and you go back to the pits, everybody else is left. Now, Sean Brennan has tried to do a good job at Feld to bring the riders. He's invited all the riders in the main events to the press conferences. Era, you went this weekend. Yes. Um, but no one's showing up. But no one's showing up. Yeah. Like, no one's coming. Very rarely. Like, you know, you're, you came and then who else was there outside of the six guys? Uh, me. I think just you. Yeah, it was just me. Last week in San Diego, uh, I think it was one other guy. Really? So, like, the teams and the teams aren't doing a good enough job of getting everybody there, or they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. The riders are giving you three minutes of audio and then bolting. Not all of them, but some of them. It's not working. It's not working for me. And I feel that if I don't like, go... Are you going to the press conferences? Well... That's just it. We've had six rounds. I think I've been to three. Yeah. See, and I, for me, like with the How Was Your Weekend thing, yeah. I'll send Anton because right. he, he loves that stuff. And while he's in there, I'm smashing all the rest of them in the pit. Yeah. So, I mean, even like even like Anaheim 1, I think, uh, I I bolted out of the press box halfway through the 450 main to get started on the 250 guys Yeah. and be in the pits. when the I couldn't do that. I want to watch the main. But, yeah. but you know. Um, but – Here's the thing, though, if I if I if we all if we all just said, "Hey, we don't need to go to a press conference because we can grab the audio from the video that goes up, 
We can grab the audio from the six guys from the video so we know what yeah. happened there. We're all going to go in the pits to talk to four, five, six, seven, eight, A-Ray, Chiz, everybody else. Then there's going to be no meeting in the press conferences. Then we're going to get blamed. Then they're going to be like, where are you guys? Why aren't you going? Yeah. And we'll be like, well, we can't, we can't talk to anybody else one-on-one or very rarely. And we, we can't get the guys in the pits because they're gone. It's not working. And I heard they, you know, I heard that they put the six guys on stage now because the 450 teams and riders were tired of waiting for the 250 press conference to get done. Mm-hmm. Oh God, like fuck, ten minutes. Oh my, oh God, like I fucking make millions, but please don't make me wait here ten minutes. Like what the fuck? Like that does like that's bullshit. Sorry, I'll tell that to all the teams. You can't wait there for ten minutes while the 250 guys talk, and then you go up and talk for ten minutes. Like, you, you can't do that? This is just fucking unbelievable? Like, you just made, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars from your podium? Mm-hmm. Can't do it, though? Can't wait ten minutes? So then they brought all six guys up now, which is okay, whatever, I get it, but it's not working. Alex? I don't, it's not working. Hey, Alex, I don't want to be a dick, you know, but I just, I don't like it. But if I stop going, it'll be like, what the fuck, Mathis? <laughs> I don't know, man. That was my first press conference I ever went to. I thought it was kind of cool. I just sat in. I, li- I listened, <laughs> I I listened to the top cool. six guys. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then I, I said, I sat next to you, and I was just like, you know, just chilling. That's cool. Yeah, you know. Just shot the shit with some And then as soon as it was and- over, I told him, I'm like, look, don't move. I got to get Roxon and all these other guys, but you just stay there. <laughs> Basically, he told him, like, like hey. I felt a little so bit. So the, the thing is, is like the top three have to go, yeah. and then other guests are invited to come. Everyone right? is invited. Uh, all the other <laughs> riders that are in the main events are invited. Yeah. But teams are not bringing these guys. They're not finding value in it. They don't want to do it, obviously, because barely any riders show up. Yeah, because after the race, I was trying to steal a peanut butter and jelly sandwich out of his pits, uh-huh. and I heard, I think, one of the team managers yeah. say, Hey, press conference, do you want to go, Chiz? And Chiz, Chiz was like, no, my ass hurts. I'm not going. Right. So, like, you know, the team manager offered, and he said no. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I just, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, it ain't really working because yeah. if the press really wanted to do it right, we could not go to the press conference, get the three minutes of audio from each guy, and bolt to the pits and get the rest of the story that goes on. I mean, there are some fantastic stories Fifth, sixth, seventh battles, like place battles going on. Guys slamming each other. Maybe somebody been pissed off. There's some fantastic stories that we are not getting in the pits, and they're not bringing them to the press conference. I don't like it. I don't want to sound like a you know little crybaby here, but I'm trying to give the people of the 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 fans some stories. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) So that's all. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just like. It's mandatory to get – they freaking drag you off the track to get drug tested, so why don't they do that for media to make the sport bigger and to help, you know, I the mean, fans with their content? There are – teams have media people. I guess they're not saying enough – like, okay, Cole Seeley, very well-paid rider, very high-profile rider, has not been to one press conference. He hasn't made the podium. Really? Like, there's someone I'd want to talk to. I talked to him at one race, mm-hmm. and it was only because he was leaving, and I caught him, you know what I mean? Like – why doesn't Cole Seeley show up with these six? And I, I just, I'm just picking a name, but a guy that, like a fact, Joey Savacci, he, I don't think he's been to one. Mm. Like, why aren't the teams bringing high-profile factory riders to these things? You know who should have been this time? Is the two guys' first Supercross ever. Bailey, Covington. Oh, yeah, sure. They would have been awesome. The How about Savacci? He'd led laps. He qualified <laughs> fastest. You know? I mean, for, that would have been. For, a- for the record, I got all three of those guys. <laughs> Fuck you, Don. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, I might have if I had not gone to the press conference. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that was it's just it. So, yeah, I don't the, know. The only time our Howard's Weekends kill it with, like, good content is when we have a tag team. One yeah. year in the press conference. Right. One yeah, and we, we don't – well, I, I'm there for Razor Rex as well as Pulp, you know what I mean? But we don't really do that. But we probably should yeah. think about doing it that way. It just – I don't know, man. Um, all right, let's get to uh, Swap our moto live. Just gang banging the pits. Yes, absolutely. Kyle, what's going on, man? Kyle. Dude, oh, sorry. Yes. Hey, I am the guy who tried to buy you and Phil coffee this weekend, and I think it made its way to you eventually. I got it. it. Pretty damn I got cold. it, but it was really fucking cold, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I I wanted to apologize because that was a fiasco for me trying to get that into the stadium and. Uh, Figure they, that out. They so. wouldn't let you get it in to, to the stadium? Is that it? Well, I'm frugal like Phil and Weech, and I'm running an old-ass phone, so it died. And that is how – that's where the tickets are at to get into the stadium. So um, I was running around trying to figure out how to get in and eventually just use someone else's phone. So And then by that point, practices were going on, so I couldn't get a hold of you on Twitter. So Yeah, and but you found Coombs, and you gave the coffees to Coombs, and he found – Phil? Yes. But thanks, yes. buddy. You tried, and I got it, and I got it, and I yeah. appreciate it. It was really cold, though. Yeah, let's try to step that up next time. Yeah, my bad. Um, I do have a few bullet points about Supercross, if I can. All right, quickly. I'll just list them off, and you guys can go on. But okay. uh, number number one, I was going to ask if Christian Craig is in sort of a Leopards can't change their spot scenario, but I don't think that's fair with his injury, probably. Yeah. Can't say that, no, yeah, because it was injury. No, he was in a yeah. lot of pain all yeah. day. Okay, so they, but it was weird. The broadcast did not mention him in the main once. So, um, number two, Alex Martin can really rail a turn. Uh, number C, can we be mad or just disappointed at seven deuce deuce? Well, we can be mad at A Ray for passing. Seven well, fuck that. No, you can't be mad at me. I did my job. Did you with though? All due respect. Yeah. I mean, with all due respect. Uh, good job, A Ray. But yes, Thank we you. were all upset. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't want and, to go to that uh, no. damn LCQ. And my, my final point has nothing to do with Minneapolis, but I followed Red Dog on Instagram a few months ago, and that was the best choice I've made in a while. He, he is fantastic. Dude, his, he is. Beckett, his kid, is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a good follow. I agree. All right. I'm done. That's it for Thanks me. Thanks for the coffee, Thanks. buddy. Thank you. Even though, right, it was cold, even though it was cold and late, we appreciate it. Vertex Pistons. Don, did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna from the factory comes with a Vertex Piston in it? I did. Founded 65 years ago in Italy, uh, OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Full range of two- and four-stroke pistons and replica, high compression, and GP style. VertexPistons.com. Uh, Email sales at pivotworks.com for a deal. Email sales at pivotworks.com for a deal on Vertex Pistons. All right, let's get to our first guest of the evening, this man, Fourth place uh, at in Minneapolis in the 250 E Series, the Troll Train, Alex Martin. What's up, eh, Mart? Hey, fellas, how are we doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been a it's been a minute. It has been. Do you think that A Ray should have let Seven Deuce Deuce into the mains this weekend because a lot of people had picked him in fantasy? Um, I could honestly care less. <laughs> yeah see i was okay. i was actually more i was enjoying the guy that you're just interviewing talking about the coffee because i remember phil it was like during the night show phil's like walking around the pits like looking for a microwave so he can warm up those two coffees that he was. gave him and he's like 
so pissed that they're cold. Yeah, he was. And and so I was drinking it like cold or whatever. And then it feels like I can't drink this. I can't. I need it hot. I need it hot. You I'm like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't know where a microwave can be, but yeah. it's just like a nice coffee. Yeah. Come to think yeah. of it, the one yeah, time I, I seen Phil yeah. on Saturday, yeah. it was like in between practices or whatever. And he's like, oh. I need a fucking coffee. <laughs> yeah. That's all he said. Right. That's right. all he said. That's it. Um, Amar, good ride for you, although Phil was upset at, at Cooper getting you uh, right before the white flag. He was very angry with you. I know. I know. And and to be honest, like I, I was just pumped overall to be up front in, in a Supercross. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, I'd be lying if I told you uh, Sunday I was sitting in the airport and I was like, man, I have a lot of regrets about yesterday. <laughs> so. It's definitely kind of a bummer to to have to lose it in the last lap in front of the hometown crowd was definitely a bummer. But I mean, I'm healthy and yeah, and still got a top five and we're moving on. And that's actually the best I've ever started a Supercross series, so I'll take it. Were you thinking that you got 14th, or did you know the whole like with that with you with you missing the timing loop? Right, they didn't have you there, and I knew you got fourth. But then I was like, this is the AMA we're talking about, so God knows what could happen. Like, were you stressing a little bit over that, or did you just know you had fourth? Well. Well, actually, there, like, there was a lot going through my head as I finished because I had no idea that transponder wasn't working, obviously, when I was racing. But I totally thought I was in second because when uh, Smitty and Fault came together, uh-huh. I thought it was. I thought Smitty crashed twice. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in second. And then when Cooper passed me, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm third. Like, I'm still third. So, like, I literally went over the finish line thinking I was third. And then I went to the podium, and the guys were like, no, you're fourth. And then they oh. kept saying, like, oh, no, don't worry. We're talking to the AMA officials. And I'm like, well, why? I'm yeah. like, why you, you know, why you, and then it was a transponder that they were obviously right, trying right. to figure that out. So um, I was thoroughly confused all around. <laughs> what about your move on Marty? How's that, like, going? Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. It's, I, so I actually did go over to Marty after the race because I, I kind of beelined straight for him. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry, like, and I, I actually I watched the race a couple times today, and and so I don't know if you noticed, but like I was going to the inside in that rhythm, like uh-huh. three three to the inside, like all through practice, and in the main I was doing it every lap, and at that point I basically just kind of took the same line, and I was like fully on the brakes, like I was not trying to hit them at all, and it just like you come in with so much momentum, it's like really hard to try and make it stick, mm-hmm. and it, it was definitely not intentional, it just happened, I felt bad. Um, and it make it even worse that you you have a bet going on Mitch too, so that doesn't help things. Oh boy, yeah, my 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 Twitter replies blew up on that. So people who don't know, I bet Peyton. I, I tried to get Amar to ride at PC all summer. He liked Marty. He talked about Supercross skills. I don't have a lot of comeback. Marty is a good Supercrosser, but I I wrote, yeah. I, I told Peyton let's bet on this because my whole thinking <laughs> with this is. Look, if I'm I'm not sorry, Alex, but if, if they line up ten times in Supercross, Marty's probably beating Alex eight out of ten or nine out of ten, right? I'm just sorry. Oh, I I, I okay. go in on that right. bet with you. Okay, so I know that, but my bet is that the anvil will fall on Marty like it always does. Immigration issues, a crash, broken chain, whatever it is, we yeah. Marty can't seem to avoid this. So my bet is that over the eight races or whatever, Amart will beat Marty in the points. So we made a bet. If if Peyton loses, if if Alex beats Marty, Peyton is driving up here and co-hosting the show. And if Marty beats Amart, I have to drive down to PC, buy Mitch lunch, and clean the shop. Mm. So, so this oh, weekend was actually unbelievable, Alex, for my Twitter timeline when that happened. Yeah, I pulled through for you. You really did. Yes, yeah. thank you. And we have a good lead yeah. on Marty too. Like we could let 
Marty could beat us a little bit for the next few weeks, and we'd still be ahead of him in the points. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of Davalos, when I I talked to him earlier in the day and did, yep. did an interview with him, yep. he alluded to this is his last season. Really? But I, I, I was it was loud in there. I didn't know if he was alluding that it's his last season in the class, right, or his last season period. I don't know. Yeah, good point. But, but he did say somebody was, told me he almost thought about retiring. Yeah, he, so. he said like this. Is I thought thir- I thought he was going to retire last year. Yeah, honestly. Huh. Um, but then he kind of got it taken away from him in that first turn at Dallas. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, geez. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Hey, speaking of which, I, I actually made a point because Josh Osby started next to me on the heat race. Yeah. Um, heat one, he started right next to me. I went up to him. I'm like, hey, bro. And I, like, kind of poked him in the chest. And I was like, use your freaking front brake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, We're, I'm like, I'm not going down in the first turn like last year. It's not happening, bro. And did he laugh? Because I heard he was pissed at us last year when we were bringing it up. Like, he was not happy that we were, like, saying, WTF, Osby, you just cleaned out 14 dudes. No, he laughed at me. I mean, I okay. laughed All at right. me. So was um, how many people brought up the bet to you this weekend? Uh, actually, not that many. Okay. No, All right, were, yeah. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of, like, like spectators in our little area, All I right. thought. Did, it was mainly just, like, in, industry people, you know, was, where we were pitted. Open. Yeah, I guess it wasn't really open. Yeah. Did Marty accept the apology, or Marty's a pretty nice guy. Was, was he pissed? No, like, he, I mean, I expected him to be pissed at me, but he, like, he reached out, shook my hand, and he was like, oh, I know you're not a dirty rider. Like, mm-hmm. it's all good. And, right. like, he was smiling, and I was, like, kind of surprised. Like, I expected him to maybe punch me. Um, <laughs> but he was, like, totally cool with it. And I was like, oh, sweet. And I was like, all right, man, have a good week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how, late, how late after the race was that that you apologized? Um, shoot. So actually I went up to the stands right after and talked to my parents and family for a little bit. So it was probably after the 450 main, I think. Yeah. He was one of the guys. No, it was before, it was before the 450 main actually. So it was right away. Sorry. Yeah. He was one of the guys that declined the interview. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I was all, I pointed the camera and he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he had bike problems too. After he fell, somebody told me he might've had bike problems too. Cause it didn't go well even after after yeah, he Alex. might have had a hole in the in the cases from Amart's freaking foot peg. Fork <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that, that could have went bad for me too, actually, because like yeah. I, we hit cases like pretty freaking hard. I I felt it. Oh, I heard man. it. <laughs> hey, I was looking at your lap times today, and there was a bad lap there, like three from the end. The what 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 did you do? What happened? Do you remember? Cooper made up time on you there. Um. Well, I know at one point. There were some lappers that were pretty bad. Oh, were they? Yeah. Um, I remember, I think Henry Miller was one of them that was like, literally didn't move for like a good third of the track. Uh-huh. And I was starting to freak out, actually. And that's kind of probably what screwed me, because I had a little bit of a gap, but after that, Cooper was like right on me. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Alex Martin from JGR Suzuki, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Sales at PivotWorks.com to get a deal on VertexPistons.com. Um yeah, it was a good start for you for sure. That caller before you got on the line, Alex, was saying that you can rip the turns, and you were ripping the turns. Like the the, the, the turn before the finish, where actually where, where Cooper ended up getting you, but man, you were railing that thing. And then the turn after turn the mechanics after the area? Fin- turn after the finish, he was killing. Yeah. Yeah, you look, look good there, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, uh, well, I'm pretty comfy on the Suzuki. Um, we've had some good feelings in the offseason, and I've been feeling comfy for a while, so it's kind of nice to have it translate, but. Like, I mean, that thing can corner. It's unbelievable how well it can corner. And there was, there was so many times throughout the main even, because I, I pumped up pretty good. I'd say about 10 minutes in, I was, like, rock solid. And 
um, there was times when I feel like on another bike, my front end would have washed and I would have been down, but the thing just like gets glued to the ground. So it's definitely a kind of nice when you're pumped up to have that front end state. RM Army. RM Army. RM Army, dude. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Those Blue, things turn on a dime. Yellow. Blue crew, bro. Nah. RM Army. Uh, hey, hey, Alex. What? What do you, uh, not you. <laughs> what? I, I saw a little bit of the designs. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool how Answer and JGR making the graphics. They teamed up, pre-planned out looks for every round. Um, I'm sure mm-hmm. you're aware of that, but what do you think of that? That's yeah. pretty cool. They're going to change graphics to match your gear. Well, and he's in the, He's going to be in the lit kit voting too this week. Huh? He's going to yeah. be in the lit kit. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh, no, I actually didn't realize you were even doing that until maybe was it Oakland. I think because their, their graphics <laughs> and gear matched up there. But I was like, I mean, that's pretty cool. It's, you know, adds a little something different to it because it's like we have the same graphics, you know, for the most part. Besides, like, say, Redbud and, uh, like, a military theme race, we literally have the same graphics week in and week out. So it's kind of cool to, to just have something different to, on the bike and to look, look forward to it, I guess. Phil was so mad at you because you were blowing that rhythm section after the finish, and he was throwing his <laughs> hat down, calling you a dumb dick. Over and over, like he was very angry with you. Oh, he loves that word. <laughs> he does, yeah. He, um, he was freaking out. Yeah. Well, it just shows you he cares. You know, that's that's pretty much <laughs> he's still like, in a nutshell. He's like, Wheelie, you dumb dick. How many times? How many times, you dumb dick? Are you going to fuck that up? Every time. I'm just like, oh, my God. You, you Settle down, Phil. Yeah. So we, oh, that's amazing. I can't even be mad. That just makes me laugh. Yeah. We were talking about your past in the press conference a little bit, and Justin Cooper was in front of us, and he thought we were talking about your his past on you. Uh, and we, he was like, are you talking about me? And I'm like, no, 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 because we were going like, oh, boy, you know, that was a good one. And and then he's like, you guys talking about me? And we're like, no, no. But maybe he he didn't seem like he bought our, our denials, you know? He seemed like he didn't really understand it. But uh, I thought his past on you was fine, even though it did put you off the track, Alex, right? Yeah, I mean, there was a couple people I saw, like, on Instagram that were like, oh, you know, whatever, Justin Cooper, like, pissed at Justin. But I'm like, I mean, it wasn't, like, it wasn't dirty pass. No, like, no. I, I didn't crash. And, like, I knew I knew he was coming in, and I tried to protect the line. And, like, in retrospect, I was thinking the only thing I really could have done is, like, slow down a lot and tried to, like, you know, almost mess with him. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Right, and right. Break That would have maybe yeah. worked. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I didn't even know that was the white flag lap either. So, like, that really was kind of a kick to the nuts just to, to lose it, like, to be in third for that long and then to lose it on, on the white flag lap is definitely, like, a, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. So we had Jimmy D on the other week, and uh, he told us that, yeah, the bike, he thought the motor is really good, it, but it was, he thought the motor last year was good. But as you mentioned with the turning, he was he likes the new chassis on the 250, I think more so than the motor. Don, what did you think of the new bike? Mm-hmm. Did you ride it? Yeah, I, I, it turns amazingly well. Yep. It didn't turn for us as well as it should have because the suspension comes stock, like, sprung for Supercross, I think. Oh, really? Is it stock? Is it stiff? It, it's way too oh. stiff. Oh, okay. So it, it yeah. for, for us in the shootout, it yep. didn't settle in in the corners, right. but you could tell it's amazing chassis. Right. So, Alex, you agree with that? The the motor is good, but the but chassis is maybe a better improvement? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is we never really ride anything stock no. um, for the most part. I mean, I actually, in September, I did ride, like, the JJR spec, I think, like, customer spec engine. And and that was 
you know, about as close as I got to stock, but it still had supercross suspension on, like, right from the get-go. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest thing I noticed is is how the, the bike is unbelievable in the whoops. Like, I went from the 18 to the 19, like, the same day out at the JGR track in September, and, like, all of us, KP and Jimmy D, like, we all just said, like, it's amazing how much better that bike is in the whoops. Um, I don't know. It almost, to me, I felt like the front end was a little bit, like, just so much more plush, like maybe the head angle wasn't quite as steep, and mm-hmm. it, can, it seemed like it floated through the whoops better. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so yeah. you're down there riding um, with Sexton and Kenny and everybody. Yep, Moto Sandbox. Is that what it's okay? Sandbox. Is that that's what it's called now? So who's yeah, down there? No more net. Okay, who's yeah. down there? So you, Sexton, Roxon, who else? The Chiz is in. Uh, Adam there. was here for a, for a long a long time in October, November. I think he went out to California yeah, in December. He, and he, I... he's staying in California. He said. Yeah. Yeah, we, we scared them. We scared them away. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's a good group though. It's, it's been fun riding with with Ken and and Chase. I've, I've spent a lot of time with Chase actually in the off season, and even Lorenzo Lucrucio, he's been there, and and now uh, like Chiz will come over once in a while. I think Sipes is there this week. So, um, it's yeah, it's a fun group. It's, it's been a lot of fun. So, I heard my sources told me that Sexton pretty much beats you every time on a Supercross track. Yeah, well, yeah, you're definitely right there. He, I mean, it's kind of it's funny because I'm used to it. Like I suck in practice. I mean, yeah, I remember there hasn't been many days where I'm king of practice. And back when when I was training with Jeremy all the time, um, he would always dominate me. I mean, like in 15 when I had my breakout year with uh-huh. Rock River, um, I mean Jeremy would give me a minute in a 40 minute moto, and he'd hunt me down and pass me. <laughs> <laughs> Like a full sixty seconds. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Dude, yeah. like what the heck? And then, but we're kind of battling on the weekends, you know. Right, right. And and with so I'm used to it, but yeah, Chase is. There's been days where he's like two, three seconds left faster than me, and <laughs> but I mean, I just go out there and I do my thing, and I'm like, well, I feel good. Like you know, I work on, you know, whatever, getting off the brake, right. trying to, trying to push through the rhythms or get on the gas a little earlier. Like I just try and work on what i can and and just know that like i do step it up on race day and so and i obviously you want to try and get as much intensity as you can out of the week and during the during the week so that you're not like a fish out of water on the weekend for Uh sure yep um but there's just some people chase is one of them that are just amazing in practice for sure and yeah and it was it could be a bit demoralizing but it actually was kind of a saving grace for me because i'd go up to charlotte and i'd ride with like jimmy d and kp and I was I, I had a lot of good like practice days up in Charlotte, so uh-huh. I'd kind of get my confidence built back up, and then go down well, and ride with Chase and get it beat down again. <laughs> so besides this bet with Peyton, you also won me a hundred dollars from two other guys who bet me. Oh that, wow! Yeah, yeah, they bet me that Peters would beat you this weekend, and I'm like, come on! Like I like Kyle. Kyle's a good rider, but again, like Marty and you and you and Peters, I, you I mean, you've beaten Kyle Peters I think a lot more than he's beaten you. So I, you know, I took this bet, fifty dollars from each of them, and I'm like, okay, like I'm waiting for Kyle Peters to to beat you. And I mean, no offense to Kyle, but you rode great, and he got, I mean, he got a top ten. But I don't know where this is coming from, Amar. I don't know where this buzz of Kyle Peters is coming from. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man, we just have no confidence in the poor troll train right now. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, maybe more after this weekend, but yeah. I mean, I, I love JP, you know, for sure. Well, yeah. He's actually been riding. I mean, I think he's going to have some good results here. I think, I think he'll have some breakout races for sure. Um, you know, the first round, it's hard to draw a lot of conclusions from from people that were maybe back there or outside the top ten because I think you you just kind of get your feet wet and get the get the racing legs back on you, you know. And then if you're if you find yourself healthy through the first couple rounds, it seems like you'll you know you can usually break out at some point. So 
Well, I'm just we'll saying. See. Um, Vertex Pistons bringing you Alex Martin. Fourth place this weekend. We got some calls for you, Amar. Let's uh, let's get to some uh, some calls for you. First up is uh, Ryan. Ryan, what's up? What's your question for Alex Martin? My question is: Is is that the reason why uh, he didn't excel at the uh, at the uh, training camp he was at last year? Is because he doesn't train as hard as he he races? He'd I mean, always talked. He'd, he'd always talked about having a tough time at Alden's camp. I was yeah. wondering if that's the reason why. Uh, I think it was, but let him answer. Yeah, that's that's kind of a complicated question, but I guess the best answer I can give is uh, um, there's just a lot of different things that I I think everybody's uh, every individual is different and requires has different needs and, and with training and it's I think when you have twelve guys and we're all in the same program. Uh, that was kind of one thing that I actually really, really have enjoyed with JGR and Suzuki is I've, I'm working with Westling now on the training side of it. And, you know, there's days where, like for me being an older guy, um, I've done a lot of long, slow training on the bicycle, running, whatever. And I'm very slow twitch. And so for me this year, the goal was kind of, well, what's, what can we do to make sure I'm as fast as Justin Cooper or, a, say, a Forkner? And I think the biggest thing to hold me back is just I'm so slow twitch so we put a lot of emphasis this year on fast twitch, like high-intensity intervals and in the ski erg and on the bicycle. And um, those just that wasn't stuff that I had the opportunity or could even do even if I wanted to. Um, last year, like I wanted to work a lot on, say, one-lap sprints because my qualifying speed wasn't that good, and I just I, the option wasn't there. Like I couldn't do one-lap sprints if I wanted to because they would say it was dangerous. <laughs> So um, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that I just didn't agree with, for sure, and I'm definitely happier and in a better place now, for sure. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for the call. Well, hey, I'm really impressed with how you rode, and keep up the hard work. You're looking awesome out there. Thank you. Uh, all right, let's go to Nate. Nate, you got a question for Alex Martin. What's happening? Hey, uh, good ride, Al. You looked uh, real, really smooth out there. Some of those other guys, they're, uh, they're sketchy, but you looked really in control. Yeah, appreciate um, it. Uh, feeling comfy on the Suzuki. I mean, I, I, Alex Ray's right here, and you're talking about other riders looking sketchy and stuff. I just feel like, just come out and say you don't look like A Ray. Just, just say that. <laughs> oh Jesus! You know? yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. So, I so my question is, uh, your your dad, John. You know, he was a he was an off road racer, and I know you have some experience racing off road. I just wanted to ask. Uh, how much did you like ride ride the trails around Spring Creek growing up, and did that shape your your career at all? Um, yeah, well, I was fortunate actually to with uh, the background that my dad had. 1985 Hair Scramble champion. Can Am. Um, Can Am God. Yeah, Can Am baby. Yeah. Factory Am. Factory Can Am. Yes. Um, and you know he his passion I think was just to go up in the woods and and make trails. So. Um, I spent a lot of time, even even over Christmas, we go down to the 500 in Oklahoma and go ride trails and stuff. So I've, I had a lot of time uh, growing up in the trails. And I also did a couple OMA races, raced against, uh, was it Paul Wibley and Josh Strang back in like, I think, 09, 2010. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely think, you know, being out there in the woods for two, three hours at a time, I think that makes it tough. And it's I think it can only be a benefit to these, especially these young kids coming up to be on the bike that long. Cool. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, uh, hey, Mathis. Yep. So, so you you bring up Osborne, and, you're, and you say he only got good after he stopped racing off road. Correct. 
do we do we still believe in that theory or is it the other way around where possibly you know that that stuff helps shape amart no, and those no, other guys no no not at all amart doesn't do that anymore <laughs> and now amart's good but and, and Osborne doesn't do it, and, and Osborne won three titles because he gave up on that stupid off-road stuff. Like you, you can do it, just wait till you retire. Just that's it. Just focus on moto and supercross, and make a lot bunch of money, and then go to off-road racing. That's it. Man. So, uh, what what's the status on the troll train? As as the conductor, is it is it starting up again? Yeah, we're good, dude. We're on the road. We're we're we're, we're chugging we're along. Up, yeah, baby. we're choo choo, coming to the top. All right, all right. Um, Maeda, did you do any off-road racing ever? When I worked at Dirt Rider. You did? Yeah. yeah I did. I, and cycling as well. You, you would go out and do it a little bit? Yeah. Um, all right. We've got another question. Hey, wait. What, what, what year did his dad win the title? Alex? Uh, 85. 1985. You know, I remember the, the ad from Can-Am and Cycle News where he's sitting on the bike and he had a cowboy, cowboy hat, hat on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are yeah, yeah. I got that poster. Uh, it's in the house, actually, back in Millville. <laughs> did, did you know that uh, John that John's barn burnt down, or what happened? He lost all his Can Am stuff, Alex. Oh, said? that was a tragedy. That oh. was a bummer. Yeah, I remember we were we were up in Duluth. That's kind of where my parents are from, um, so northern Minnesota. And we got a call. I forget it was maybe my dad's mom or something. And the the this pole barn that was, I guess, if you think about Millville, like the first straightaway after the start. So there uh-huh. used to be a big barn right there, and it had, like, all of my dad's memorabilia from Can-Am days, like his ISDE trophies, his bikes, like, all of his stuff, gear. Yeah, and it got struck by lightning and burnt everything down. Oh, dude, lightning. all those Can-Ams. Jeez. Um, yeah, right. he was pretty gutted. I bet. Uh, Dustin, what's your question for Alex Martin? Dustin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just had a wondering uh, – how much of a difference was it going from the KTM to the Suzuki, and, and was it a big change? Um, yeah, it was actually, honestly, it was a pretty big change for me. Um, just, I think, going steel frame to aluminum frame, that in and of itself is, is a pretty big change. Um, I think that uh, I would say after making that swap now, I think being a shorter profile guy, shorter stature, I think the Suzuki fits me better. Um, I think just even watching me ride, um, I always felt like I was really small in the KTM, so I think that was kind of a disadvantage for me. I think the the bigger guys like McElrath and Smith can pull it off because they're taller, but I think a shorter guy, a Suzuki kind of fits a shorter guy. But I'm a big fan of the aluminum frame on the Suzuki for sure. All right, there you go, Dustin. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right, Alex. Hey, man, thanks for uh, coming on. Appreciate it. Good job this weekend. We'll, 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 we'll let that last lap pass go, and we'll get back on the box this weekend in Dallas. Yeah, boys, we're uh, we're just you know we're trying to build some steam and, and just get the troll train running and just get it going. I'm just happy to happy to make it through that first race and wasn't wasn't too bad, but we're we definitely got some work to do and hopefully we can get up on that box here pretty soon. Yeah, I think it'll Alex ha- is a liberal. I think it'll happen real soon, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, you just can't go without that. Can you? We can't. We can't. We we love that drop. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, thanks, Alex. Appreciate the time, man. And uh, we'll see you this weekend. All right, thanks, guys. Take right. care. Thank yeah. you, uh, Alex Martin. There coming up with Ryan Raglan from uh, Stasic. Um, I don't. These things are all the rage right now, Don. These Stasics. People Dude, love them. We wish that we were part of that company. Really? <sighs> He's yeah. killing it. Has to be killing it. I'm, I'm sure, right? Look how many, look how many kids are on those things, and they're learning to ride right. motorcycles sooner. And it's amazing. We could get out of this media game if we'd only invested right. Yeah. Uh, hey, Mike, what's going on? Quickly, what you want to talk about the Denver show? 
Yeah, I was just I got a question about the um, yeah. the meet and greet thing. Do you have to pay for that sixty dollar ticket to do the meet and greet? Yes, yeah, we do. We uh, you do have to do that. We'll be hanging out for like an hour before the show starts. Oh, so it's before the show, not after the show. Yeah, before the show. Okay, and it's more than just like a handshake. I'm trying to talk my buddy into it. He's more like Weege. Oh, he doesn't want to oh, spend really? that extra money. Oh, shit. Well, maybe Weege will help him reimburse him. No, we're going to just hang out. It's not, yeah, more than a handshake. We're just going to hang out. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Oriental Theater, April 12th, Friday night before Denver Supercross. Tickets on sale now. Pulpamex Racer X Live podcast show. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, man. It'll be fun. Weege will be there. Kiefer will be there. JT will be there. I'll be there. We'll have some special guests from Yamaha. Pookie will be there. So, yeah. Um, one more uh, quick question: Do you uh, do they sell out like the the meet and greet tickets? Do they sell out pretty fast? Yeah, or, there is a limit. I don't know how fast they'll sell out because I don't know how much people will want to actually meet and greet us. But uh, there are a limit. There are a limit. Yeah, they're not. They don't have unlimited amounts. So it's only so much they can okay. f- fit backstage. Sweet. Well, thanks right. for answering my question, guys. Thanks, man. Hopefully, you'll see you there. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Alex Ray, Don Maeda on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Yeah, we're doing a Denver live show, live podcast show. People seem to dig these things. I don't know why, but they seem to like them. So They want to see you in person. Yeah. Well, you guys saw me in person. Dude, you're a celebrity, hey, bro. You saw me on a mountain bike you're, today. You are, oh. you are a shadow of your former self. Not yet. No, I'm not, not yet. Not, not yet. I'm not there yet. A-Ray and I were talking about on the drive up. Oh, yeah? Sexy. 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 Thank you, Alex. I Oh didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah, um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Like Pookie's not just like, who you got in your DMs? Like, I think she is. Yeah, oh, she's like, <laughs> yeah. she's she getting do, worried yet. You got to do the, uh, 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 You got so many pitches in your DMs. Uh. <laughs> uh, hey, all right, everybody. Uh, thank you for <laughs> listening. So stay sick. Uh, we are giving away a, uh, a, a stay sick bike. Uh, we're gonna put the, the details on uh, Instagram, but basically it's gonna be contest at popamexshow.com. Uh, simply email that, and uh, we'll do a little f- cool little draw for that uh, at ride Stasic, uh, S-T-A-C-Y-C. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, something that's really taken off really big. Don Maeda and I were just talking about it, and uh, we're happy and pleased to have the founder, the owner, the inventor of Stasic on the line. Rags, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good, dude. How are you? It's been, Ron- uh, been a long time. Man. It has been a long time since we talked. Yes, Ryan Ragland. Owner, Stasic uh, Bikes, and uh, man, I, I I didn't know you were behind this until maybe six months ago or so. But these things are taking the industry all by storm. What gave you the idea to to, to come up with it? Well, you know, the background of KTM, right? Uh, watching everyone go through this you know, sport that we all love and a passionate sport. Uh, my first two kids. Uh, my daughter's into horses, and my other boy is into baseball. And then I had number three, and you know he was yelling at the at the gate drop on TV, watching you know motocross and reach, you know, announcing. Uh huh. And he was sitting there screaming at 16 months old, and I kind of had had a kid who was into it, right? Yep. Um, fast forward to the what three years old and wanting to get on the PW, and it was. You know, 100 pounds, and he was 30, and I was, you know, doing the math in my head, going, that doesn't make much sense to me, uh, and there just wasn't much out there at the time, so yeah. that's kind of just how it started, was I just happened to have a kid who was into it, and I was, you know, looking for something that uh, I could uh, get him involved without really, without really scaring him, right. you know, at that age. 
and that was it. Right? Uh, had the means to do it at the time. Uh, was never in, was never an intent to make a business out of it for sure. Oh, really? <laughs> a little overwhelming. Yeah, you're like, hey, let's just do this. Have my kids something cool to ride, and it's like, oh wait, wow, we are really, yeah. Yeah, how did you build the first one? Yeah. The first one? Uh, is, is it based on Strider? No, so he was on a Strider. Like, I love I love Strider brand. I love, I love what they've done. I mean, he was 16 months old in our house, jumping off the couch, and, you know, that was kind of like a blankie. Get a full face helmet on and a Strider. That was, that was a deal. Um, hey Ryan, 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 we got some. Yeah. Ba- we got pretty good background noise. See if you can move somewhere a little quieter. Will do. Thank you. Um, so yeah, he. Uh, have you heard? Of, have you seen those little Walmart bikes? Uh, they're like the little Yamaha ones, like a twelve-inch Yamaha bike. Power wheels. No, just a regular bicycle. Oh no, no. Um, they're like sixty bucks at Walmart. They look like uh, they got kind of bearings on them for uh, a Yamaha. They look they look the part, right? Mm-hmm. But they're still like so. We uh, we took that, cut the pedals off, um, put a put some footrests on it, and kind of hacked together some stuff. It was pretty pretty crude looking. But I brought that home, and you know his eyes were you know about the size of oranges and. He was talking about his first motorcycle, right, at three years old. So that was kind of the the piece that was pretty cool from a dad's perspective, right? So that was that was where it started, and then it turned into you know make it a little bit better because it kind of worked, and then and then we started seeing the reaction of people in the neighborhood, and then I was like, well, maybe we can maybe this is something bigger than just something for my kid. Huh? How many inter- how many iterations of it before you were happy with the with the final product? Uh, iterations, uh, probably four or five. I mean, I don't know if I'd say I'm happy. I think probably what I did well was basically saying it was good enough to get to a certain point because I have learned that engineers like to engineer and they don't really ever stop. So, right. you know, trying to get that step right to a point that was... Ryan, now you, you sound know, like you're, Ryan, now you sound like you're in a submarine. No, he's taking a shit. Oh, he's pooping? Are you, are you taking a shit? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no. No, I was trying to find a good place to talk. Oh, it was very, very echoey. Um, all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to give one of these away. Um, we've teamed up with, with Ride Stay Sick. So we're going to give away either the 12-inch or the 16-inch uh, to one lucky winner. Here's the rules. Uh, hashtag Stay Sick Pulp 19. Follow Pulp MX. Follow us at Stay Sick. At Stay Sick. Ride Stay Sick. Tag a friend. The more you tag the friends, the better your chance of winning. Winner announced on the Pulp Mech Show on February 25th. So uh, just a social social media launch on this thing should work for us. So uh, looking forward to uh, to giving one away, Rags, um, to one of our listeners. And uh, like I said, we I don't have kids. I got dogs, but I see these things everywhere with all the industry people that I know that have kids. So it, something must be working well for you. Yeah, it's been pretty good, pretty overwhelming kind of the, the response in a pretty short time. So can't thank uh, everyone enough, and, you know, hopefully we can keep sharing the love of riding, which was kind of the whole point of what I was doing, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically um, there's three speeds in these things for people who want to know. 
there's a low, a medium, and a high. You got battery life. Charge time is like 30, 45 minutes. They last 30 minutes to an hour, depending on what speed mode you're in. Uh, and basically, go to stasic.com, S T A C Y C dot com, at Ride Stasic on, uh, on social media. And uh, yeah, we're going to give one of these away. And, and, and pretty, pretty cool deal, man. I got to say, they, they look neat. Um, remember when we worked at KTM together the first year? Oh, he's gone. Rags is gone. Is he gone? Hey, let's call him back, but if the phone isn't better, we'll, 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 we'll be done. Um, yeah, so anyways, like I said, those are the rules for giving it away. A 12 and a 16-inch. Have you seen the? Have you seen Ryan Morris's videos of his kid just airing that thing out? No. Of the Dude, show? he sends it. Really? I've it's seen it. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they could make one for a dog. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're all dog dads here. Yeah. I mean, hey. let's face it. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I wonder I, if we could put our three dogs in like a kumatai. And see who comes out the winner. Your your dog would probably eat all all of our dogs. Oh, my dog's a lover. Oh, he so is J Bone. J Bone's a lover. He's not a fighter. Rock, Rocky's a fighter. Oh, is he? He's a fighter. <laughs> yeah, he he could he could. Uh, of all three of the dogs, the Basset Hound's the fighter. He's this. Uh, no, not the one down here. Not the one down here. Hey, is the one down here cutting farts? Uh, probably. Oh, oh dude, it's either probably. you or it's at the dog. It's Can not you me. It? You uh, smell it, right? R- Rags, you're back. No, I think it, yeah. Rags, we lost. Yeah, you. you're back. back. Um, yeah, looking forward to giving one of these away to our, one of our listeners, man, and uh, people will really dig it, I think. Hey, so early days of KTM, you and I were there for the launch of KTM. You worked for Roderick Thane. I worked for Kelly Smith. You look at that, times, KT- right? you look at that KTM team, Rags, and you look at them now, and it's not even the same thing. It's not even the same team. No, man. it was. <clears throat> they've, they've had a lot of changes, right? Mm. You know, I was there through a decent amount of that growth up into the, you know, new platforms and, and all that stuff. And, I mean, kudos to them for what they've done and, you know, the commitment. You can't you can't deny the commitment of that, that company to, you know, to set goals and, and move forward. So um, it's been pretty cool to watch, right? Um, massive difference, right? We, we were there difference. when we knew everyone who had a KTM. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Every single person. Would those shocks get like super hot because they had no linkage? No, not really. No, no. They had the they had a, they had two, a different system inside of them to work like uh, a linkage. They had know? a brain. Oh, they had a brain like a like it was a the uh, PDS. PDS, shock yeah. With a brain. Yeah. Yeah. There was basically like two pistons in there and like a long needle that came down and kind of worked cow. the same as a linkage apparently. But remember, rags they used to say they used to tell us like, listen. This is the same as a link, exactly the same progression, same ratio as a link. And we'd be like, "Are you watching our riders through the whoops? Are you watching yeah. us through the whoops? Because they're they're almost killing themselves." <laughs> yeah, except it wasn't the same. Yeah, except it wasn't the same, part. right? Yeah, I know they were so yeah, insistent. I, like, yeah, I mean, happened. You know, after working through that a long time, and you know, stepping away from KTM and looking at how it goes, I have you know, there's some. Interesting theories that pop up now just on uh, bike frequency and racing and kind of the challenges of each, right? Um, not to say that it was not good at the time, right? We for sure had our challenges and we're chasing a lot of things, but there's some interesting pieces when you put them in context with the whole piece that kind of makes sense. Um, well, kind of, you know, it's, all, it's a whole other conversation that we should have some beers over one that well i mean one of the reasons they were so quick was because they had no shock was off to the side and the air boot was a straight shot and they could put a 40 milk i think it was a 40 wasn't a 40 on those things on 25 40 mil carb 
Yeah, stock was at thirty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Even more. Yeah, they, they were. But, Rags, do you remember when Thane got the whole shot at Unadilla? I think he was leading, but maybe not, and his bike yeah. acted yep. up, and then he went back to the truck and he threw his helmet, and he was, like, crying and throwing everything inside the semi. That was a good time. It was. I think I puked the whole, the whole night before, too. That was a good weekend. Oh, you had, like, food poisoning or something? I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. That, was, uh, that was awesome. You know what else was awesome, Rags? When I took my rider to the national win, beating yours. That was I awesome. know, and you remind, you remind me of that every time. Yes. Yes, high point two thousand. Yeah, that was dude, such a fun time. Like that's such a good year. Uh, it was fun, yeah, for sure. I I hundred percent agree. And uh, looking back on it, it's just hilarious how far they've come. And you look back at when we were there in KTM two thousand two thousand one when I was there, and you're just like, holy shit, were we clueless? Oh my god, you know. But yeah, it all worked out in the end for sure. Um, yeah. Well, so kind of kind of back to the point of you know when you got uh, when you got your goals and you commit to them and you, you keep moving forward you can do you can do some pretty amazing stuff so are you selling a ton of these rags are you like super loaded like is this thing going well for you this company like what what super loaded yeah like are you like you run your own business you, you run your own business right Steve? dude all i do oh, is sit, yeah i sit back and talk shit on riders all day I'm, ho- I'm barely i'm barely making any money but i mean this thing this these things are pretty cool maeda like Badass. rags is probably printing money yeah i wish I wish I wish I'd be printing money. I'd be, you know, hey, not, hey, not Rex, working so much. But I'm kind of curious. What kind of uh, liability insurance do you have to carry with a product like that for a child? And have you had any uh, any uh, instances? No, no, we've been we've been pretty straightforward. I mean, we're we're running. Uh, you know, it was difficult to get started with the liability insurance because, mm-hmm. you know, when you tell people what it is, yeah, um, they kind of freak out because, you know, I think one of the big things is everyone puts what they would be doing as a 25 to 45-year-old adult, yeah, what they would do with it. And then you see them in person and you realize that they're, you know, they start out at six miles an hour. Well, six miles an hour is barely enough speed to, to bat, you know, to, to ride, mm-hmm. but not that fast um and so when once you put it back into that perspective i think everyone kind of starts to realign themselves you know i I like to say you you see the moms you know stress level drop about 85 notches and they Mm -hmm. grab a glass of wine right Uh, but that's not how it starts out um yeah so we you know we're all up on liability insurance and you know everything's been going well so far so you know Nice. Well, as, as we get bigger, it's going to get harder. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. Right. We're uh, yeah. we're going to drop this on our social media on uh, on Pulp MX show and uh, and on Pulp MX and then as well as our <laughs> friends at FMF are helping us push this as well. So, looking forward to giving our listeners uh, one of these stay six away. And if you if you have a little one, uh, three to five for the twelve inch, four to seven for the sixteen inch, uh, go to staysick.com, S T A C Y C dot com uh, or check them out on on social at ride stasic and you will see what these things are all about because it seems like what don everyone in the industry has one of these yeah, by now <laughs> yeah you know hey uh rags was that the mini major you came out for yeah <laughs> yeah so mini major, uh, we had the tra- the trans world oh, yeah. motocross mini yeah. major yep they came out they vended they had this little oh riding area yeah how many of them did you sell that day 
The booth, um, the booth never stopped. Because I, I think we're, we're out of the range of buying on the right? Usually dad has to go home and check the mom, to be honest. You know, it's just out of the range of that whole five. Um, so it's always hard for us to, to verify what we sell in advance. Um, but what we do see at the event is, right, the reaction, and that's pretty consistent. Um, I think we're, I think we've activated, activated somewhere around 1,200 kids at the IMS shows. We've been circulating with them. Um, and I don't know if you've seen some of our posts of that. You know, we have lines of parents lined up to, the, you know, get their kids a, a try on them. So it's, it's been really the activation part and getting kids interested in two wheels has been pretty consistent. Um, the buy piece uh, really comes down to, you know, it's a big enough purchase that's usually a, a, a birthday or a, you know, Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we'll see people come and be totally engaged, but we don't necessarily see them buy on the spot. Yeah, what's what's the price tag on those things? Six fifty and yeah, six fifty seven hundred bucks. Um, yeah. Well, hey Rags, cool man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Nice to catch up with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad everything good and and stay tuned on social, everybody, for the contest. We're giving one away to a lucky listener, man. Thanks, Rags. All right, thanks, Steve. All right, see uh, Ryan Ragland, everybody, apologize for the phone quality there. Uh, not sure what happened, but uh, we're going to commercial break. Don Maeda, Alex Ray, I'm Steve Mathis, Tyler Bauer is still coming up, Jason Thomas still coming up. Uh, we're going to talk some more Trans World, talk more uh, to A Ray about his season, and uh, we're going to give some stuff away still. Well, we can do it now. No, we can't. I don't have everything. All right, we'll do it. Uh, take commercial break. We're right back after this, everybody. Thanks for listening. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive 
MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders. And the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher tire range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. 
For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with the Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in Northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Alex Martin was on. Ryan Raglan was on. Tyler Bowers is coming up. JT is coming up. But uh, for now, it is uh, my mountain bike buddies here. Alex Ray and Don Maeda in studio. Alex Ray not putting his headset on now. Oh, it's on now. Okay. What's up, baby? All right. <laughs> Steve, can we talk about your cycling kit a little bit? No, 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 no. I told him he was fine. I told him he was fine. Yeah, bro. Well, it was fine. I've been told it was you, fine. Were you wearing a bib? No. Those are just bike shorts? Yeah. 
But you were just wearing bike shorts. No, no, no. Did it, does it have like the strap over? No, it's not a bib. Oh, it's, it's bike just shorts. shorts. So you, just just bike had, you had lycra bike shorts on. I'm not wearing the bib because I'm not wrestling. No, the bib's awesome. You know why? Because it comes up high and holds your gut in. And okay. then, and then, you know, you're bent over cycling, yeah. right? And right. then the shorts fold over and they're all binding and everything. The bib just goes all the way up and it's held on by the suspenders. I just I can't get over the way the bib looks. Well, yeah, you look like the Iron Sheik when you only have <laughs> That's the what bib I'm on. Saying. I just can't get over that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know, I know, I know you don't just go cycling in a bib. I know you cover it, but well, but but listen, Kiefer's the same way. Kiefer's like, get a bib, get a bib, bib, bro, bib, bro. No, no, no. But beyond the bib, you were cycling in lycra shorts today, right? Did yeah. you have shorts on over them? You didn't. No. No. Yeah. That that. So you had like. Alex's bottoms with a long sleeve baggy top on top. If you're going to wear those shorts, you got to have like baggy shorts covering them up. I I did that move for a while, but I felt like they got caught on the seat from some t- well, time to time. You need like the 100% ones, I think is what what he was saying. Yeah. Like that 100% uh somebody's... Why? Like is there as their ass crack showing? Is there a problem with that? I feel no, like my no, jersey's I long just, enough. I just, I, f- I just felt like you you're showing a little bit no. too much in the front. No, I think he's good. <laughs> Listen, I thought now, it was now, good. like, like, like now, hey, let me tell you this. Now I'm going to have this big complex about because I thought my it was kid, good. my kid is fine, and he was asking me about the visor today, and I told him I was like, no, man, no, the like, visor's sick. The visor's sick. Yeah, like you had the, the, the like you're, sick. you're enduro guy. Like the visor's good. But he needs good. baggy shorts covering up that lycra. Well, Swing your him. cock. And- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need to call Max or whoever at flying. Just get the baggy shorts. Boom. Or to match your Brisker gloves, you can call Castle. Hundred percent makes the best mountain bike baggy shorts. Period. Uh, They're stretchy. But I was wearing my. I, I have some shorts, but when I was transferring from sitting down to standing up, sometimes they would catch on the lip of the seat and put me pulled down, and it was like a shit show going on with that. You know what I mean? Like, I, like sometimes, like say when you get started, say you're, say you're going down a technical section and you got to step off your bike because yeah. whatever you screw up or you can't get over an obstacle or whatever, and then you you're like. You got to get back on real quick, or you know, because you're going downhill, and then shorts catch the front of the seat and they get pulled down, and like it's a shit show. I've had this happen. I've had this directly happen with baggy shorts over top of lycras. Get smaller baggy shorts. I mean, okay, maybe. You said my kit was fine, dude. Your dude. kit was fine. No, dude, I he thought was wearing, he says it's not. He was wearing lycra shorts with a baggy jersey. I don't know, man. I'm full boner suit all the time. I don't wear no baggy shit. I told him it was yeah. fine. I know. You know, I'm tight. I'm tight. I'm fucking arrow. Spending millions of dollars can get a brand attached to a race series or a sticker on a race bike that may not be using the product, but you can't buy Heritage. Maxima defines this aspirational because they've been there since the beginning, aspiring to be the greatest motorcycle oil in the world. Don, Maxima's good. Maxima's badass. Maxima is very good. You know what it's even more badass? Nope. When the doggers are the guy handing you Oh, oil. my God. Dogger. Dude. You met the dogger. Legend, yeah. Yeah. MaximaUSA.com for more information. Number one aftermarket oil in America, Power Sports, voted that year, year after year. They didn't buy their way to number one. They got there by being the best. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. We got a pulp code for that as well. And ProFilter. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. ProFilter has been active in the industry for a decade and makes top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Pulpamex 35 at uh, checkout at MaximaUSA.com. You can get a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter, high-quality premium air filter for your next service. ProFilter, guys, I have uh, one of my Yamaha right now, and they're pretty sweet. So thanks to the folks at ProFilter for coming on board. We've got the X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Don Maeda, Alex Ray in here. Uh, 
What about that Riders meeting that happened Saturday morning? We'll, we'll talk to Bowers about it a little bit more, but you were in there with me. Mm-hmm. The power, Bowers got a bunch of riders together. Cooper Webb and Reed showed up, factory riders. Mm-hmm. That were So props to them. Um, you were there, Alex? Yeah, I was there. We got kicked out of it. Probably we rightfully got, so. We got kicked out by the Feld guys. By the Feld guys, yep. Yeah. Um, this is a riders meeting. Yes. And then stared at us. Right, pretty much. Uh <laughs> I mean, I think that's fine. I'm fine with that. Like, you know, what, what you know, they don't need us there. Uh, what did you think, Alex? How did you think it went? What did you guys accomplish? Honestly, I thought it went well. It started out good. We we got off track a little bit, Shocker. you know, in the middle. But uh, you know, I think they had some really good points. We had some really good points. Uh, you know, I think the main goal was just uh, for everybody just to work together, you know, and and figure out what's best for the riders. And they agreed. So, you know, moving forward, I think if it if it turns out, you know, we're consistent with it each week, I think it could be something good. And, you know, all of us working together, I think it'll be. Um, now, you took the 5K that they offered. Yeah. Uh, some guys didn't. Some guys did. Yeah. I know Nagy took it. Oh, fuck Nagy, it. take that 5K. Oh, yeah, he took it. <laughs> Nagy, take that 5K. He pocketed that 5K. Oh, God. He pocketed it. Nagy did. Um, and, and, and there sounds like they're going to – the meeting was a little bit about that, right? About hey, we need some more money. Yeah, more yeah. shit has gone sideways. Now you ride for a team; they yeah. can, they handle their repairs of the bike. Yeah, for sure. You know that was like that was the issue for me. Like it's a little bit different for me than for for other people. Um, obviously, like I've been on the other side, like privateer side. Um, you know, to where like you know I've you know had to get my own bikes, you know, or whatever through a dealership, all that stuff. You know, reselling them. Uh, just, you know, everything like that. So, you know, I see it from their, their side, you know, and uh, yeah, hey, I, th- I think both sides have reasonable points. You know, the, like for me, I mean, yes, I ride for a team, you know, this stuff does cost money. Uh, we raced our practice bikes. Um, you know, like I did suffer, you know, some gnarly burns. Yeah. Um, your balls are worth 5k. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, like I was more worried about long-term issues, but you know, we're talking to a few people and, uh, to some doctors and stuff like that. I don't really think there's very many long-term issues with the Lyme. So, yeah, I was, you know, I wrote it off, you know, hey, pain and suffering, mm-hmm. 5K, all right, give it to me, baby. I mean, that freaking fell just handed out money, all right. I, I mean, I'm not going to freaking, <laughs> like, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to turn down the 5K that they're just handing people. Like, yeah, no, I still yeah. got bills to pay. Shit, I'm right. fucking, give me that 5K. <laughs> He had he had to pay for that Yamaha that got stolen. Exactly, I got bills to pay. <laughs> you do, yeah. yeah. Is that thing hey, paid off? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, did your uh, did your team owner ask for half of that? Since it's their um, bikes, got actually up? no. I think uh, there what they had like a meeting or whatever about it, but um, whether or not like give the riders the money or the team the money, it's sort of back and right. forth. But uh, but yeah, I just went in there. Uh, I was like, hey man, hey. Well, I mean, you. My suff- name on that list. You get, s- check. Check, please. <laughs> Glad to see you stood together with the, with your fellow riders. Well, no, like no, I, mean, I get it. I'm joking. I get it. Yeah. I do. I understand. I mean, it. I understand. I understand where they're coming from, but right. at the same time, it's not going to affect them at all for me taking right. this check. Uh, Don, you've been in the piss longer than I have at this point. These guys need to get together. They need either the owners, team owners, or riders need to have an association at some point. But as I've been saying every single week for years, it's not going to happen. These guys won't stick together. I don't think there's ever been a riders organization or union in any farm motorsports, has there? I think the MotoGP guys have one. Do they? Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I just that you know it's hard to do when you're got all different agendas and you're all different pay scales and everything else is just yeah. You know, I mean, it yeah, should happen, then, but will it? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, even like in the meeting, you know, like we we're talking about like oh, like let's have this meeting like every weekend, you know, at the same time uh, before track walk or something like this. And Adam's like, oh, it needs to be after track walk. We all like our sleep, blah, 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 blah. Like right, our sleep. Right. Like, I mean. Yeah, everyone's got different agendas. And like they said back in the day, like Chad would get some guys together and they'd be like, yeah. you know, make the whoops bigger and earlier. Yeah. Uh, you know, Prater told me that they used to take Chad, Ricky, and James yeah. on a track walk earlier. And James would say, make it bigger. And yeah. Chad be make the wolves bigger. Ricky be like make the wolf smaller. Yeah, yeah. you know, like 100%. yeah. I mean that 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 definitely got brought up in the in the thing too. You know, like even even like Tyler was saying, he's like, you know, hey, I like big whoops. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily great for everybody. It's great for me, but you know, it's not good for everyone. It's just so. it's really 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 tough to do. Um, all right, let's get some phone calls here. We got Lucas on one. Lucas, what's up, man? What's your question? Hey, hey sorry guys. Um, I had a. Uh, I called uh, quite a bit earlier. I got caught up in all the conversation. You guys get me fired up on a all right. on the media and everything. I'm not going to beat that dead horse. So, um, so Tomac, you guys mentioned Roxon earlier. I think uh, Don asked uh, if he was capped out or if he's just taking it easy, mm-hmm. um, getting through the first few rounds. I noticed Tomac kind of. I thought Tomac was doing the same thing, and I think he probably was, um, but. He's been pretty consistent with this starting issue, not so much just getting a bad start in general, but the first maybe rhythm section and couple of corners, he just gets eight up. Um, and I haven't heard anybody else kind of mention this or hit on it or talk about it. And a perfect example, last weekend, him and Muscan came through the first turn side by side. And Muscan comes out, you know, after the first half of the lap, he's like six. Fifth, six, and Tomac's sixteenth, and I don't know if he's, con- you know, con- uh, mm-hmm. consciously taking it easy in that first rhythm section because it's. I mean, I get it. It's gnarly. It's sketchy. Um, but man, with all these good guys in the stacked field, I mean, you just can't. I don't think they can afford to do that. You know, you gotta. Well, well I mean, did you did you listen to Tomac interview on our show a couple weeks ago? I did. He yep. talked about, you know, he, he didn't. He talked about he wasn't up to speed because he didn't ride the month of December because of his back injury. Right, right. So, you know, and the reason he finally admitted it because he said he felt like he was 100, percent and that's right. He's, so he's ready to go now. And you know, he won San Diego, and this weekend he got a terrible start. But what you're saying is correct in a sense of that his opening lap. I got on him. I wrote a column a couple of years ago about his start sucking, and he told me, "Well, my starts are good." You should just watch. You should watch the races. My starts are good. It's my first lap, and I'm like, well, technically that is the start of the race, but whatever. Semantics, I guess, between us, we're going back and forth. But right. it is. It has been an issue for him in the past, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I didn't that first rhythm you know, and first couple of corners. After that, he's kind of good, and he starts right. slowly. But he's kind of slow to get going the whole first lap. I right. guess I'll give him, you know, right. maybe first couple. But right. man, I mean, L. A. Ray, man, you, uh, L. You stomped Tomac for a, a solid rhythm section and a few corners. Fucking A. I mean, you gave him the beans, you know? Yeah, there yeah, you dude. go. Hey. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, hey. bro. Uh, Doug, you got a question for Don Maeda. I do. I do. Am I there? Yep. Yeah. Hey, uh, Don, what's your chances of taking Jody's position at MXA? <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. You know, that that's not even something I considered. 
You know, I mean, I mean how old is Jody? Seventy, I think. Seventy. I think he's seventy. He's not. He's not retiring anytime. <laughs> nah. Why would he retire? I don't know. Yeah. Why would he? I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Thanks, Doug. I guess that's not. Hi, bro. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, let's go to Tyler. Tyler, what's up? What's your question for Alex Ray? Hey, what's going on, boys? How are you? Good. Good. I was just, I was just wondering, uh, A Ray. Um, first, Steve, I'd like to thank you for giving out the FXR uh, discount code. I got myself a nice winter coat. Cool. This winter, so that helps out a lot. Fantastic. Also, so my question for A Ray um, is: So, how has your um, fitness program improved on a day-to-day basis this year? compared to last year and what exactly are you doing um to help improve that yeah you know uh last year i uh i took a step forward and i was training with davy davy Millsaps and uh and a guy named pablo Toribio. he's he uh Toribio. yeah i'm from the Toribio. northeast I, I, he used to be at e-town all the time i know he's, yeah, yeah. he's in new york city and stuff yeah for sure so i mean davy he's obviously a busy guy now i mean he's living mm-hmm. in havasu he moved out uh from california to havasu um, he's got a family, you know, his, his kids are growing up and, you know, he's doing the whole BMX thing with them. And, you know, so I sort of just left that alone and just, uh, did, I've been working full time with, uh, with Pablo and, uh, yeah, so he's writing my gym programs and also he's doing my, uh, my lap, uh, my lap count, you know, mm-hmm. like telling me what to do on the track each day. And, uh, and yeah, it's working out really well. Uh, fitness wise is good. Um, had a little bit of a rough off season, just sort of, um, you know, with getting injured at, uh, monster cup, I felt really good at monster cup and then, uh, and then, yeah, I had to take a little bit of a step back there, but after I got all healed up, we got back on track and, uh, and yeah, you know, we were a little bit behind the eight ball, I think before Anaheim, but, uh, each week, you know, we're progressing. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think, uh, we work really, really good together. I think me and Pablo, uh, we have a good, we have a good thing going. Well, I'll tell you what, he kept right on me today on the mountain bike ride. I was on an e-bike, and he was just pounding me, Tyler, just all over me. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that, he's, that seems all right. He's definitely a good guy. Now, A-Ray, are you, are you mostly doing – are you hopping on the road bike? Are you running at all, swimming? Like, what, what, what's your cardio really looking like? Uh, it just sort of every, depends. Every it just sort of depends on, uh, on stuff, like uh, <clears throat> just depends on the weather outside. You know, if it's raining, um, you know, my – Pablo, he lives in in Singapore now, so I can uh, do the Swift. It's like a online virtual thing. Uh, fake, 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 fake done. Fake. Well, I mean, it's it's nice. I like it. You know, fuck you. Okay, but uh, video games. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll hop on there. I can ride with him. Is he it can like see a my Peloton heart. bike or what? Is, what are we talking about? What is this? I'll I'll show you. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's like a virtual thing. I mean, you set your bicycle ro- up to like a Bluetooth trainer, and it syncs to your Apple TV, and it's an app. And you can ride with other people. They have like. No, you're not uh, riding with anybody. You're riding by yourself. No, you're riding with everybody. Oh, yeah, you can ride with thousands. Yeah, computer people. Thousands like Fortnite. You're playing Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. pretty much. It's it's just like it's like online gaming, but for cycling. You know, they have uh, different training things on there. You know, all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I mean, he can see like my heart rate, my watts, everything from Singapore, and he can ride with me on there. Or uh, you know, he facetimes me at the gym. He tells me what to do there. Uh, yeah, I like like um, I can do intervals on the treadmill. I do intervals on the bicycle. Um, he likes mountain biking a lot, so anytime I'm mountain biking, he absolutely loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, so today he would have loved it. Oh yeah, and then oh, yeah. he would have loved that you keeping up to a guy on an e bike. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The harder the better. <laughs> right. 
for Pablo. All right. All right. Cool. I should, I should have one up. last thing. Uh, I was running. Hey, right. Best, uh, best, best Jericho story you have. It could be on the road, at the races, at the at, at the track, oh, boy. during the week. Best, that best story you got. Let's hear it. Man, that's a touchy subject right now. It is. They're on the Fuck. outs right now. Fuck. Tyler, uh, they're okay, on the okay. outs. Like, we're on the outs, but hey, I'll give you a story. Um, all okay. right, so we're driving from freaking Santa Clara Supercross. Okay, this is whenever we had like our own deal. It was me, um, Jericho, and then TJ. TJ was supposed to be the truck driver. Um, he was also a mechanic for Michael Akaiden at the time, who was riding with us uh, for Spider Energy. Uh, we they drove either it was either from Oakland or Santa Clara, all the way from the West Coast all the way to the East Coast. Okay, I show up to Santa Clara, the shitter's full. I'm like, hey guys, yo, dump the shitter on the way, you know, to uh-huh. MetLife, whatever. You know, I I was flying in and out at the yeah, time, you know, right. so they're like, oh yeah yeah, no problem, whatever. We'll fill it up with water, propane, all that stuff. Yeah, whatever. I get to MetLife a week later, shitter's full. Still, I'm like, guys, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Shitter's full. Yeah. Dude, it's a whole thing. Oh, we pull, We had it all set up. Like, oh, we're going to dump the shitter, like, right here. You know, it was right next to it. Was it Blue? Uh, it's like a Blue Beacon or something. Okay. Like, where they, uh, they wash the rig. Okay. We got there. We're, like, 20 minutes away from the stadium. Whole thing. Like, we had it set up. And the fucking thing burnt to the ground. Like the place where they were supposed to dump the shitter. It was literally still smoking when we got there. Like it burnt to the ground so we could not dump the shitter. And I'm like, guys, you're telling me you just drove 2,000 miles with the motorhome full of shit and you didn't do it in California yeah. to get better gas mileage or anything like right, that? And right. You drove it all yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, bro. You flew in here. Fuck you. Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There's yeah, bro. That's Jericho. crazy. That's crazy. I'm sure he's got right, somebody you can't talk about, I'm sure. No, we got yeah. tons. We got tons. Right, but you can't talk about it. Uh, Dominator, Alex Ray, let's do the x brand goggle tear-off, shall we? It's the x brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. You should wear X-Brands more often, by the way, Don. It's your friend, Rich Taylor. He is my friend. You don't wear enough of them. I watch your social. I see your social New goggle posts. in the works. I see him. I see him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, Choice Champions Everywhere, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save. EKSBrand.com. Kyle Chisholm wears X-Brand. Alex Ray wears X-Brand. Mm-hmm. Adam Inton, no, Vince Freeze, X-Brand. Ben LeMay. I don't want to talk about anything that right now. All right. All right. Uh, ben LeMay, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, EKSBrand.com. Don Maeda, longtime friends with Rich Taylor, not wearing X-Brand. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? Nope. Okay. 30 seconds, Don, to answer these. This is a oh, rapid me. fire. But all three of us. Okay. All right. Here we go. We all three have to answer? No. Just one, at a, one, one at a time. time. Like, each person yeah. gets their own questions. 30 seconds, though. Uh, Steve. Yep. Are you more or less confident now with your troll train versus Marty bet? More confident. Yeah. I mean, Marty's got, you know, a few races, to go, no margin of error, or sl- smaller margin of error as the races go on. So, yeah, more confident. Don, have you ever pissed off a rider more than when you leaked the pics of MC in No Fear Gear? Mm, that was probably the worst. We're buddies now, though. That's probably the worst one? Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. Dunge? That wasn't completely my fault. Dunge? Oh, Dunge was pretty mad about the Mechanics right. Confidential, but that wasn't me. I was reporting <laughs> the vote. So, 
you know. Whatever needs to sleep at night, bro. Whatever. All right. Hey, Ray. I didn't make him get the frosted tips. <laughs> hey, Ray. Why can't you beat Chiz? Dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's just consistent. Honestly, he's he's a seasoned vet. He's He's been doing this uh, since the Stone Age. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, Chiz will be Chiz. He's, you can't break him. He's just solid. <laughs> you can't break him. He's solid. All right. Steve, what was most memorable about your time at Transworld? What a uh, great boss he had. Uh, no, I, I've said this. <laughs> i tell you what's memorable about it, and I've said this before, is Davey, the industry's a bunch of fucking babies, and they all complain and cry. I was harsher back then than I am now, but Davey would routinely call me and be like, what'd you say? This guy called me. He's pissed. And I'd have to explain it or things would get taken out of the column or whatever, just so everyone would stop being babies. You're and, censored. And when I went to Transworld, Don never censored anything. And the one thing that really got Fox mad was when I made fun of their gear. And Don, you called to tell me that, but you just called to be like, ah, I thought it was funny. Like you didn't, you never said like, hey man, you know, why'd you say that? So I remember you being very lax to work for. Like you're just like, get your job done. Get well, your, I, get I hired done. you for your talent. Right. I wasn't going to censor you. You were going to harness me. Yeah. Nobody right. puts baby in a corner. <laughs> so. All right. That was about 50 seconds. I know. By the way. <laughs> it's my show. Don, what are you going to miss the most about uh, from Transworld? Ooh, well, hopefully I'm not missing it for long, but, you know, I don't know. It was just fun. I never woke up on a Monday and felt like I had a job. It was, uh, it, it yeah. was a labor of love, living a dream. Um, more fun than MX Racer? You know what I mean? Like, two yeah, magazines you started. Uh, here, you started both. With MX Racer, we were the redhead stepbrother of Dirt Rider, right? Yep. So I was always worried that, you know, they were going to fold it or, or whatnot, you yep. know? Transworld always felt job security. Yep. And maybe I felt it a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Ray, you appear to train with Don, a media guy riding bicycles. Is this one of the reasons Chiz is so much faster than you? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no. Uh, Take it up with the guy who makes these questions. I just read the questions. Yeah. I just oh, want to point that out. All right. Well, no. That's not no. no, no. Me, me, and Don, we have a good time. We know whenever we're cycling. I mean, hey, you know, usually like, I mean, I hate to say it. Sometimes I have a recovery ride, and I'll go with him. Like we'll do a light, easy stuff, or if we want to yeah. go have fun, you know, we'll go to Greer and do some jumps, yep. go up some hills. In a, you know, if I have a harder effort, you know, I'll freaking pin it up the hill, and mm -hmm. then we'll have fun going down. I mean, hey, Chiz is a brick shit house. Can't break it. And he's a pretty rebel. No, he's a handsome rebel. Handsome. He's a freaking. Uh, with the Night at the Roxbury yeah. suits. <laughs> Steve, what is something Transworld did better than Racer X? Uh, I, think, oh, I can answer that. Okay, go ahead. Pinups. <laughs> I don't think Davey's mom likes the pinup stuff. I don't know whatever happened there. but uh, Well, I think they appeal to the to the non-hardcore racer and freestyle better than Racer X ever did or ever, ever even tried to do. And that's a whole segment of people out there that are like, Screw racing, man. Just go ride your bike and have some fun. That's There's a whole bunch of people out there that, that believe in that, you know? So Transworld did that. And they had Anton. And Scarves. 
Don, which social media platform do you think is the most important for Moto? Ooh, I like Instagram. I uh, the Twitter thing. I sign on to Twitter on race day when I'm not at the races mm-hmm. and I watch the race unfold. Um, but yeah, I don't get Twitter. It's just like you know, random rants, like Anton Anton's angry rants about stuff, you know. And <laughs> Anton, those are funny, dude. dude I'm wor- I was worried about Anton. He seems to have been better now, but I was worried about Anton for a while. He had the beard, and he started. Oh, he was angry, Anton, when he had the beard. Yeah, he was. Jeez. Yeah, you know, like, but uh, but no, I I I really like Instagram. Yeah. Um, Facebook, I think, has lost its appeal, um, especially for us as a media company. Mm-hmm. You know, before it was the Facebook gravy train. You put up a, a video, you talked about it on Facebook, bam. Yep. But now they've, you know, they've throttled down. They have restrictions on it, and you only see a certain amount of. Oh really? Only a yeah. certain amount of your followers see it, unless you pay to boost it. Oh really? See, no. I. I, uh, <clears throat> I think Instagram's getting like that, but. I if I could lose Facebook totally, I would. After all you hear about them and how dirty and greasy they are mm-hmm. as a, as a company, and they keep fucking things up and then saying, "Oh my bad." I just wish they would. You, I, got, you guys I, know who owns Instagram, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And we know, but I, I was just making sure. Same person. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook. owns Instagram. Oh well, shit. See, I, I I I like Twitter. I don't know. I man. enjoy Twitter, still. So. Uh, hey, Ray, who's helped your career more, Steve or Don? Ooh. Ooh. Steve got me my big break. So I'm gonna say Steve. And what was that break? I forgot. I don't know. Uh, Privateer <laughs> I, I, Island Live podcast. Oh maybe? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Privateer Island. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, just me sending it and him just tweeting about, yo, that fat fucking three one four guy. He's really sending it. He yeah, did I, though, dude. Yeah, I just make fun of him. Did yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just makes fun of me. I make fun of him too, though. The good thing about Don is we can we can talk shit about each other, but I mean we're not gonna get pissed. Like I can say that, you know, like he's has rice droppings. You know, whenever he's cycling and I'm like I'm running over his like rice shit, you know, because he's Asian. But you know, what I mean, we can just we can just we can just go back and forth, and it's great. You right. know, nothing like a little casual racism. Yeah, to spice up a friendship. Hey, yeah. His dog is the true racist. Yeah, my bike's the same color as he is. <laughs> what uh, what's next? Anything else? No, that's it. X brand goggles. Shorts of champions everywhere. Don Maeda wears X brand. Should wear X-Brand more often than what he does, along with Chris mm-hmm. Kiefer as well. Rich Taylor, great guy. He'd still have a job if he was wearing X-Brand. I'm, maybe. Mm. Maybe. He's a great guy. <laughs> maybe. You know? <laughs> X-Brand. Choice of champions everywhere. Boom. Listen to me. Uh, all right, let's go to Cody. Cody, you want to talk about Moto Triple X? Yeah, so you had a pretty good rant a while back about the Monster Girls and all that. Oh, and I don't remember. I what, what, what was that about? About their what they say... I, um, what, they were talking about their model life things? No, I don't know. You're just pissed about them being in existence or something like that? No, basically. I was never pissed about them being in existence. Come on. That I that they're too much of a focus or it's too sexist or something like that. I don't know. Oh, no. Like the that. rant was, like, the rant was there's all these people in the pits that go up and get their photo taken with a monster girl. Like, who the fuck cares? Oh, yeah. That's the rant. Like, oh, like, you know, oh, look at me. I got, you're like, you're you're like some ogre guy. Like, ah, I got my photo with a monster girl. Like, that was the rant. Right. Okay. So, uh, what do you think about the Moto Triple X girls back in the day? Dick with an A, bro. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I just, Jordan and everybody Triple X trying to get attention, get some plus size models in the pits. They're porn stars. They were? God, they were really porn stars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yeah. I didn't really care one way or another, to be honest. So. 
plus mm. size. Um, uh, so for your your other rant today about the the media thing, yeah, what the what F one did to get around this is they have mandatory pens where all yeah. twenty drivers go in. Yeah, I've heard about and, this. Yep, yep. I talked about this. Yeah, before, you ever yeah. thought about that? I would think it'd be great. Yeah, but the problem with a little bit of problem with that is that uh, these rooms aren't that big. They wouldn't hold twenty riders, and you couldn't do it outside because it's cold or shitty outside sometimes. And nobody wants to hang out there either, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I like that idea. But I, I don't know, man. I don't feel twenty guys is maybe a little bit much. But I just there should be more buy-in. That's all, you know. So yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, OGO OGO PowerSports.com. Pilo, old Transworld employee, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's run over there running OGO. OGO uh, is the most trusted name in the game, as OGO really <laughs> does take you there thirty plus years in the finest and technical transport that's built to last. Uh, almost every major factory team uses OGO, and we know we know travel sucks. Make it easier with OGO. If you want a discount from OGO, email us uh, using the contact form on pulpmex.com, and we can hook you up with the folks at OGO and give you a little bit of deal. Uh, also, too, we want to thank uh, btosports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, Eagle Grit, LA Honda World, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, and Ride Engineering. All on board with us tonight, as are you people, 702-586-7857. Let's get to our favorite fly racing employee, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. What's happening in Vegas? Ah, big mountain bike ride today. Yeah, it was sick. Saw that. Bro. Mathis sends it down the hills and up the hills. Hey, you, yeah. know, you know, he rides a turbo Levo. It's like turbo Levo you behind. <laughs> Listen, hey, terrible trail on, trail guide. Terrible. On a scale of on a scale of one to a Ray at Glen Helen on TV. Oh, where's shit. Mathis? Like what? Like sketch wise or like? Yeah. No, uh, he's in control. No, he's in control. That's the thing. He's <clears throat> he's not. He's nowhere close to how I was at Glen Helen. Jesus. Listen, JT, I told these guys this. It's just like, you know, when you rode the test tracks and you had the same six-inch wide path around a supercross test track that you knew exactly how to ride it and you, you just you knew exactly how much throttle you needed and where you needed the brake and everything, right? You knew the track like the back of your hand? No? Yep. Well, that's what that's what it is for me. I know 14 this. mile loop. He knows it like the back of his hand. I just, he can ride it with his eyes closed. No, I, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. But I just, I know this. I know the trail. I know it. You ever you know where every nook and cranny is, every freaking rock, well, everything. Whatever. The point is, a Ray, is stop pre- stop riding on my ass, pressuring me, and help your buddy Don so he doesn't lose us. Oh, getting lost. You know, yeah. like that's what that's <laughs> what's left that's, behind. That's what you need to do, a Ray. So. I mean, that's how mountain bike etiquette goes. Oh, I'm leading because I know where I'm going. You keep me in sight, and then Don keeps you in sight. But instead, you would ride up my ass. I don't know, man. I just I'd... he was following you because he liked your lycra shorts. Well, maybe. Maybe. Is he ramming it? Yeah, trying to ram it, I think. I was, I was in there. <laughs> uh, I, I was asking Maeda here, JT, about the new Fly Formula helmet, and uh, he didn't get a chance to get it because that was the day he got fired from Transworld. So can we get him one? Can we send him one over? Uh, yeah, I'm sure we can. We're uh, we're getting low on our initial sample ones, but we'll have a bunch more here soon. So, yes, uh, okay. I don't think that will be a problem. Yeah, he would have liked to have stopped by and gotten one, but it didn't quite work no, was, out for him. I was picking something else up. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and I was trying to get Chad one on Friday night. I went to dinner Friday night uh, before Minneapolis, and 
You're trying to get Chad Reed one? Yeah, I was like telling him how great it was, and if he wants one, I'll get him one. Didn't seem to didn't seem to go over very well, but um Hey, not not change the subject. Yeah, go ahead. In your long list of sponsors, yeah. Did you say motorcycle industry jobs? Yeah, I'm gonna have to sign on to that. You will. You want you want to need a job? We'll get you a job. <laughs> you got anything at Boise for Don Maeda? JT, can you come up there? It's too cold. Uh, I, I think yeah, man of Don's talents. I'm sure he will not be unemployed for long. What are the odds you get transferred back, Maeda? What I, do you think? Uh, you know, we're in Vegas. I I. I, I I'm betting on it right now. Yeah? He you bought know? a lottery ticket today. I did buy a lottery ticket. Okay. So maybe but, uh, you don't even need it. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I'll tell you what. If I won the lottery, uh huh, I would buy it back and it would still work. Really? Dude, I love it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it comes easy. True. That's a freaking man so, right there. What? Did every all the OEMs want their bikes back? Do you have a dirt bike right now? Suzuki called me three hours after. Shocking. After the news broke. Shocking. And they wanted their, their yeah. RMs back. <laughs> But uh, everyone else has just said, hey, yeah. you know, hold on to them. Right, we'll, right. You'll figure it out. Right. And uh, several of them have just said, hey, come in and let's switch the paperwork over from uh, Transworld to Swap Moto Life. Swap Moto Life. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's good to hear. So, Not surprised with Suzuki. Yeah. They're low on parts. I'm riding Suzuki. Same brand that when I had one, Kiefer gave me one. I got a call. You got to get that back. Yeah. I'm like, I'm riding it and posting photos of it. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I need you know, a wheeler to step wheeler, in. Wheeler. Wheeler was pretty bummed that that happened and uh i think he made a call but uh yeah oh I don't know. I mean, well, good, like, good to hear jt's rm army too by the way did you know that i am this is yes no i did know that yeah the, you are teammates you and jt yeah. jt okay it's one of the it is the only bike that doesn't have an e-start so whenever you take it off the stand do you have to lean over the bike pick the stand up put it on the other side step on it to start it no, bro. I can start a motorcycle. <laughs> well, I'm I just. I'm, I mean, you're not one of the tallest guys. Riding. I mean, I know that. I'm. I'm just wondering because I mean, I see like, I mean, you're not one of the tallest guys. I was just curious if if the, you know if that's a struggle for you. So you don't think that I can start? You don't think I can start a motorcycle without a stand? <laughs> no, I know you can't. I was just wondering if you have, have done that. He's so backpedaling right now. He's... <laughs> what have you have you done it? Uh, bro. I bet I, I'll go back to my original statement. I don't need a stand to start my motorcycle. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez. <laughs> um, hey, uh, JT, talking about Minneapolis. Don here. Don thinks everyone's in trouble with this web guy. Right, Don? Like you're – I do. Yeah. What do you think? I don't I – don't, I don't think that's very far off. I mean uh, – No. Nope. right good. Everyone's kind of been waiting on web a little bit for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I'll be the first to say I didn't know if he was ever going to come to show up. I I'd almost was getting to the point of writing him off, but uh, I think in six short weeks he's proven that, yeah, it's um, it may have taken him a while, and obviously this team change, trainer change, home change, everything change is, is working out. So, yeah, sky's the limit right now. We did our little – we asked – it's only six rounds in. I think Tomac's still going to win, and JT thinks Marv's going to win. I'm still holding on to Tomac. I'm waiting. Mm. I'm waiting. I mean, he, he won, he's won half the friggin' races the last two years. Right? I mean, it's... Yeah, well, Webb's won half the races so far this year, so yeah. I I can't discount it. No, I know. No, I know. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm with you, JT. I, Don's, Don's saying that is not, like, crazy talk at all. This kid could just start ripping these things off. I don't know, man. It's hard to pick. There's a lot of good guys. I mean, yeah. like... I mean, jeez. I mean, maybe Roxon. I mean, who, he can who gets his stuff who gets out. a win first, Marvin or Roxon? Hmm. 
I'd say Marv. You say Marv? I say Marv. Don? Roxanne. JT? Um, man, it's hard to say. I actually, actually think Kenny's going to make it happen one of these times, right? He's been so close. He's been closer than Marv. Actually, yeah, I say Kenny because Marv's starts haven't been as good as Kenny's, I don't think. Kenny's been up there every time. Like you said, mm-hmm. he's, he's, his worst finish is a fifth. I mean, so he's been he's been up there. I think, you know, Marv's had to come through the pack. He had some crashes. I mean, did you see his heat race this weekend? Yeah, I, was, I don't know. I was what, that, was the weirdest heat, that was the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. yeah he I don't know. fell twice. He went back to eighth. Yeah, it was crazy. I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to change my – I'm going to go back to Kenny. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Kenny wins this weekend. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going out of the limb. Do you think that if he gets his first win, that is also going to be like the floodgates opening? I don't, only because I, I haven't seen him be able to run away from anybody yet. Um, you know, Eli was able to do it already. Uh, he did it at the Triple Crown as well. Um, Webb really hasn't ran away so much as he's he's gotten his lead and managed them. You know, Marv ran him down at Oakland, and then this weekend he – I guess he opened up a gap there, but he hasn't really just sprinted away and dominated one yet. Um, I just haven't seen Kenny, when he's in position, be able to put a second, you know, a second a lap on these guys and extend a lead and make it happen. So I don't think he's just going to be able to dominate the series. I think he, if he wins this thing, it's going to be doing just what he's doing, uh, avoiding mistakes, staying on the podium all year, and you know, Eli's going to get bad starts, and Marv will have a, a crash in a main event like he did in the heat race, and they'll open the door for him. Be interesting to see. Uh, 250 class. Uh, Forkner took off. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He took got off. The, he got the start and never looked back. He was. But gone. he has sketchy practice. Very sketchy practice. Yes. yes. He got fast lap time, though. Yeah. But <laughs> don't you feel that might be Forkner's MO from the, from here on out? Like just either crushing it or. He must have got all of his crashing out of the out of the way in practice. I mean, I watched the main event. He It looked like he rode solid. He just clicked off his laps. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't make very many mistakes right. and just he was riding good. JT, what the hell happened to Marty? I don't know. It's a good question. He was not very good all day. You know, I, I think you were the one that said he mentioned that he was just going to try to get through the day and not toss it away or do anything stupid. Well, that's what he t- Peyton but, told me that. Peyton said that Marty said he's fastest in practice all the time and he's won all these heats and what has it gotten him? Yeah. Well, I think there's a fine line, though. You can't just disregard speed and just leave that, you know, leave that off the off the table and hope to just get second and thirds without going fast because he, that's not going to get you very far. You've still got to have that elite level speed to be able to run with Forkner and Cooper and Jordan Smith and these guys. Uh, but he's got to find that fine line of not tossing it away. And I would say the same for Forkner. Um, you know, Forkner was he was very good in the two races that we saw, but he's still racing like when he's out there, it looks like he's riding the last race of his life. I mean that I don't think you have to be on that far of the edge. I think it's gonna bite you more times than it's gonna pay off over a series. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think Marty will come into next weekend with a sense of urgency. Um and, and we'll see what that changes for him. But I do think that Forkner is going to throw a couple races away. From what I saw last weekend, mm-hmm. I don't think he can ride that aggressively and that on the edge without it biting him in a main event. Don, you said that, or JT, Don said earlier that this might be Marty's last year. He made a comment to Don about it. I don't know if he meant last year in the class. Yeah, I'm not. I have to go back and watch your right. video. But right. he did say something about last year, and I was, what right. are you talking about? 
What do you think? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, I I hope that he means he's going to move up and, you know, give it a whirl one way or another, whether it's going to be on a satellite 450 team or, you know, whatever the, the case may be, hopefully you're going to get your wish and he's finally going to move up, you know, come hell or high water. Well, no, he did move up. I, he did move up. He rode the 450 Nationals. He absolutely killed it. He got on the podium, and all my dreams and hopes were affirmed all summer long. Well, I'm, I'm saying in 450 Supercross. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. So – uh, I think it's inevitable. I don't think he's going to just hang it up without at least going down that path because I think there are plenty of teams that maybe not the teams he wants, but I think there are plenty of teams and he would get a, a good bike, maybe not the best bike, but he would get a good bike and a good opportunity if he just went all in on it, which at some point you think he's got to. I think he'll he'll make the decision at some point. It's just going to be maybe 10 years after we thought so. So, it's look, it's early, but to the East Coast champion, Don. Mm. How sad are you about your illegitimate cr- child, Christian Craig, right now? He's got a broken thumb. Man. I know, but he just—how mad are you about this? I'm upset? I'm not mad. I just hope he, hope he heals. Okay, all right. I just hope he heals. Like what, a true father figure. In, it, you love Christian Craig. We're buddies. He's your Tim Ferry. I get it. I've been there. I mean, I just uh, recently uh, had to let Timmy go. You know, as far as coming back, it's not going to happen. Mm. So I get it. Yeah. So who's going to win? Oh. It's hard to bet against Forkner, but yeah. you know it depends if he throws it away and gets hurt or not. Yeah, hey Ray, um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, it's hard, man. Uh, Jordan Smith. Yeah, I was bad. I was gonna say Jordan Smith or Chase Sexton. Sexton looked good. Sexton looked good. He had a rough day. Yes, but. he had a rough day, and still, what did he get? What fifth. He, get? he got fifth. So I mean, he salvaged yeah. fifth out of how many crashes? I mean, yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Like you've seen, uh, you've seen just like AC. You know, he had a bad first race. He salvaged a fifth. Yeah, He's in no, the points fifth, lead now. Yeah, fifth is so, fine. Yeah, you're good. I um, mean, yeah. It's, I mean, you can't count him out. So, I mean, I've heard a lot of stuff about him in the off season. How he's ripping. He hits whoops really well. Like his corner speed's really good. I mean, uh-huh. good bike. So, yeah. uh, I was surprised. I, I'll, I'll go with Forkner. Maybe he's figured it out. But that practice session scared me, big time. Ooh. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you, JT? Uh, I'm going to go Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I just think that Forkner is going to have a couple of races where he loses 15 or 20 points. Uh, it's what he did last year. He ended up hurting himself. I mean, if one of those crashes is in the main event, it's, it's over for that yeah. weekend. So mm-hmm. I just I don't think he's there yet where he's eliminated it yet. I think next year or maybe this year, I mean, maybe he runs away with this thing, and I'm I'm wrong. But one of these years, he's going to dominate because his speed is. It's so incredible. Um, I just think, after watching him practice, I don't think he's quite figured it out over this, you know, a eight or nine race series that he's going to be able to avoid it. I don't want to panic here about Marty, but like, it was not good. How is he going to turn it around in one week? Then all of a sudden, be back to the old Marty? Like, was it really just one weekend where he wasn't quite ready or nervous? I mean, he's a thirty-two-year-old veteran, right? Or no? I think. I think if you go in and you try to you try to avoid screwing up and you go in and say, okay, I'm going to just be cautious and I'm going to let it come to me, I think you can you can be too cautious and not ride. You know, you have to in that class you have to be aggressive. You know, it's wow. it's unavoidable. Those guys are going really fast and they're taking a lot of chances. So I think he's going to have to go back to pushing the edge and. Uh, maybe, maybe that doesn't work out either, but I think he realizes what he did last weekend is not going to work either. 
Anyway, maybe go out to, up to him this weekend and tell him to send it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how he's going to – how would he take that? Probably Marty. pretty nice. Marty's a nice guy. Yeah. Marty's really nice. Just smile. I think he'd say thank you. Like, hey, bro, like, you need to get your shit together and freaking send it, okay? Yeah. Like, you need to have your mechanic in the mechanics area with extra freaking throttle tubes because you're going to twist the thing so fucking hard it just snaps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, do that. Yeah, I'll give him a pep talk. Okay. Um, JT, do you think that A-Ray should have let seven deuce deuce into the main event? Uh, uh, for the sake of my fantasy team, absolutely. Thank you. That's three of us in this room. Well, two of us Truman's in the room. with you guys, too. Truman also? Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. Maybe you should think about that shit, A-Ray, before you pass people the next time. <laughs> I mean, pretty aggra- a little bit aggressive, too. little aggressive. JT, you raced. How stressful is the LCQ? Would you pass up making it through a heat race, smooth, go back, chill, change your gear, you know, like chill in the chair, hand on your not. back? I would have done. I would have done whatever it took. What do you mean? You you would have just been, made it through the thought twice. Okay, same. I didn't <laughs> think twice either. I said I'm, I I treated him just like anybody else. Pass him, boom. Ninth place. I mean, I I, pa- I always pass my cl- teammates super clean. Like as t- I made a point of doing that, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta you gotta make the move. It's the last spot, and you, you didn't do, you didn't do anything dirty. I was I was kidding about being over. Oh, okay. Like you All gotta right. you gotta make it happen. Yeah. Um, how come he can't beat Chiz, JT? He cannot beat Chiz no matter what. Chiz gets him midway or late in the race and just finishes right in front of him. Chiz is pretty good. Not sure if you've uh, I mean, picked up on that over the Did he get me that much once? Once he it doesn't matter. Me. He's beating you all the I time. Know. I know. I I got to figure my shit out. All right. I'm I I can't. I'm coming back this week. I'm regrouping. I'm coming back to freaking Arlington, and I'm gonna send it. Okay. And I'm gonna beat number eleven. Stamp it. Don't. I don't, I don't know about stamping it, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think sending it is your best move. That's no. not what Chiz does. You just be consistent. You just gotta. No. You gotta Ch- figure out a way. I think he's he's in really good shape. And I think he can do the same lap time over and over and over and over and over, which I was good at as well. And you've just got to try to hang in there with him and get him at the end. I don't think sending it in a 21-minute main event is going to going to turn out how you want. No, no, it's not. You know, and I and I study it a little bit too. You know, after each race, you know, I go Studies through and it. I look, I look at the lap times, I look at Chiz, I look at mine, I look at you know a few others, and uh, and yeah, you know, he's got you know, he had probably. Let's see, we did like 25 laps. He had 20 laps that were all within a second, second and a half. Mm-hmm. He didn't make very many mistakes to where I had maybe, let's see, three or four less than that where I screwed up, you know, and I lost yeah. a lot of time with lappers. I uh, got sort of hung up, or not lappers, with <laughs> me getting lapped. Um, I got a little bit hung up there, you know, because I wanted to let the leaders by. And, uh, and yeah, so uh, – I lost a lot of time there, but I figure, you know, if I can, if I can be more consistent, you know, like I am at the practice track, um, at the races, if I can just bring it all together, I think. Can I you think just can get DV it. on your program? Again? I need to get someone on my program. I need to get, yeah, I, I want to work with DV. If you, can we set that up? I need Wake to stand up, up more. Cross, eat Supercross. Shit, Supercross. <laughs> fuck Supercross. <laughs> and sleep Supercross. Yeah. I know. I, I, I think I'm sitting down too much or something. I need to stand up. I need to get up on the pegs. I need to stand up the whole main event. All right. That's what I need to do. Wow. He, he sounds determined now, JT, to beat oh. Chiz. Like, I, he's really angry oh. now. He's very upset about it. Oh, it pisses me off. Like, I even told Chiz, I'm like, bro, like, with your career and my career, you know, like, I'm obviously, I'm getting better each year, you know, but it's still like, 
I mean, you're Chiz. You're number 11. It's awesome. I hate it when he beats me. I hate it when anybody beats me. I How mean, old I is Chiz? How old is Chiz? I don't know. 60, 70? He turned pro in 05. 04? No, 04. He told me 04. Was it 04? Yeah, he turned okay. me 04. So, I don't know how old he was when he turned pro, but it doesn't mean he wasn't 16, I'm he sure. He rode for but... Motorsport Kawasaki. Mm. But how old is Chiz? 31, I think. All right. No, 29, 30, 31. I don't know. Is Marty older? Marty be older? Marty's 32. Give or take. Uh, no, he, he's older than Marty. Oh, well, Marty's 32. Around there. Yeah, because Mar- Marty turned pro in 06. Chiz is 31. Turns, Chiz- turns 32 this December. Oh, okay. All right, 31 years old. Mm. Oh, okay. How old are you? 25. All right. Uh, Jason Thomas on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by PTOsports.com, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, JT, we'll have the live show back in the pits this Saturday uh, in Dallas, 5 o'clock, uh, 5 p.m. Go go to the hospitality rig. We'll be there. Myself, Wygant, you, special guest, maybe Osborne. Yeah, we've had a we've had a few weeks off from uh, from the show with weather and – Minneapolis didn't have an, an area we could do it, mm-hmm. uh, so it'll be good. It'll be good to get back out there. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Those things have uh, turned out really well, and we have uh, we have a stage for this week that'll get us up above a little bit, so people can see us from further back. It should be good. Um, um, yeah, and, exciting stuff. And word is Osborne is going to race. Osborne will make his season yeah. debut. Yeah, I think he should be he should be ready. I think I think he's going to be really fast. I do. Um, I I'm only really concerned about the last four or five laps. But I, I think he's going to impress a lot of people for, let's say, ten laps. What do you think, Don? Osborne coming back. He was fast in France. He was, right? I don't mm. even think he fades, man. JT, he's, he's still in good shape. When I came back from France, I was all aboard the Wacko train. Yeah. And and Don can vouch for that. I mean, you had, yeah, you were way past that. You had hijacked <laughs> the train, and you were driving the damn locomotive down the train tracks at 100 miles an hour i mean don how good did he look right he looked great right like fantastic just amazing so different tracks you know different different everything over there obviously than it was here but i'm i expect big things like can he get a top five out of the gate yeah i think so yeah definitely i think yeah. so i i still worry if, if he gets in the mix it's it's really hard to replicate race intensity and not get tired. Look at Savachi this weekend. You know, I, I guarantee you, Savachi can do twenty. You know, twenty minutes at home, no problem. I don't think. I don't think there's any issue doing that. But mm-hmm. the race is just Pressure. different. So I still think he's going <laughs> to suffer the last few laps in these early rounds. He just he hasn't raced yet, and he's been he's been off the bike and he's been hurt. And his injuries weren't like he could keep training. Like he had some significant injuries that mm-hmm. he had to take a little bit of time off. So to think there won't be some sort of you know, uh, remnants of that is, I think, maybe, you know, an oversight. But we'll see. I hope he does well. But I, I just think the last few laps are going to be tough. Do you know Zach trains on a Turbo Levo by Specialized? I know, yeah. Huh? yeah he I don't know if he, I mean, I mean, he doesn't. he doesn't train on it all the time, does he? Or? Well, when he's in the dirt, he does. Oh, he does? That's yeah. all they ride for mountain bikes is, is Levos? Yeah. I know Alden told me that he likes the e-bikes, keeps the heart rate at, mm-hmm. at a specific level. But I didn't realize that's all they did. So, yeah, Turbo Levo. I leave open people on the you trail. Leave, oh, leave oh people behind. Oh, damn it. I'm sorry, Don. Huh? Yeah. T- I'm terrible at that. Turbo steve Yeah, he just straight dusted Don, and then Don didn't know where to go. It was a whole thing. His phone died. Hey, JT, you know you know what the scariest thing in the world is? You know, like, how we're so dependent on our cell phones these days? And, like, <laughs> you know, when, you're, yeah, when, you're, when your phone dies, right? Or when you got, like, you know, 5% and the little numbers that going down. That doesn't happen to me. You know, right? You're, you're like, super panicked. Imagine that. 
No service. You can't find service to make a call to call Turbo Stevo and say, do I turn mm-hmm. right on Viagra Trail or go straight on Mustang Loop or whatever, right? Right, right. You know, but it's cold and there's like weird dudes in the parking lot that you just left, right? So I, I thought I was going to die a cold, <laughs> slow death today. <laughs> well, if our buddy A-Ray wasn't on my ass ramming it, that's the idea is that he is the middle guy and you see A-Ray and A-Ray sees me. Hey, I don't know, Sounds man. gay. Right? I mean, that is the the, the <laughs> ideal in bicycle, right? That's how people do these things? Yeah. JT, when are you going to come to Vegas and, and ride with Strava Steve? I don't know. That's a good question. I would I would like to the next time I'm down there. I haven't, hey, hey, I JT, haven't done much Wevo riding. Send him riding. some baggy shorts, will you? Yeah, can you send him the mountain bike shorts? Like he's get he's getting. I I told him his outfit was fine today. Like it's no, good. No. Don't worry about it. Don's saying no. Screw okay. you guys, man. You and your and Kiefer's the same way. <laughs> the elitist. The elitist. No, cyclist. Kiefer's not that way. You should have seen him at uh, at the last intro I rode with him. He was wearing that orange Smith helmet with no visor. It looked like he had half a basketball in his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his helmet does look like that. All right <laughs> now. Yeah. JT, what do you wear when you go cycle? Like, are you full boner suit? Like, when you're on a mountain bike. Mountain are you, bike. Are you full boner suit? Or, like, are you, like, Can enduro, we not turn this into a mountain bike action show? Can we just start baggy shorts get a and, like, a visor? Mountain bike, Thank I would you. have, um, like, baggy baggy mountain bike shorts on and a mountain bike-style jersey that's not tight. But if, I mean, road, road ride, I'm full spandex. But for mountain bike, I'm not at all. Yeah. Unless it's cross country mountain bike, right? Well, now we got the different times. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I would do. I, I mean, I've ridden a lot more cross country than downhill. I've gone downhill a few times. I really like it, but it would be probably the same. You guys want to carry it on for more mountain bike talk? Or can, we talk about, can we talk about motocross? Hmm. <laughs> uh, Shit. All right, JT. Um, Dallas this weekend. What are you thinking? Have you looked at the track map? I'm thinking I'm going to go. I, I have was okay. uh, up in the air, but okay. I'll, I'll I'll commit to it. Don's lucky. Swap, uh, swap, but to answer your question, no, yeah. I haven't looked at the oh. track map. It's on my list of things to do tomorrow. Uh, but I, I think we'll we can expect the same typical Dallas. Um, the one question I have is it, it rained there today, uh, so you know it's early. It's February. It, with rain in the week, are we going to get um, a softer Dallas than maybe? has been in the past because it, it it's always hard to a, to an extent but it can get if it gets moisture in it, it can actually be fairly decent uh, but we've we've seen it there where it's you know incredibly rock hard and no traction at all so yeah. um that's i think that's what makes or break makes or breaks this event is uh if they can find a way to get moisture in the dirt at all don i guess swap moto live doesn't have the budget to go anymore to the races or are you mm. going to try to make some or I'll be home sulking in the rain because it's supposed to rain all weekend. Oh, is it? Yeah. You'll be even more bitter. Yeah, salty. <laughs> but I'm not getting on Zwift. Not getting on the fake bike ride? No. No. Dude, come on, guys. It's good. I like it. <laughs> uh, Jason Thomas on the show, flyracing.com. What, so, JT, how has been the response for the Formula Helmet? We talked about it yeah, last week, I, obviously. I want to ask about that. Okay, go what, ahead. What are those uh, those rubber cut-in-half brain-looking things all over? Is that the... Uh, is that to have yeah, brain looking well, things? Well, you know, I know, I know. Is that like the rotational uh, impact absorption system bumpers? Yeah, so those are those. That's called Rion is the material, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're uh, energy absorbing, and they also they do uh, linear impact absorption, and they also uh, disperse disperse rotational impact, which is 
kind of the genius of them is that they're they do both, which mm-hmm. most materials will not. Um, but honestly, Swap, I would tell you to go to formula.flyracing.com. We'll give you the the best insight and the most information all in one place. Uh, in, inform, informational videos uh, really breaks down the materials that we use, the conehead, the conehead EPS, the Rion, uh, 12K carbon. It really goes in depth as to how the whole thing was constructed. And that's really the magic of it is that it's a combination of materials. Uh, it's not just one idea that we're like, okay, here it is. It was several different technologies that we combined to create what we're, we're really proud of and really happy about. Is the cone, uh, the cone style foam, is that like, uh, what was that helmet called that the injected one that Metzger used to wear? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Really? <laughs> no. Yeah. I've seen that technology in a different helmet. Before. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's uh, conehead. It was it was invented by a uh, a scientist in Australia for the conehead stuff, and uh, the Rion is out of England. So you know that we went kind of all over the place to try to find what would work best and in, in the right combination. And conehead, as you were mentioning, it's it's basically two different densities of EPS that are uh, put together, and so as one compresses it, you know one one EPS layer is, is more dense than the other, so it slows down and they interact with each other to to slow that energy down, and that's that's completely separate from the Rion. So there's a lot of information on there uh, to explain it better than I can, uh, but it's it's pretty cool, man. I, I was watching as they came up with these separate ideas, and if we do this, if we do that, you know, and to take a lot of people's research and combine them, I think was uh, was kind of the the magic ingredient to make it all work. We got to get Don and more X brand and more fly. And what else? Michelin's? Can we get you in some Michelin's too? Dude, those Michelin's are good. Can we, I mean, I like can we get more on board with Pulp MX sponsors here? Yeah. I feel like we see you in FXR and Fox. That's what you wear. He's, yeah, he's a, big, he's a big Fox guy, which is okay. I I, I don't like to, you. you know, he, he's elite, he has an allegiance to them and he, he's tight with them. That's okay. You okay, know, well, I, maybe we can get I him like tight and fly. I get more familiar with what we're doing. Yeah. And I, honestly, for me, if if Swap chose to wear a fly, I would want it to be genuine. I want I don't want it to be because he wants to wear it. I think that's the authenticity of it is most important. No, so, just write him a check. Um, I'm all about it, but I want it to be his choice. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, after the intro last last year, or not, eighteen and seventeen, I I wore the heck out of that all blue stuff. There you go. I yep. wore it a lot. Yeah, I think it's uh, hydrogens. I mean that that's my favorite gear. Yeah. yeah, you were. I was at the intro with you. You were. Impressed with all the changes. I don't Dude. know if you hadn't worn it for a while, or you hadn't seen it for a while, but yeah, that was the first time awesome. seeing it, and yeah. you, were, you were stoked on it. And I wore the palm tree gear that last year too. Oh, you did? I did. <laughs> That's one line so, I hey, could probably do without. Cali Protectives is the helmet I was thinking of with the. Oh, really? The conehead stuff. Is, oh. Am I correct? Yeah, Cali, Cali did have conehead. That's right. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, either one of you. But Metzger would be uh, would be classic for sure. I just remember the freaking huge like he wore like a Moto Nine with the, the eyeball. eyeball. The eyeball with no yeah. visor. Yeah. Uh, before just... we let you go, JT, uh, Nash is on the line. Nash, what's up, man? Gentlemen, gentlemen. What's up? Good to hear everybody. Good to hear everybody. Uh, JT, originally I was trying to get in touch with you about this new style helmet. Uh, it's amazing. It's really cool to hear uh, not only you describe it, but watch the video, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm an awry guy, and uh, I enjoy the fit and the finish of that. Uh, helmet not only because it feels so good but the protection is is right there and i know the technology in this helmet is 
a lot more advanced than, and, and again, no discredit to her. I know you guys would never do that, but how is the fit and finish to that type of helmet? I heard you touch on it last week. I wanted to see if you could build off more of that. Uh, I'm obviously very happy with it. That was one thing that took us so long to make sure that every detail was correct uh, because originally this helmet was supposed to come out last year, uh, but mm-hmm. we, we made subtle changes and went through quality control and a few times we're like, nope, we need to change this and nope, that's not perfect because if you're going to offer a premium level item at a premium price point, you have to nail every single detail. So mm-hmm. um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with all of that. And then, you know, on the technology side, I think, that not only fly, but I think a lot of brands have learned uh, about, you know, high-speed impact, low-speed impact, and how to um, accommodate for both of those. And I think that's where you're going to see a lot of the brands going. And I will be interested to see if some of the more established brands, one of the ones you mentioned, if they have any response to it, because really most of them haven't. They've stuck with their kind of tried and true methods mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. as more scientific data comes out and more testing is done um, I think that maybe they will choose to uh, to adapt and, and um, introduce new technologies to it I know that's that's what drove us to do it was was seeing the tests and seeing where helmets performed you know uh, good and bad and you have to you have to respond to that yeah I mean well, I think I think like 60 fly, uh, Bell has their little flex deal going on. Mm-hmm. These all these helmets and and the price is high on these helmets. Let's face it, from yeah. five six years ago, prices are high. But mm-hmm. you're seeing these guys Nash and all those brands I just mentioned, like they're more than just putting some styrofoam in there and a you know an EPS liner and then like an outer shell. Like these things are way more than that. And if you're not doing that, to me, you're missing the boat. You're 100 percent missing the boat because we're learning more about concussions and brain injuries and everything else. And again, if you're not buying a fly, at least you're getting something with MIPS, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if not, get one of these higher end ones that are that are up there in price that actually have some real technology behind it. I, I don't see why anybody wouldn't if they if they can afford it. You know. So. Well, I, I mean, it, Steve, building off that true testimony, my daughter uh, d- dives and she hit her head on the side of the pool two summers ago, and she definitely got concussed, bell rung, et cetera. And we had a MIPS helmet. Uh, and we're definitely excited. Uh, big kudos to Jeff Botsford, and, and he's our guy that, that helps out with my daughter's little team, Team Perfect Storm. And, you know, Fly Racing's behind us, and we're excited to put this helmet on her and to keep protecting her because, you know, as a kid, whether you're doing stick and ball or moto or whatever, as somebody comes through their adolescent uh, growth period, you don't want any kind of brain injury, and we all know that, and you don't need me to say it. No. Yeah. And kudos. what's your Thanks. question for A-Ray? Uh, I have a question for A-Ray. A-Ray, can you go back in the Millsaps time machine a year ago when you were grinding hard? Can you take us to one of your most desperate moments where Millsaps had you on the ropes? You could feel yourself being eaten alive from not – what did you have every day? What, a a cup of black coffee and a green tea shake or something I remember you saying? Uh, No, it was just uh, like I would pretty much just have like a a meal replacement like protein shake. Or with like <laughs> kale, spinach, you know, just mm-hmm. any type of greens or anything that I would put in it, you know, just to fill me up to get me to the next meal, uh, which was, I mean, that or I had like a small bowl salad with like a half of avocado, you know, it was just uh, like, man, I don't know. My, I remember the first day 
I mean, I left <laughs> the the training facility that I was at prior, um, and I and I moved out to California. I text him. I'm like, hey, I'm on my way. He's like, all right, we'll start we'll start Monday. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. You know, that's kind of soon because mm-hmm. like, I'd left mm-hmm. South Carolina. At, you know. Let's face it. He could have told Saturday. you any day, and you would have been like, "That's kind of soon." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd had a hey, week of rest. We're starting like, in ten days. Oh, that's kind of soon. And then we did uh, the first loop. We did where we did like La Cresta. I mean, it's known for you know. I mean, it's a, a hilly loop in Southern California, and like he's going up this this hill like in the big ring of a bicycle, which mm-hmm. is like the harder mm-hmm. harder ring. No hands mm-hmm. on the handlebars, just talking to us the whole time, and and I was straight dying like. It was the first day, like, he's like, man, dude, I thought, like, I thought you were in, like, somewhat decent shape, but I didn't think that you were in, like, just, he's like, dude, you're terrible. Like, we have to start from scratch. <laughs> like, it was, like, first day, and I'm, like, his heart rate was at, like, 120, and yeah. I was at 180, like, just dying. Holy cow. But, yeah. So. You know what? It's, it's, it's cool, though, like, you did all that, and you sacrificed all that, and you got results. a lot. You yes. got results. Like, it wasn't like you were, you know what I mean? Like, you could actually see, like, man. Fuck, that was a lot of work, and fuck, that sucked. But look at, like, I'm in the mains every weekend. I'm riding myself yeah. to, into the front. You know what I mean? Like, you were a different guy, so. Yeah, you well, know, I, I sacrificed everything. I mean, like, I put all the money that I made from 2017 into myself. Like, I mean, I moved to California. Mm-hmm. I fuck, I stayed in a motorhome in a trailer park at Lake Elsinore. sketchy. <laughs> My The guy that was next to me in the other motorhome, he was, like, a divorced guy who was tired of listening to his wife so he just moved in and he had a parrot and a parrot used to like shit all over the dude's back and like he didn't even care he just changed his shirt and then the the fucking (laughs) thing would just shit on him again and it was like gnarly okay and i just i i had no distractions i lived in my motorhome i had a storage unit where i put my workout equipment that i had you know bought for you know you know, with the money that I had made in 2017 and I just, wow. I isolated myself and I just grinded and I, you know, and it, and it paid off in the long run. So mm-hmm. wow. got, got away from Jericho. You got your, away from, away from Jericho. Well, Jericho, he was in it too. Like he was motivating. No, Cause I that's know. when, that's when he was like, Oh yeah, I want to do it too. Like I want to be on the diet program and like, yeah. And he lost yeah. a lot of weight too, but yeah, I yeah. heard, I heard one you trip you, to CC's, CC's. <laughs> one trip I, to CC's and it ruined I, everything. I heard he was doing so good. And then CC's came the end buffet and he was done. He was, was done. It. Yeah, yeah, he was done. It was uh, game over. Yeah. Game, game over. Uh, thanks uh, Nash. Let, thanks for the call, man. Last thing. Yep. Don, Don, always pleasure. You got, got a good factory fill story for me. Come on. What's your best factory fill story? Yes. He loves factory fill. Phil Lawrence. Yeah. Is there another yeah. factory fill in my world? Uh-huh. <laughs> Huh. One you can tell on the air. Well, we, yeah. you guys are cussing. I know we, yeah, we cuss, but I didn't know if there was something about you know, like an orgy or something. Like no, no. Okay. I know. One time he was in the back of his box fan. He's all, "Hey, Don, you want to see my dick?" <laughs> oh no! And he goes, "It's a big one. <laughs> the tip won't, the tip won't fit in a Gatorade bottle." <laughs> oh my! God. I didn't see it right there. Yeah. Uh, he said, "I didn't see it. I didn't see." There it. you go, Nash. Are you happy? Hey, Are you happy? You got your story. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, have a great show. Cheers. I'll see you. Thank you. Oh, there we go, JT. Ending on a factory fill story. Yeah, that was a hell of a story. Hey, J- hey JT. Yes. How, how about sending me a helmet that we could try out and we could review on Swap Moto Live? Uh, I, have a, I have a very good feeling about that happening. Yeah. I'll show him mine pretty right sure now. That, for pretty sure that will be happening this. tomorrow. Okay, well, would you send him just the helmet or helmet, gear, everything to match? So it looks good. 
I mean, it's well, going to look good regardless. I'm just saying that his uh, that you know his crew from Transworld had all that waiting for them that day, but obviously uh, circumstances. <laughs> could I, could that. I get a jersey printed with SlawMotoLive.com instead? <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, I would, a couple guys. I feel, I feel good about your chances. Um, really do. Did, now, did the when you're done at Transworld, like, are they like, hey, everything in this warehouse? is all ours. You can't have any of this? Like, how do you get your bikes out of there or your stuff or anything else um, out of the back? They've back. been really cool. Oh, uh, they have been? Okay. Well, <clears throat> my office looked yep. a lot like this studio. Yep. Um, I didn't go back for a couple of days because it was raining. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, it's funny. We got canned. 30 minutes later, starts dumping rain, right? Yep. So I went home with nothing pretty much and went back the following week and picked up stuff. But there's, I still have stuff down there. And they're fine with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're... They're fine. Right. They got bigger issues. David Pecker and the AI they have, group they have, have bigger issues have, than to think about me. Right. Right. Now. Right. Right. But so, okay. And then all the bikes and all that, you can keep, like you've said, you, you can keep those, the gear, yeah. and like all that stuff. Well, like, the the yeah, Suzuki's right. are sitting there waiting to be picked up. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, actually, I, I, I'll tell you what. I think, I think Wheeler went in there and said, whoa. Yeah. And uh, I, got a, I got a really nice message from Rachel Anderson. She said, hey, we see you're doing swapmotolive.com. Mm hmm. Feel free to keep the bikes for that if you right. so wish. So, yeah. Uh, well, Don made it Good here. People over there. Yeah. How they roll? <laughs> RM Army, bro. Uh, influential media guys too. JT, Davey, and Don, massively influential media people in our industry. Uh, yeah, that goes without saying, right? Right. Right. No brainer. The yeah. coolest thing is when you go through old cycle newses and the archives, and it says by Davy Coombs, by Don Maeda, yeah. or or by Davy Coombs and Don Maeda. I found oh, that yeah. once. I, I sent it to Davy. <laughs> you guys teamed up on a Supercross oh, yeah. coverage or something. Like both of you were the were the authors. It was hilarious. somebody sent me a uh, uh, somebody sent me a s- screenshot yeah. of an interview Davy did with me when he was still newspaper racer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was asking me about how. I got the job at Cycle News, et cetera. Et cetera. Right, right, it's right. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny to see how, where that went, right? It's been a long time, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks, JT. Flyracing.com, uh, VIP program, if you want to get into that. Uh, message us on Pulpamex, and uh, you still got some spots open for that, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a, It's getting getting sold out quick, but, yeah, it's still rolling. Okay. The, uh, the battle against uh, my friends over there rages on yeah absolutely never give up never stop how's how's it going with the with the resting bitch face with that are you are you lightening up a little bit bro it's always i'm always lighthearted. it just looks that way oh it's i got so you. serious yeah. got you got you he used to be jt serious that's what we called him <laughs> so uh well back then it probably was yeah it probably was way too yep. serious back then but not now all right buddy thanks for coming on appreciate it man all right guys all, all right, right. later jt jason yeah. thomas everybody from fly racing fly uh, we talked about Pro Filter and Maxima earlier. Also, two firepower uh, lithium batteries are lightweight; they last longer. KTM factory guys used these years ago. Uh, spending up to five hundred dollars for an OEM lithium dirt bike battery. Oh, I'm sorry, I read this doesn't apply to you. Sorry, I'll just move on. <laughs> Kickstarter. Uh, it's backed oh, by a two-year warranty. Geez. Firepower, uh, go ahead, move forward, ride with Firepower. Uh, they've also got um, uh, Firepower at Firepower Parts on Instagram. Uh, ben LeMay using the chain, firepowerparts.com on the website. Uh, very good quality chain, uh, Japanese quality, quality chain up to 50% less expensive than the competition. Everything Japanese is quality. Absolutely. Don, Don knows. Uh, <laughs> Don, and since you're here, we're going to give away a Maxima oil kit and a Pro Filter kit. Pick two names out of there, oh, please. Two names, two okay. names out of there. Don Maeda drawing out 
now for Maxima USA and a Pro Filter. First up, Maxima Kit. Okay, Colin Fletchell. Colin Fletchell, Maxima Kit. Give me that. Go. Colin Fletchell. All right, good job, Colin. Uh, thanks for entering. And Pro Filter Kit. Dustin Lafave. All right, perfect. P- picked up by Swap Moto Live. Dot com. Right there. Dot com, sorry. Uh, Swap Moto Live dot com. Um, my head at YouTube. All right, okay. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Alex Ray, brought to you by RoostMX here. RoostMX.net. Please check them out. Pulp Nation code. Save money. RoostMX, official graphics of the Cycle Trader Yamaha team. And uh, HeartRaft, bro. Rough. Uh, rough day. Rough but, day but for HeartRaft. he Heart turned Raff. it around. Yes. He's my guy. But let me ask you this. So if you missed two out of the three practice sessions, how much is that fucking with you? Oh, it's fucking with you heavy. Big time? It's big time. Really? Okay. Like, yeah, you yeah. are stressing. You're like, <laughs> holy shit. I like, was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a great year last year. He yep. had a breakout ride, you know, in his rookie year. This year, he's, you know, looking to improve on that, you know. I mean, he's got he's got a good solid team. You know, they just, uh, you know, they had a hiccup. And, uh, yeah. you know. It wasn't it, the graphics fault. No, it wasn't the graphics fault. Nope. Roostmx. Roostmx.net. You know, I, I personally don't use Roostmx this year. Right. Um. You know, uh, we have a we have a different. I'm not saying you company. did. I'm just I'm saying just, I'm it's just brought saying. to you by RoostMX.net. They're okay. friends of yours. I have sponsorship obligations this year, so. You, but you can still be brought by RoostMX.net. RoostMX brought me here. <laughs> RoostMX, <laughs> Christina Denny. Uh, pulp graphics, if you want custom pulp graphics, Ram custom it. custom. Uh, those are that's a nice looking kit. Hey, I I have a Ramit sticker on my helmet, just so you know. Do you? Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Um. So, anyways, uh, Heartraft uh, using RoostMX graphics. He's my sleeper pick on the East Coast. Okay, so he misses two practices. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Comes out, hasn't rode the track a lick. Qualifies, what, top 15, what, 13? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say 10th or 11th. Yeah. Hasn't touched the track. He goes yep. on the track third practice, doesn't know how the ruts are forming. Dude, he's, yeah, he's a good rider. Yeah. Hasn't rode the bike, like, nothing right. all day. And then heat race. Yeah. Does good. Main event, kills it. I mean, what did he get? Eighth? I was very surprised at uh, at how well he rode, considering he missed two practices. So, yeah, he's solid. I think Russo- you, could, you could attribute a lot of that to his Enzo Racing suspension. Mm, yes, it's just stickers <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, for and, me, it's just stickers, I guess. Uh, Michelin Motorcycles, uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com. You like the Starcross Five line, Don? Yeah, you, you, you. I was super impressed with those tires. Definitely over their over their other offerings that yeah, were a little yeah, bit long yeah. in the tooth, right? Yeah, I just awesome. mounted up a set of Starcross on Blue Crew, mm-hmm. waiting to go out. Might go out Wednesday and rip on those things. Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Follow them at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at MichelinMotorcycle.us on Facebook. They are tire experts. They have the same passion for delivering high performance products as you have for riding your motorcycle. Uh, a couple things. Co- uh, Toby Price just won the Dakar using Michelin's. Uh, Michelin has won uh, 36 Dakar rallies That's since nice. 1982. Michelin Scorcher tire range developed with Harley to enhance the motorcycle riding and stab- stability is co-branded with the iconic Harley-Davidson bar and shield logo and have been installed as OE equipment tires on over half a million Harley-Davidson since 2008. Yeah, Michelin. Yeah, bro. Ram it. Uh, <laughs> the Ram it bike. They had Michelin's on there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've won over 400 MotoGP races, 29 MotoGP championships at Michelin as well. So, And Don Maeda loves the uh, Starcross 5 line from, from Michelin. So we want to thank those guys for coming on board. And this also applies to Don. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one <laughs> job industry, uh, number one job board in the industry. Upload your resume for free today. And uh, companies go on MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com to look for some of the uh, top people in the sport, uh, job of the week this week, uh, American Honda. They are located in Torrance, California. <clears throat> They're seeking a qualified, self-motivated. Are you qualified? 
Are you self-motivated? Do you communicate well? Do you uh, value customer satisfaction? Very much so. To join an award-winning service department over down there, uh, perform routine maintenance and repairs on all company-owned uh, motorcycle ATVs, UTVs, etc. For the uh, motorcycle division affairs people, uh, technician looking for a mechanic. American Honda Motor Car- Company is looking for a mechanic. A text Jericho. Check it out. Uh, that's a MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com uh, job of the week, American Honda Motor Corp. So uh, good guys down there. And we thank uh, everybody for coming on. If you want a job, check it out, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. And, um, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to uh, get set up. All right, our final guest of the evening. Uh, this man was just on the show, we realized, the other week. Maybe was it last week? Last week, Bowers was on as well, and we talked about the race and everything else that was going on, and he had some, some of those problems with the line. But this week, more interesting things from Tyler Bowers and uh, in regards to uh, getting the riders together. Bowers, what's up, man? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you. I uh, appreciate you coming on again. Um, so, yeah, you put me in this group text that you were sent out, and uh, congrats on sort of being the, the innovator and the leader in that. I think it's it's badly needed, and I liked everything you had to say in that text. Um, you had a, the powers that be at Feld and AMA decided to meet you on Saturday morning. Uh, Don was there. I was there. Anton, why can't we got kicked out, which is fine. Rightfully so, as I said earlier. But um, first of all, I guess, what was your the, – the Lyme issue that we had in San Diego, like we talked about last week, was the, was the initiative to get things going. But what did you think about sending out that mass text, man? Did you think twice about doing it? Did you wonder how it would go? Did you wonder what the reception would be? Uh, yeah, a little bit. You know, I was I, I had been in contact with each person on that uh, group group text um, throughout the week. Okay. Um, a lot of them actually approached me. There was another top rider that um, received a lot of burns, and he was uh, kind of one of the guys pushing everything. Um, I talked to him quite a bit, and uh, um, we were just it, it, not really about the line. Just we just needed to yeah kind of get together and and kind of mend the relationship between promoter and rider more it was kind of the ultimate goal everybody's getting um sidetracked and caught up with the lime issue which was a big issue but um it wasn't really our main goal it was most more so like the safety of the riders um and in rebuilding the relationship between the rider and the promoter um so like i knew i knew um my motivation for it wasn't going to be um anything that Feld was going to be against or anybody like that was going to be against so um, I knew I couldn't get in too much trouble. So, right. um, yeah, I just wanted to you know, talk to all the riders. And I think it's something that all of us riders have had in the back of our minds for a long time now. Um, I mean, even riders, um, you know, that that have since retired um, have tried to do this for a long time. And, and this was the first time, the Lyman incident was the first time that we had a catalyst that kind of united everybody together on the same page. All the riders um, suffered in some way and then uh you know and then all the teams suffered in, in a way too with the bikes so it was the first time that everybody was uh equally um affected by an issue and, mm-hmm. and i think it was just it was just the best time to get everybody together and, and just sit down for a meeting and i've worked with Mui before back in my arena cross days uh quite a bit and um <clears throat> so i just I, I knew what kind of guy he was and uh, i knew that he would be all for it and, and i think it was just going to kind of open um, people's minds and like i said affect the relationship for the positive don you you made a mention before we got on that you were impressed with tyler you know speaking at the meeting before the before mm-hmm. the ama and feld guys got there you you were impressed with tyler's yeah i i, I was really impressed with the way that he led the meeting mm-hmm. that he uh he made the intro and uh was very he, he was very deliberate with the words that he said uh-huh. and and was careful not to 
yeah. offend anyone. Yeah. Um, Start like ranting and raving. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he was a leader. Um, there you go, Bauer, Maeda. Oh, me, That's me. very, very kind of you. Yeah, it was. I, my, my goal wasn't to be the leader. Actually, I'm a little bit bummed that I seemed to be the leader, and uh, that made me a little bit nervous going into the weekend. Where, like I said, guys were actually contacting me at one point. Um, um, like I said, there was. Uh, another top rider and um yeah why didn't actually, that guy show <laughs> um I, yeah i don't know i don't know if he <clears throat> just doesn't have the balls or uh were you were you a bit bummed look web showed and reed showed uh yeah. sorry a ray you you're not one of those top guys My reed's bad. got balls bro um, that's all i know reed's got yeah. balls but did, were you a bit bummed you didn't get more buy-in from some of the elite factory guys no um you know, if people, you know, if they want to make a change, they, you know, stand to make a change. Um, but rightfully, they're they can be scared and and uh, you know stay back. Or some of them said, you know, like the teams told them not to get in the middle of it. But I think I think people are just misinformed on what the meeting was about. And um, you know, and I guess that's my job now to, to communicate that to everybody is to show them that it's not about going in there and stomping our feet and asking for a shit ton of money uh, because we got you know, our rear ends burnt in, in San Diego. It's uh, it's about going in and rebuilding the relationship between the rider and the promoter and uh, having each other work together, um, the riders being happy, the teams being happy, the promoter being happy, and thus um, pushing the sport forward. Mm-hmm. And if we push the sport forward, it increases revenue for everybody, um, not just the promoter and not just the riders. Um, it's never – if, if Feld's not winning – we're not winning either you know yeah if we don't have asses in the stands then um you know we don't have a place to race um and then the regarding the lime incident it was it was more so i didn't want a lot of people were tossing around lawyers and you know different government agencies and people and and uh trying to get everybody involved um i just wanted to try to sit down and have a meeting and and talk about it and try to get things figured out without all that junk getting involved because I think when it, when that happens, it can um, escalate quickly and get out of our hands. And then next yeah. thing you know, um, Feld might just be like, you know what, this is too big of a headache, and, and close up shop. And then we're sitting here on our hands trying to figure out what we're going to do for the rest of the year. So yeah, um, well, props to uh, props yeah. to Chad and Coop for showing up. I think they deserve to be named, and and good job for those guys. And yeah, I think I think another thing, you know, there was something that surprised me. Um, I knew Tony Alessi was interested. Um, he showed up, which was amazing to me i don't really have a relationship with tony mm-hmm. um, but i thought that was that was awesome of him to show up um vince free showed up too it was great and then um uh, roger de showed up and that uh that's something that blew my mind um <laughs> and uh you know i thought maybe he was just going to show or when he showed up i was like oh he's just going to have his riders back over here you know he's just going to be there making sure coop's not getting into any trouble or right. crazy but uh coop came in on his own sitting on one side of the table and then uh roger came and sat on the complete other side of the room you know at a different time and it was kind of uh yeah it was just to me it was just uh, amazing to see roger somebody at that um status to come in and, and just listen in um and and i hope our our meeting with feld feld wants to do this every weekend and I, i'm trying to figure out a way to make it yeah. um, a little bit more organized and some structure to the group and and i think it could be really good for us to have an actual riders meeting, not a uh, not a riders meeting where we're standing around on the track and don't listen to anything um, uh, the AMA says because it's just repetitive every weekend and um, everybody's in their own cliques. It was actually a riders meeting with the riders and the promoter um, to sit and, and discuss ideas and concerns and, and how to make things better for everybody involved. So I think it was uh, 
yeah, I think I, I just hope to right. improve every week and try to get more teams involved and, and um, also more riders, you know. But I, I also don't want it to get out of hand either. I think there needs to be like one team representative um, from yeah. each team, and then yeah. and then riders only. And there's going to be structure to that as well. You know, they uh, I got to say they do this in Canada. Uh, Friday afternoon, the race is on Saturday. Friday afternoon, the managers all get together with the promoters and they hash out the weekend or any problems that were coming from the weekend before. And it's probably a good idea. And I agree with you, Tyler. Like, just be like, hey, man, we need like three or four privateers and like one team guy and and keep it simple, keep it short, but meet and discuss, talk about issues, talk about what you want to do going forward and all of that. And, you know, later on in the day, the guys that felt had a meeting with the media. Uh, to talk about the Lyme thing and everything right. else. And and we had a pretty good conversation. Were you there, Don? Or no, Anton was. But did yeah, you Anton was there. Um, and at some point, I said, why don't we do more of these? Like, because I, I asked a question about the tickle thing. Okay. I'm like, guys, this, you know, okay, thank you for the Lyme stuff and good job right. on that. And, and, you know, they did tell us that on a case-by-case basis, they could be opening to paying more if a rider can show, you know, that what, what, what went wrong. Um, but I said, can we ask another question? And I asked about the tickle. I said, this is brutal. What's going on? And Todd Gendro sort of explained the FIM and the leadership and people, new people coming in. And they, he indicated they were very pissed off also. And people that were FIM, you know, maybe weren't that, that happy or eager to help out American Supercross racers and et cetera, et cetera. And I left there that I got more of an answer. I got some clarity on this tickle thing. And I've been yelling and screaming about that on here, too. And so we left the meeting, Tyler, saying, why don't we meet with you guys once in a while, a couple times a year, and we can ask you the questions that we're yelling and screaming about, you know? And, and this tickle thing and the lime thing was good, and then we, we agreed, let's let's meet with the media more, too. And Dave Prater was like, yeah, we, we come on site, and we got blinders on, and you guys got blinders on, and the riders got yeah. blinders on, and yeah. none of us maybe are looking at each other and and I, I i think it's a great idea to meet with you guys and then meet with the media every once in a while too yeah, you know? I, ta- yeah. I talked to prater afterwards yep and he said the best thing that came out of that meeting was open doors and open lines of communication yeah and he's like yeah we're approachable yeah we're not the evil empire yeah, you yeah. Can talk to yeah. Us, so. well I, I made a comment don certainly <clears throat> you know this i made a comment about the old management at Feld, not mm-hmm. being this open and not writing, not opening their checkbooks even for this five, whatever you think of this five K, whether you think it's not enough or whatever, that's another story. But no chance, I think, in the old ownership days of Mancuso, Hudgens, and those guys that they're they're being like this right now. Mm-hmm. And they sort of agreed with me. They didn't really say it, but they, they Aries pulling his check out. Oh, Aries got his check right now for five K. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean, Tyler? Like all like whether it's the media or whether it's you guys uh, and them on them. Props to. I think everybody's going to get some communication going. I hope we do anyways. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just what the, the, the step that we need to take. And, and I think, there, you know, there's all these concerns. And, and like Prater said, everybody has blinders on and nobody, you know, we're all so busy on the weekends. And, and that's why, that's part of why this whole, organ, like, writers organization, um, writers slash teams organization has never kind of come together. It's, it's just everybody's got their own thing. Everybody's busy. Um, like you said, in Canada, they meet on Fridays. It's kind of hard for us. A lot yeah. of us, you know. Yeah fly in late whatever there's autograph signings for the factory teams this and that um and then everything you know because it's a saturday they even tossed around the idea of going back to a saturday or a friday saturday um program or two-day program again and like there's all this 
talk of things that just ideas being thrown around and riders have to chime in and this and that. And it's just, um, yeah, communication, you know, we, we rebuild mm-hmm. the relationship with the promoter. As I said, I've worked with Mui and arena cross very uh, closely before. Um, I got to the point where I did, um, every media, um, session every mm-hmm. weekend for the, my last two years in arena cross. I flew in every Wednesday. Um, I did media all day, Thursday on the race, Friday, Saturday. Um, and it was a great relationship and, and, uh, and, and going into it, I was actually bunning heads with Mui, and that's how we opened the doors. I was um, upset because they, they changed the rules, and we were drawing from briefcases and mm-hmm. this and that. Yeah. And I felt like every, everybody was against me and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then when I actually spoke to Mui and we, and we came up with these new ideas, it it actually um, it, it made my contract with my team better even because I was now doing all the media stuff and, and just more publicity. And, and then also I had a better relationship with Feld. I was happier at the races. Um, so I know I know how they work a little bit. And uh, I just know that there's always been, like you said, there's these blinders that nobody talks to each other and nobody really knows what's going on. And, and Feld does want to know our opinions on things and how to make the show better because if, if – they can make the show better and make us happier and safer than, than we get more people in the stands and more, uh, you know, people watching on TV. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a good thing for sure. And, uh, but a Ray, as you were telling me a little bit too, like, and, and Tyler, you kind of alluded to this and I, I'm not calling anybody out. We don't need to name any names, but like focus here, guys. Yeah. Like, Foc- focus on like, what, let's, let's talk, you know? you know, I sat in, you know, I just, I was, I was wanting to listen, you know, to what Tyler had to say, what they had to say, every, you know, but it did get a little bit off topic, you know, yeah. and, uh, and you know, like Tyler's like, I see Tyler sitting there and like, and then you have one guy talking and I'm like, come on, man. Like just, yeah. Like, yeah. Not being a dick, about not it, being but, a dick, yeah. but I'm just saying under my breath, I'm like, God, shut the fuck up. Like for a second and let these people talk and like hash this out. Like they, you know, like, like <laughs> Tyler, you had so many good points, you know, like Chad had so many good points. Coop had a good point. Like these guys had like, had really good input. And then you, we get w- way off in left field a little bit. You know, I was like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, no, it yeah, happens. Like, come it on, happens. guys, like we're trying, we're trying to move forward here, like you know, trying to make this better, you know, like doing all this stuff, yeah. and then, yeah, like, yeah, it, it happens. So in yeah. the future, yeah, got- streamline it and just have three or four privateers, and including you, Bowers, there, you know. So, so well, that's that's not what that's not personally that's not what I want at all. I, I think I think all of us riders, we need to be heard. Privateers, if you never make a night show, I don't care if you're signed up for the race. You need to have some kind of voice. Yeah. And there needs to be some kind of structure. That's why I want this to be an actual uh, group or some kind of organization. There needs to be uh, like it needs to be official, where and there needs to be structure and and there needs to be officials of the organization where certain riders, you know, talk to a certain official, and then that they rely on that official to, um, you know, voice their thoughts or their beliefs or their opinions. Um, but that way we don't have you know a hundred people in a room trying to voice their opinion one by one. We just have, you know, we, we get to the bullet points. And, um, but I, I think, I think the whole point of it is that everybody's voice gets heard to some degree, or they at least feel like they do. Wow. And then a, a lot of the topics get addressed. I don't think, um, you know, it was great. Yeah. Chad Reed was in there. Cooper Webb, factory riders, you know, Cooper's winning races and, you know, leading points at times and this and that. But I, I, I don't think that should be any different than, no. you know, yeah. um, than, than, Alex Ray's voice, you know what I mean, or AJ Catanzaro was in there. Any of any of the privateers that are in there, I think everybody needs to have a voice to some degree, and and everybody had good points. Um, and I think everybody just needs to talk, but there needs to be more structure about it, so we don't just waste time. Are yeah. you are you mad that A Ray took the five k, and will you be taking revenge out on the track this weekend in Dallas? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm hoping not to be around A Ray in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> see, okay, see, see like goes. this, like this is this is where Tyler starts to be a dick. Okay, you know what? Yeah. Fuck you, Tyler. All Fuck right. you, Tyler. Uh, just yeah, turn anytime, my fucking mic off. Just turn my fucking I, mic off. When I see him, yeah, when I see him going the other way in a different lane, I'm just terrified. I'm like, is he gonna like? What's he gonna do over there? Uh, is he gonna hit me? Like what? I literally um, finished two spots behind you. So like, I mean, come on, man. I didn't say I rode good this week. <laughs> Brady, Brady's in the she background. Uh, I mean, um, geez. hey, yeah, hey, Tyler, what is your uh, what's your take on the uh, on the whole lime thing? Um, uh, the offer, it, it sucks. yeah. I mean, I'm still. I had a lot of issues seat bouncing jumps all weekend. Yeah. Um, I'll say that I'm still using my daughter's diaper ash cream. Mm-hmm. Um, that that sucks. My bike is destroyed. I had to take my engine today to get uh, vapor blasted. Um, and it, it sucks, but we know that, you know, Feld and, you know, everybody that was, you know, putting the race on didn't say, hey, let's take uh, battery acid and coat yeah. these riders and just burn it wasn't everybody alive. It would be yeah. so funny. Um, it sucks, but um, it is awesome that they're offering 5K. It's not near enough. Um, but like I said, my whole point in this organization thing, I'm trying to get going or, you know, the communication we're opening here is not to – figure that out and settle an issue with that so if a ray takes five grand i I don't really blame him um i think this can go a lot further than five grand right now you know Mm -hmm. i think this can be a lot better for everybody if you just kind of look into the future um i i personally didn't take the five grand but i also told Nui on the phone that um i don't i wasn't really looking for monetary um reimbursement i was looking for us to communicate and, and things to work out better for everybody in the future. And, and, and then we can address issues like this. And, and, um, Insignap actually brought up at the meeting too. He said, if, if, if we would have had a meeting about the lime before this race, we would have told you guys don't use the lime because it was going to be so freaking muddy. Lime wasn't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like even if the lime hardened up to one jump like face, it wasn't going to make a difference because it was going to be yeah. so wet and sloppy before. And everybody knew that. Like and to be honest, a week in advance. And to be honest, I think um, the lime made the track worse because it's, it yeah. gummed up a lot of the track where the water wasn't. And it yep. just yep. made it pretty much just unrideable. Like in, right. in yeah. some areas. Yeah, and, and and like they they said, you know, they're trying to get people, they're trying to get to the bottom of it. They had this and that, and then people uh, trying to test the the dirt and try to figure out what happened. But it's not rocket science, you know. Any like seventh grade chemistry class can tell you, you know, you. Um, oh, for instance, if you've ever watched Fight Club, you know, in Fight Club, um, a chemical burn. If you add water to it, it's going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to neutralize it. So like adding water to certain chemicals will make it like. <laughs> burn you even worse so that was pretty obvious adding it to standard, standing water wasn't great um it wasn't a good idea um and we if we would have had this open line of communication maybe we could have talked about this beforehand and this is something i have in you know my bullet points here to talk about in these meetings is in which cases lime could benefit you know we know that lime is better at some you know some tracks like this weekend we actually could have used it in some places um and, and but we, it was a closed stadium or closed dome and, and there was no water going to be on the track if that was no standing water at least um so i think we need to have these meetings so we can look in the, in the future and look at things like okay what where are we going to race next week and and what's the dirt going to be like is there going to be rain or whatever should we use lime and then everybody can vote yes you know on the line well, no on the line and then 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 that's already cleared up and then if we get burned alive because we b- voted yes on the line then it's our own fault you know what i mean yeah well, one of us, uh, we were talking about, they better use it in Detroit. 
it's going to be a disaster. Like, obviously, they won't screw it up and throw it in standing water. So I hope the lime comes back. Yeah, has there ever been any issue of lime burns previous to this with with the water issue? I've had issues with the bike, like working <clears throat> as a mechanic. My bikes, yeah, the, my bikes, the linkage yeah. shocks. You know, I'm yeah. just like, hey, shit, lime. That sucks. I got to put more elbow grease into cleaning it. But mm-hmm. I've never heard of a lot. And I, you know what, Red Dog used to say he coughed. A little bit back in the day yeah. at the Lime races, he had a cough. I did too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I did as well. But nothing like this. Yeah, yeah. I said I said last week on the show we talked about it, and um, you know I I I said there was certain races every year, certain venues every year that I have this cough afterwards, or I get the monkey butt real bad, or you know the bike is corroded. For instance, Vegas every year, my bike's pretty corroded there. Um, and and I never knew like exactly what it was. It was just whatever dirt fell in my pants or you know the allergies or something got the cough. But now looking back back on it, it's like like you said Detroit every year. Like the I get like this cough after Detroit because the dust in the tunnel is what I thought. And and they use lime there a lot, and the dust could have the lime in it. Blah 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 mm-hmm. it's in your lungs. Um, so there, there's definitely been these symptoms in the past, but I never knew exactly what it was until it's been so severe at San Diego. It destroyed our bikes. It burnt the hell out of us. And all right, that was for sure lime. And now you can like pinpoint it. So, um, but it's a trade off too. Like like they've felt as stated, and, and we've talked about is is it worth um, you know having rutted triple faces, or is it you know, I, maybe some burns? I say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's, I, it's, I say no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a slippery slope. But yeah, I mean, that's what these meetings are going to be about, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, you know what I thought was pretty crazy is after the race in Minneapolis, yep. Chiz was showing me his wrists, and they're both all rashed out. Yeah. And he said after the race in San Diego, he put this uh, team jacket on yep. and got the the water from his wrists and stuff on it. Didn't wash it, put it back on in Minneapolis. And it was there. And his wrist. One week later. Yeah. My, uh, you were just in your knee braces. Yeah. Right? I, I didn't wash my knee braces. Yep. Um, and they still had a little bit of like mud on them and stuff. Yep. And I wore them this weekend. And, and then got, I, got noticed, I noticed that I, my legs were burning and, I, and they were red whenever I got home. Oh, and it, it actually stung whenever I took a shower. They're, I mean, they're better yeah. now, but it, yeah, yeah. it, it but definitely had a reaction. That's crazy. Yeah. I threw my seat away. My seat from San Diego. I just took the foam and I just threw it out. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you know that the water, I mean, the, foam soaks up so much water even when you just power wash yeah. like you know that stuff's in there and i just didn't want to risk it right yeah probably a good idea especially with your with your sensitive bottom that you have yeah my bottom's real tore up so. yep absolutely uh well hey tyler thanks for coming on man i have a question okay all right you have a question you're mad at him yeah a little bit i'm okay. just kind of pissed off right. um <laughs> well no i mean like honestly like i've just been getting disrespect from you for like the past year and a half you tell me like i'm sketchy uh, you know, like you're scared to be around me, all of this stuff, you know, I mean, we race together each weekend. Um, if you're so much better than me, if you're so much faster, um, why, no, I no, mean, I, never... I mean, I mean, it's just the way you talk to me. You tell me you're that, I mean, I don't deserve to be out there. Um, you've said it numerous times. <laughs> uh, why are you only, why am I only two tenths off of your fastest lap time in the main? <laughs> I, I'm just asking, I'm just asking because I'm honest, I'm tired of hearing it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm two tenths off of you. Like, sketchy or not, I'm only two tenths off of your fastest time in the main event. Whether you rode shitty or not, I could have told you I rode shitty this weekend. I'm just asking you. There's a difference from riding shitty and and riding in control. 
And that's where that's where I'm not telling you you're slow. I'm not telling you you suck. I'm telling you you're a little bit out of control. Well, actually, a lot of it out of control majority of the time. I feel like he's gotten better. I, I feel like it's a cross-run part of it. I mean, I I mean anybody cross-runs. I mean, I've seen Kenny cross-run this weekend. I mean, it happens. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one, no one's I perfect. I'm just saying, I mean, like, call- I ra- I race you every weekend, and I get nothing you but just, disrespect. You just like, want some respect. I just want a little well, bit of respect. Like, to, I'm. Too- I mean, if you want to go there, Alex, you also try to talk trash to me during like track walk and stuff in front of people, thinking you're like hard. But and I just walk away. Because I mean, I, I always we there. always like laugh it cool. off. I'm just saying, like. Yeah, well, just, I just walk away. Okay, so it's escalating. Right. No, no, Ooh. you were talking. I mean, you're 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 mad dogging Bowers, and then so now he's. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, like. So I maybe, race the dude every weekend. Like yeah. he just he just says I'm sketchy and I. Well, suck. maybe he'll stop saying like, you're sketchy I mean, if you stop mad dogging him on the like, track walk. Okay, we had a race yep, incident. We had a race exactly. incident at at uh, Monster Cup. Okay, yep. race incident. I felt as if I was going straight. He cut over left. That's how I felt. Uh-huh. He thought that I was gonna clip the tough blocks or something and whatever. We both crash. Come off the track. Oh, dude, you suck. Like you're scary to be around. Like what the fuck hold, are you even doing out there? Like hold on, Alex. Hold on, Alex. I mean, is that not Whoa. what you said to me when we were riding back to the semi? I did say that to you 100%, but you, okay. you came at me when we came off the track, and you were yelling at me, and I told you exactly that. I told you you're fucking sketchy, and you're squirrely. And going into that corner, yes, you know, you're on the inside, and I said I wasn't trying to complete a pass because you had inside leverage, and I said you're sketchy. You ran into the tough block yourself, and then high-sided into me is what happened. We didn't, we didn't make contact prior to that going into the corner. Um, anyway. I, w- I have pictures so that show that I was not even close to the tough block. I didn't say those things, but you came at me when we came off the trip. I, I, just, I, I, I just said, what I, the fuck? Am I to blame for this, for the for the New Jersey article I did that was well-read by a lot of my readers? I don't even know. Probably. Where he thought Probably. you were Barsha? He thought you were Barsha in, in New Jersey? Oh, he definitely knew it was me. Because okay. he thought that I caused that crash, too. Right. Which I did cause that crash. My front end <laughs> washed out. All right, can, can we? Can we? Okay, can we? Can we? Can we go with this? Don't mad dog him and say things on track walk. Well, I and, say and it then, in a joking. Okay, manner. well, like, he says Yo. you're out of control in a joking manner. Oh, jeez. There we go. I say it to his face, like, Alex, like Alex, I don't think I don't, that we're even around people. I don't. I don't banter, so it's just we won't. We won't do that, and then we won't have any problems. Step in here, Dad, and help help out your help help help. I think we take it to the ring. We take it to the ring. I mean, I don't know about that. I've seen him fight. Okay, that's funny there. Bowers, yeah. I don't know about that. Bowers, but, everybody's hey. not going to take it to the ring. Uh, well, I'm just saying, like, you, like, I mean, you, you, you've said numerous times that I shouldn't even be out there, that I'm sketchy. Like, whenever. You're sketchy. Okay, I get sketchy. I get that. But at the <laughs> same time. Your name's Caddy Wolfis. Like, like, come on. I mean, I'm just like, bro, like. And I ride like a vet rider. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying you, scrub, you like, put like a pedestal like you're just like so much better than me. Like I didn't. Th- th- He's just saying you're. Ske- I don't think he does that. He's just I mean, saying you're sketchy. I mean, I don't know. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just pisses me off. Like every I didn't time know this I, was really going to go this way oh, on dude, the on the air. Like, I just, it just pisses me off. Well, can you guys hug it out or something? Probably. Okay. I don't know. It just pisses I mean, me I'll, off. I'll, it I'll it just gets to a certain point. You got you got your attention. Oh, we talked about you much this whole conversation. Now we just made a whole segment about you, so you should be pumped now. <laughs> just pissing me off. Your cry for attention worked. We got oh, a show. We just give you a whole Here bunch we of- fucking go. Everybody love everybody! All right. Uh, Tyler, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. I think, like I said, what Don said too, 
I think you are to be commended for for that text that you sent out and for helping guys. And and if nothing else, like you said, you don't want you to be the voice or whatever. But if what you did leads to meetings every week, every other week, and sort of a you know, with the guys at Felden AMA, uh, nice work on that. If that if this happens, I hope it does. And uh, and I think again, you deserve props for that uh, for for being the guy that you know stepped up and did all that. So yeah, nice work on Thank that, you. man. And regardless of what he says about me, what I say about him, I think he has good points. I think he's doing something good, and I will be there each weekend supporting what he's doing. Oh yeah, thank you, Alex. It's You're welcome. Okay. Good to, we we should have all those riders there. You know what I mean? Whether we agree. With no, them no, no, no. Not all the riders. That's that's too much of a well, no. Well, I made I made a good point at the meeting. You know, he's he was yeah. talking about getting the riders there, having a set time, and stuff like that. And they send out an email with like the parking list. They send out yeah. an email with with the yeah, like right. the track the map, yeah, everything yeah. like that. I was like, and I just told them, I was like, hey, whenever you guys send that email out, just have a designated room where you go and just say, Hey, this is where like the, like what yeah. Tyler, Tyler yeah. has right. like uh, at, a name not, for it. At right nine 15. We're meeting here for 20 minutes. If you want to show up, yep. we will be there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like right before, right. like whatever time. Walk. Right. Yeah. I, is that what you're, is that Tyler? Maybe what you want to see done? Just like what I said, just kind of. Yeah, yep. absolutely. It's, I mean, Alex, like Alex brought that up and it was, it was great. And like, we talked about that and, and that's, that's, I've added it to my, little email i'm working on here and trying to get this thing rolling Mm -hmm. and and i think that we get to the point yeah you just every weekend you can meet in this room and we'll discuss things um whatever whatever the topics may be things like like we had talked about whoops you know like sometimes like i love big whoops some writers don't like big whoops but if you don't show up to the meeting and you don't voice your opinion on you don't like big whoops and we end up with big whoops that night because Mm -hmm. i was there then you're screwed you know what i mean you don't have to show up but If you show up and, and talk and, and I would, go over these topics. I would hammer on these guys. Why are you changing the track between qualifying practices? Change it Change it after the un, unqualifying time because maybe there are things that need change. Cool, right on. Right. But when you have qualifying practice for all the marbles, for the night show guys, and all of that, and you change the track to make yeah. one session noticeably faster than the other, like what the hell? Yeah. So, yeah. That, uh, that's yeah, 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 that came up. I guess there was. I wasn't at Phoenix myself, but uh, I guess there was an incident in Phoenix. They changed the track a little bit between qualifying sessions, and yep. a lot of guys didn't know about it and crashed or something. So it was. A, yeah, I don't think deal. anybody. I don't really think anybody necessarily crashed. I think it just threw them for a little bit oh, of really? a loop. Yeah. Yeah, I just okay. don't don't do that. But don't do that because if you're not if you're off in one practice or you have a bike issue, and then the the track is changed and you come back out, yeah, and the track you cannot yeah. get a better time because of the track changes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, should never yeah. happen. Qualifying practice should be left alone. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, Tyler, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And like I said, c- uh, good job on all of that. Um, and I think that it was a good thing uh, that you did. And let's hope it. Let's hope it. It continues, man. Cool. Thank you, man. Thanks right. for having me on. Thanks, Tyler. See ya. Yep. See Tyler yeah. Bowers, everybody. Man, that was what? that was uncomfortable. What are you looking at me for? What? It Why you gotta take off? it off? The... Act like you're not impressed. It pissed me off. It pissed me off. <laughs> what? Clearly, it did. I mean, shit. were you just waiting for this the whole time? No, no, I wasn't. But like, I wasn't waiting for that. Like, it's just something. Marks that... got weird. It got weird. Well, I want. That... I want to know what Aries' heart rate was at during while it escalated a little bit. Well, no, it's just like something that he said. I get it. Well, it's like yeah. whenever he I know said what your that, point is. He's like, well, if, whenever I'm in the other lane and I see A Ray in the other lane, like it sketches me out. Like it, I don't know. It just pisses me off because I, 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 I mean I work hard. You, you know, do. like I work hard just as hard as anybody else on the track. It just pissed me off. But he has really good points about the rider co-op. Yeah. 
I agree with everything with that. I just don't agree with what he says about me. Fucking got weird, huh, Don? It got weird. Yeah. I think he's going to be waiting for us at state line tonight. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, EVS Sports. Uh, they are protection. 30 years now, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology. When it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross racers, RJ Hampshire, Justin Hill, Travis Pastrana all wear EVS when they race and ride, or whatever the hell Travis Pastrana is doing that day with his Michelins on, by the way. Check out evssports.com. Uh, gear up like the pros. Use the code PULP19 to save on anything from knee pads or shoulder pads. You've probably used EVS over the you years. You know who else wears EVS? Who? Chiz, the guy that beat him. <laughs> Chiz wears EVS and beats you every single weekend. Hey, he did. You, we, he do does. you need EVS when Bowers comes to see you this weekend? Uh, I don't know, probably. Do you I need mean, some EVS products? I I have Astrid. I'm good. All right. EVS Sports. Uh, Does EVS, do they have like something like a, a face protector? Where yeah. <laughs> so like my, whenever my face gets They have one of those in. iron helmets that where you just see the slit in your eye? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're right. just, well, I'm not, my eyes would probably be swollen shut. I'd look like Don then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> EVSSports.com. Uh, pulp 19 code to save let's go to commercial break we'll come back we got some people on hold uh i got a bunch of questions about transworld motocross and its legacy to go to don maeda we'll talk some specialized btosports.com tweet at travis coming up much more alex ray don maeda steve mathis right back after this all of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Flyracing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyraising.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. 
Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray. Here in studio, Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. 
their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. 
Although the Atlas Brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a pro launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Welcome back, everybody. by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! Monday, February 11th. Been a fun show with Don Maeda from SwapMotoLive.com and uh, Alex Ray. It was fun, Don, until it got all weird there. Yeah, but, it got a little heated. Yeah, but Sorry, up until guys. then it was a fun show. Yeah, I never heard him do anything except joke. Right. So well, I thought he was joking. I mean, yeah. I'm with you. I'm looking at him going... Then at some point yeah, when he's like, I'm, right. I, when he's some it's point fine, when he's like, let's just drop it. All right. Fuck. What about Eagle Grit? That's gonna be around for months. I hope you know that. Should we drop Fuck. Eagle Grit? Are there sound bites from this that you'll replay? One hundred percent. Don't bro me. All right, everybody. Uh, Eagle Grit. 
made for the motors industry by the moto industry. Eagle Grit Mechanics Hand Cleaner is the shit. Uh, Supercross Factory Teams is the perfect shop item for moto dudes everywhere. Complimentary items and more. Eagle Grit can stock your cabinets with great American-made products that outperform the name brand that other people use. It's 2019. Use Eagle Grit. Visit EagleGrit.com. Use the code PULP for 25% off any order. Have you ever tried it? Daniel Blair's thing? No. That's good. Hand cleaner? It's fantastic. Mm. Basically like... Best out there, bro. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, so EagleGrit.com. We thank those guys as well for coming on. WUSA. Grit, grit or grip? Grit. Grit. Yeah. Okay. It's made from real eagles. They capture bald eagles and they squeeze the shit out of them. Oh, it's eagle shit. No, it's it's the blood. <laughs> oh, okay. And they manufacture it into grit. <laughs> Is that bad? Should I keep? Should I, should I quit saying that? Uh, you're gonna I mean, are you going Peter. to though? Or are you going to stop saying? I don't it? know. You're going to get a yeah, call from Peter, and they're going to be like, yeah, oh, yeah, "You guys no, are, I know, squeezing eagles over here." Uh, thanks to WUSA, John Anderson, and the boys down there making wheels for seemingly half the teams in the pits, and they uh, also just will take your OEM wheel if it's square and rebuild it. And uh, Don, you agree with me? John's one of the best people in the pits. Great company Absolutely. to work for. Uh, great company to use, I should say. Hey, uh, you know, you know what they do? That's really cool. Hmm. They could take your stock hub and Cerakote it. Yeah. And then it looks like a works wheel. My 88YZ in the garage mm. has that process. Yeah. It looks really good. It's that mag color. Something about the guys at W, they build wheels better than anyone else. Like, wow. you don't have to break the wheel yeah, in. Yeah. You don't have to keep checking the spokes. You right. Need... They're good. And, and I think one of the misconceptions, we did it. We did a giveaway for a few weeks where just we took, uh, if you sent us a photo of your hammered stock wheels. Oh, that guy that had a big weld yeah, on it. Yeah, a big it. weld on it. Dude. But, but so they don't, you know, people think maybe they just have the talent and they just have Excels and carbon talent hubs that are... Eight hundred dollars wheel set. They don't. They'll just take your stock one and rebuild it and make mm. it better and give you a new rim, new spokes with your stock hub, and that's a low cost fix for your bike that's probably hammered. And they so. make the best tire irons. Do they? Have you seen them? No. So I use most pro ones. W make well. Not, I, what? I don't want to offend Chris Carter Motion Pro, but W makes this. Uh, no, tire, I'm just saying it, I still have my yeah, ones from back but they, in the day. They make a, a aluminum tire iron. Oh, it's a nice spoon. Yeah, but the other side. Has a a wrench on it for your rear axle. Oh wow! And it's not it, you have to use your foot. Yeah. Because but because mm-hmm. uh, it's too short. But it's right. it's big. I yep. think it's a thirty two. Mm-hmm. But then there's a sleeve that you put in, and it turns it down to a twenty two for your front axle. Holy shit! Eh, right? That's great. Hey, that's pretty cool. I didn't know anything about this. NASA. Yeah, no. WUSA.com. If you want to get that, call down there. Mention Pulp Mex. They'll give you a discount. Guts Racing also get data all on board with us tonight and uh, Works Connection next week. Eric from Works Connection will be in studio. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. Great guy, great company. Yeah, very great. Great, great products uh, from them. So, um, all right, um, you want to go? You want to talk some more mountain bikes? <coughs> more mountain bikes? Yeah. Hey, did you know that A Ray switched from an inferior bike shop support support system to Roy Cyclery in Upland? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah just, I made I made the switch January one, dude. Really? Yeah. You know, you know why you really wanted to switch? Huh? Because that's who I ride. With. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah what you I do. wanted to do everything. I, you know, Don. I like Don Maeda. Remember, I was having a problem with my Levo, mm-hmm. and you said take it to Roy's. Yep. So we did. Uh, Kiefer and I were going to somewhere, and we took it to Roy's. He dialed me in, and then uh, I sent uh, Tits Legendary, our Thursday producer mm-hmm, that comes mm-hmm. in. He bought a uh, a stump jumper. What did he buy from them? Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't yeah, know. I think a stump jumper from mm. from Roy Cycle. He got the best price. Shipped even shipped to Vegas. It was better than like what he could find. Yeah, so, man, Mike, I, I'm selling I'm selling bikes for 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 Roy Cycle. Best shop around. Yeah. Mike at Roy's man. Like you know, like 
I take I take my bike there, you know, whenever yeah. it's squeaking and everything. He does a he does a I top notch tune up. I don't really thing. know him at all, but in to- like he knows we have so many mutual friends, that Mike guy at Roy's mm-hmm. and myself. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden he was like, "Hey, do you know this guy and this guy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." I mean, yeah, I got you know, talk to that guy all the time or whatever. Never mind you, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, they're really connected with the motor industry. So really, really good guy. Um, but yeah, Don, I want to thank you because you. I don't know how it happened. Did I say I wanted one? Did you tell you, me to get you, one? Well, you used to ride that. Scott. Scott, right? Yeah, that's Scott well, Mountain Bike. You used to ride it, and you yep. were frustrated with it, and you, yep. it was, you didn't ride it for a while, and, and I was like, man, you need to get on an e-bike. Right. Because. And, and then, so, Kyle Bentley had told me about an e-bike. Oh, yeah. And then, Kathy Tomac told me about an e-bike. Mm-hmm. And then, I want to say, you had hit me up, and I had, had three people in the span of like a month telling me, dude, you should try an e-bike. And I always thought e-bikes were like just the lazy like i just thought an e-bike you'd barely get any exercise i really uh, did i'm no, like it's a it of course breaks down barriers of course it's 100 percent. that's not true but that's what i thought and i had three people tell me in a month and then i remember you were like well hey i know sean from specialized maybe mm-hmm. he'll give you one you know you have a bit of a following and and so you put us together and mm-hmm. got me leave on man i put 600 man. miles on it uh from like october to december 600 miles in your shadow <laughs> former self. I don't you know look about good, that, man. But you look good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so you say you, God, you, dude. you say you didn't weigh yourself before. I never. Right? No, I never did. No. How about clothes sizes? It's going you have, down. You have to have gotten. In. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm down a few sizes. Yeah, I'm like into a 38 now. Mm-hmm. So what were you at before? Like 44? I'm fucking good looking. Fuck yeah. <laughs> You're hey. you're creeping me out with the sexy and Bro, all. Yeah. Hey, it's going down in his DMs, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> um. But no, I don't want so, any part of that. So yeah, the Levo <laughs> thing, like I, I get a little pissed when people on the Instagrams are like, you know, they think it's a giant Stasic, dude. It, it couldn't be further from the truth. My mm. heart rate's from one thirty to one seventy. I've gone on on the show a bunch of it, but but thank you for hooking me up with Sean from Specialized. He seems Absolutely. like a great guy, and uh, man, I love this Levo. And he just, I mean, it's eight thousand dollar bike. He just basically said, hey, here you go. If you use it, I remember he told me in the email, if you use it, awesome. That's all I need. If you don't use it, send it back. Mm-hmm. But he was just like stoked that if you want to ride it, here you go. And I, I mean, and that was cool, man. Like. It's a lot of money, yeah, to to get one of those, and he just yeah. When they sent me one at first, I was like, yeah, it's cool. You don't have to send it to me, but I rode it, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, I like to ride it. I ride mine when my other friends have e bikes. We we'll yep. all go together, but uh, it, it's an enabler. You know, like what the e bike allowed me to do was ride with my my oldest brother is sixty four. Mm-hmm. I think I haven't ridden with him for thirty five years. Yeah, and. I got to go ride with him. He's had a heart surgery, two knee replacements, and we got to ride together. It was the greatest thing ever. That's cool. And then I know Mike from Yamaha has gotten to ride with his dad. You know, Yamaha has mm-hmm. an e-bike, yep. and, yep. and he, so he's gotten to ride with his dad, which is really cool. I mean, I'm just obese. You know, I didn't have a heart problem and all that. Were. But still. Were. <laughs> were. Yeah, exactly. Uh, stand up for the Facebook cameras. Yeah, sure. Uh, people have seen me. <laughs> I, I just posted a photo of me riding the other day, and that's all it was. That's all the oh, comment yeah. it was. So. Um, no, but thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, you and I go way back, and 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 you were like, I think the last straw where I was like, these fucking people in the e-bikes. Like, you know, I, I guess I should try to get one. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I keep hearing about them. So, yeah, it's been it's been f- cool, man. And thanks to Sean at Specialized too for for yeah. doing that. Like, yeah, he didn't. A, I think I've sold a few for him, which is good. But but yeah, he he didn't have to do that. He could have just been like, no, nah, beat it. But uh, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun on it. So, uh, for sure, uh, Transworld Motocross no longer. For now. For now. Yep, for now. For now. But if you got it back, you keep Transworld the name? I believe so. Yeah? Okay. Because there was another title one time mm-hmm. that was folded, and uh, the the staff bought it. Yep. 
and they carried on outside the company. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no problems with that. Um, That'd be good. So let me – got some questions for you for Transworld. Oh, all right. you got paper right I got now. paper. I got all this. <clears throat> I thought we'd go down a little bit of memory lane with Transworld Motocross. Don okay. certainly has been a dean of moto media. Mm. Kit Palmer has him covered, but that might be about it. Mm. Kit Palmer. He was there when I started. So he was in 90. Kit tells stories of, like, running to Holiday Inns to – Teletype or whatever that thing was oh, before faxes. typer Yeah, to, to get the results Horrible. in. I'm just like, oh, my God, Kit. Hustling. And he would just, you know, just shorthand all the <laughs> quotes from the riders. Just like, yeah. fuck. But you know what? Mm. Our jobs were easier then. Why? Yeah, the technology sucked, right? You had this Veritiper. You had to call someone. And you had to go, right? And, the, like, the person on the other line yep. would have one. You go, one, two, three, and you push the button at the same time. Yeah. Our jobs were simpler. I just had to go to the races with a notepad, right? Yep. Type my star in the very typer, boom, done. Yeah. Now now, it's like now a- I got a video, I got a post on the website, got a Twitter, got a Facebook Live, mm-hmm. got an Instagram, got to edit the video, got a photo, photo gallery, yeah. all now, yeah. right? Yeah. Because everybody wants it right now. Harder. All right. Technology's fucked our lives. Uh, all right, here we go. So, um, what's the best idea you had at Transworld? Ooh, the best idea. The best idea. Transworld Motocross Race Series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very popular, right? Yeah. Yep. You know what? Uh, the whole goal was to uh, grow, grow local I think we have some questions for you, by the way, about that coming you know? up. So, yeah. Because, like, dude, you go to Milestone on a week, weekday or a weekend, it's packed, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the races, and there's only, like, 70, 80 people. Like, uh-huh. well, why aren't more people racing? Well, because it's expensive. It takes all day. You know, so what was your idea going. behind it? Just like it's well, getting just, people just in it, and out. Just make it a better experience. Yeah. You know, we yeah. had the first year we came out of the gate with Muscle Milk as a title sponsor, so yep. we had, you know, a Muscle Milk girls walk around giving yeah. away Muscle Milk, and they milk. were hot too. No, no, it was usually like the B team. Oh really? But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but you know, like no transponder fees. Yep. Um, we had the two track system, so the beginners and the first timer people race on the vet track, uh-huh. so it's a little safer for them and less intimidating. Free photos for everybody, a race report. You know, it's just a better overall experience. Like, right now, like the last race, people were leaving and going home by like 2.30 or 3. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the two-track thing. Did you get some of your ideas from REM? No. Okay. Hey, man. I did one of the races. I did a couple of them. You forgot I? your helmet yeah. at one of them. I know that. Yes, yeah. I did. But, uh, hey. All right. Worst idea. Worst idea? Hmm. I don't know. I, mullet? Mullet watch? No, the mullet watch was awesome. I thought you got sued. Yeah, we got we got in trouble, but we didn't lose. Oh, it okay. was just such a tax on my time. I had to de- do depositions and right, stuff. Right, right, right. Okay. But it, was, it wasn't even my fault. It was a reader mullet, right? Some guy sent a picture of this guy with red hair on a Honda, and he had this big mullet, and yeah. I, I, my caption was Ricky Car Mullet. <laughs> and the guy just freaked out and was lying and saying we we're costing him sponsors and oh really oh he's oh, a racer yeah. it wasn't just a guy in the burger king it was a local racer guy yeah it wasn't oh, oh no the, yeah. we never took pictures of people in non-motocross settings i all, thought you did i thought it was just random no no oh, okay. it was always like at the track so what was your worst idea come on there gotta be something hiring <sighs> me no that okay. was good all right uh we i really liked the the video tech tip videos oh yeah that, the bike band ones. Yeah. yeah yeah those were good uh did I tell you I had a guy I told you this story a couple years ago a guy at San Diego was like hey man I love those videos you do 
I'm like, yeah, cool, man. Thanks. I washed him. It really helped me out. I'm like, oh, awesome. Good to hear. He's like, so what are you doing now? <laughs> he had no. I'm just like, ah, I do a little racer X thing. You know, yeah, yeah. He had no idea. Only knew the only knew the videos. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, worst idea. Uh, well, I mean, I still think it was funny, but the whole, the whole Dungey right mechanics mechanics uh, uh survey survey yeah survey yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I thought that was great. Yeah, I got I, I got is on my the the covers on my wall there the red dog one and there it, it was is. in that one yeah yeah mechanic MX mechanic yeah. you did it two years right two years got too many butt hurt people yeah two years uh all right best cover shot oh two stand, you can name a couple two, yeah two stand out yeah. in my mind yeah. one was uh jesse nelson up in the snow at snow uh mountain high uh-huh um we have this little internal cover of the month contest uh-huh and it was it was bullshit because you know the pretty much the magazine with the largest staff would always win because you know they'd all vote oh okay yeah, yeah. as an employee oh vote, i see what right? you mean employee yeah all but uh that was the only time we won cover of the month within our company oh, was really? jesse nelson yeah in the snow and it was pretty cool we went up to mountain high <clears> and uh don wilson my publisher he knew someone that worked up there and we were originally just going to poach some snow on the side of the mountain on the way up but donnie knew this guy we went up there <laughs> they built us a berm in the snow oh, halfway yeah? up the run and yeah and it was pretty sick they rode uh jordan Jordan Powell, mm-hmm. they rode the two of us up on snowmobiles. Oh wow! And yeah. uh, Jesse carved this this berm up there, and it was oh. pretty cool. And the other one is is with uh, Chris, you, Christian Craig. See if you can find that uh, online. We'll post it on our Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other one was Christian Craig. Mm-hmm. Where uh, right after he had won the uh, Phoenix, Phoenix Supercross, yep. I was like, "Hey, let's do a cover shoot." And he's like, "Well, you got to do something different." So you know we. I bought five gallons of gas and five gallons oh, yeah, of diesel. Oh, yeah, fire, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and we know. lit that whole jump on fire, and he scrubbed it. And <laughs> that was the most stressful shoot ever, yeah. you know, because, A, I didn't want him to catch on fire and his bike to <laughs> explode. Uh, I caught myself on fire Did once you really? or twice, yeah. yeah. yeah but uh, a villain, yeah. You didn't actually say the villain? Worst idea, a villain cover shoot? No, that was his idea. <laughs> Still, it was someone's idea. No, he <laughs> called me, hey, I want to be in skin. <laughs> and he's like, I have a jump near your house. And so I I was just along for the ride, man. I wasn't like me going, hey, I know you're leading points. Let's go shoot this photo. Right. Uh, the most trouble you got into, and I don't mean legally like with the mullet thing or just in industry, like industry. Uh, the dungy thing. The dungy thing. Yeah, was that I, bad? Like He didn't talk to me for a couple of years. Just nothing. Maybe more than that. Did yeah. you guys have a hash it out moment where you said sorry? and I said sorry to him several times. Yeah. yeah. Did, it's finally he decided like, hey, I'll, I'll take you seriously or whatever. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Did, did you get involved in everything and all no, that? No, oh, no. That's was, what I'd heard, was, I thought. But. No. no it was just, uh, best rider to deal with? Hmm. Please say Tim Perry. Please say Tim Perry. <laughs> you know, like Nick Way, I'd say. Yeah. He's, yeah. He he wrote a column for us. He's He's been so helpful in so many ways. We did a movie with yeah. you know, a How to Ride video. Yeah. Um, as, a, as a dad, he's been very helpful with the race series. Yeah. Um, He's just an awesome guy. I love being around him. Worst rider to deal with? Wow. I don't know. I mean, Chad was pretty gnarly for a while. Yeah. But he was unhappy in his... Didn't Porcel cover go sideways? Porcel? Cover? No. Oh, okay. Porcel. Porcel was cool. (laughs) He, he, He... I shadowed him at Washougal once. And uh, we did that shadow video. Yep, yep. And at the end of the day, it was really cool. He did he did great, and he was fun to be around. But I go, all right, I need a conclusion from you. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, it's like, oh, well, hey, 
thanks mm -hmm. for watching the Transworld Shadow. It was yeah. fun. And he goes, okay. And he goes, eh, it did not bother me that you were around all day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, best employee? Anton. Worst employee? Oh. You don't have to give any names, but is there a oh. guy that you remember? <laughs> yeah, there's a guy. He was, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, he was just gnarly. Like he, uh, he was super <laughs> negative. Mm -hmm. Dragged his feet around the office, complained about everything. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. bad. Okay, how long did he last? Uh, I think a couple of years. Because it wasn't easy to fire people in a in a corporate no, setting. It was not. It was not. <laughs> Don plants a bunch of cocaine in his desk. <laughs> um, what would you do different? If you could. What would I do different? Yeah. I would not have gone to work on January 30th. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, Just yeah, you, you think if you never showed up, they never would have. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he wasn't here. Yeah. Oh, well, we won't, we won't can the magazine. We'll just keep it going. He didn't yeah. show up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it, it was a great run. I not mean, invite David Villeman? <laughs> no, that, that was not my fault, man. <laughs> not release those McGrath photos? That was previous magazine. Oh, yeah, right. It's, yeah. We're, yeah, we're talking transport. Yeah. Um, what are you most proud of? Mm. I, I mean, I guess all of it, man. It's, yeah. been, it's been a hell of a ride. I, I've enjoyed every single moment of it. Um, I wish we, I, I wish we had gone to 20 years, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully we will. Yeah, maybe you will, right? Yeah. Um, we tweeted out we got we tweeted out that cover on pulp, at pulpamexshow. dot uh, com. I'll uh, I'll retweet it right now. Jesse Nelson. Jesse Nelson one. Yeah. Yep. Um, I got a guy on the gym is on. Uh, Jim, what's up? You want to talk about this dungy deal with Dawn? Yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit? And then I got. Uh, Quick question. After yeah, go that. ahead. Oh, so, so we we did a uh, a feature called Mechanics Confidential, where we came up with I think I think it was ninety nine questions, like everything from like I was in it one year. What's what's yeah. the what's the most unreliable part on your bike? What's uh, who's the who's the cheapest rider to work for bonus wise? Yep. Who's Chad got who's, that one year? Who's got the hottest wife? Right. Right. Yep. Nicole Way, like three time right. champion. Yeah. yeah. Undefeated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But uh. We had a question like, there's been rumors of a gay rider for years. And there was. There really was. It wasn't, yeah, you didn't make yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Who would your guest be? And Dungy won by 100% of the vote. Every, oh. every single mechanic said Dungy. And so I, and, and, and we used, every time we'd list somebody, we would use a quote from mechanic to elaborate on yeah. it. And so the quote I chose was, I know he's not, but Ryan Dungy would be my vote. And I put that in there. Yeah, because yeah, you were like, I'm trying to soften this a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, you know, then my, my art gotcha. director, Lewis, he, that was when Dungy had those, like, frosted tips, and he's on his 250 Suzuki. Yeah. We, right. uh, we, we took that photo, and we kind of glamour-shotted it, made it some filters So and two stuff. years he didn't talk to you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a while. Backstreet <laughs> Boys, yeah. Can we stir the pot in Bowers and Erie a little bit? I mean, what would you think, Jim, of that whole thing? Oh, I don't know. I think Bowers is a little busted. So you're sorry, Aries you're riding, your team A right? I think Aries riding a, a little bit, or definitely as good as him, or close to. I with mean, all due respect, with stuff I mean, I'm, equipment probably. I mean, I'm definitely right. I mean, I'm not saying Speaking that. I mean, hey, I mean Tyler's an amazing rider. He, I mean, he's been he's been doing 
this I mean he's been doing good all year. I mean he's I don't think that I've ever beat him, honestly. Um but I don't know, I was just your case. Well, I'm just saying, like right. I mean it it still doesn't give It doesn't need to, but yeah. I mean yeah. Radio. Just, what's, yeah. What's his bike uh his bike compared to yours? What's his bike deal or uh, he got he's got some factory, factory stuff. Factory suspension. Yeah, he's got some factory stuff. Yeah. Engine or but, I mean that's listen. Yeah, they, I think they both need to just not make jokes to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but don't. But do, I feel like I feel like he's had like the always has the tough guy act or something. Anyone who acts tough typically isn't right. Well, Ray didn't want didn't want to box him. So no, I mean he's pretty sure, tough. But, I mean, I mean I personally know him like you know what I'm saying though. But but yeah. at the same time it's just like. I mean, I don't know. It's just don't put me down all the time, you know. Like, I mean, he, I, I work just yeah. as hard as anyone. I get it. That's he, just he, that's just where I'm at. He's the bear. Yeah, he's the do? bear. Um, thanks, Jim. Good stuff. Yep. Thank you. Raining yellow. I think the reason why he did so well this year was that. Hey, Mocha I want to say that segment with the two of those guys made me more uncomfortable than Kiefer talking about boners. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I don't like to that's hear right. about boners. Boners? Well, Maybe I, I do. All right. Uh, hey, did anybody's wiener get burned? Uh, yeah, ending yeah, that ending that shaft was in bad shape. Colt, they got shafted. Huh? Colt Thompson, Colt, Colt Nichols, Colt Nichols. Sorry, Colt yeah. Thompson. Oh, man, fuck, did I say that? Colt got a TV burn. Yeah, that's terrible. Sorry to hear that. Uh, hey, I got a question for Don though. What's up? How fast is freaking Coors Light guy? He's he's fast, but he makes A Ray look like uh, oh boy, here we go. Like Wyndham. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's I'm, gnarly. Coors Light's now, fast. He, he, doesn't, Light he doesn't. He doesn't give a fuck. He pins it. <laughs> he pins it. No, no, he doesn't give a fuck. He pins it and he, and he stopped crashing because he quit drinking between motos. This is the there pool we guy. Go. Well, yeah, that's pool guy. Pool guy. Yeah, Coors Light's awesome. Yeah, he crashed in that front of me at the. Cool. He crashed in front of me at the two-stroke national, and I may or may not have run over his head. <laughs> oh. Uh, thanks, Randy Yellow. Can't scratch the helmet, dude. So Justin Hill's talented as all get out, right? We know that. Yep. Incredible. But I'm not necessarily a fan of the guy, the, this buttery guy, right? Entertaining, but Justin Hill's hanging out with this guy. If you're hanging out with this buttery guy, you're probably not doing the right thing to win a fucking race. I don't know. Yeah, I can't speak. I have no idea. I don't know who this buttery guy is. So, all right, buttery, all right. Buttery you guys have, yeah, buttery's but, a nice but, dude. But Hill needs to figure this out. I did, exactly. a, I did, a, I did a podcast with J Bone last week or two weeks ago, and you could tell J Bone was pretty frustrated. He's getting paid. Hey, is it to me or him and his brother Stone twenty four seven? I don't no, know. No, no. I mean, dude, Justin Hill. I mean, we ride at the same track. He comes out to Suzuki all the time. You know, he has a trainer. He trains with Seth. Like, they have a very strict program. He trains with Seth? Yeah. Okay, I need to call Seth because it ain't working. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, I mean, I don't know, but I know. Now, I know that, the I'm the king of, now that I'm the king of fitness, I'm going to. I mean, gonna... I know the guy's working hard. He's not He's not just fucking up. He's not. You no. know, he's not. Yeah. He's not in shape. He's tired. Watch the races. Dude, I well, can, I see that guy do a 20, no problem. Just click off laps. At the, well, at the races, the ones that I watch, he's tired. All right. I'm t- I, honestly, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I. He's seat bouncing. His aggressiveness is gone. He's slow out of the turns. He's slow into them. He's tired. I truly believe the key to life is self-discipline. That's why I think Alden, you know. Yeah, you seem to have a lot of self-discipline when it comes to James Stewart, Randy Yellow. You seem to have a lot of self-discipline with that. 
Well, hey, he, that's just how good the guy was. He could do stupid shit and still be right. James Stewart. We got to go. See ya. Uh, Jason, you want to back A-Ray? Yeah, A-Ray. Um, Here we go. You know, I, mean, just... I, I totally get your point, man. I mean, you, you're trying to promote your professional career, you know, in front of everyone. And, you know, if you guys were out riding and you got sketchy or some shit, and, you know, I could understand bagging on, on your boys and shit, but just, you know, uh, to to bag on somebody when they're trying to promote their you, career. You know what I was saying, yeah. though? You know what I was saying, Jason, was that maybe – Maybe we, and mostly Marks, needs to look in the mirror and stop making fun of A-Ray for crashing or being sketchy. Because we, pro- yeah. we are propagating this propaganda. Yeah, it could be. Because I, 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 feel mean, like I, yeah, I feel like I tweet about it. I feel like I talk about it. It's out there. No in wonder the, he was you know, riding your ass today on the, on the Evo. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was trying to make me crash and get sketchy. Yeah. So thanks, Jason. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, man. The main thing, like, uh, I mean- Marshall, hold on. Marshall, so last week, Chris Kiefer was in. He yeah. said, he said, I'll, t- I'll tell these guys, Kiefer wants to get friends. He th- he thinks a cool game to play. Am I right so far? No. Mark, stop me if I'm wrong, Mark. Oh, yeah. it, it, it is not. not Ke- I, I, I'm not with about the wall this. of Kiefer, I've got it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, Marshall. Yeah, no, I want to, I'm getting this. But. Kiefer thinks a cool game to play would be to take photos of all your friends' faces and all their cocks, and then and then have the wives try to match the cock to the to the friends' faces. Mm. Marks, am I getting any of this wrong? No, yeah, you're you're spot on. He thought that would be a fun game. Okay, so this is the guy we're dealing with. Chris Not Kiefer like this right would now. be interesting. This would be no, this would be fun. Yeah. Fun. And, and, okay, so that's that's what we're dealing with. So Marshall, you have a spinoff on his on his wall of cocks. Yeah, so the spinoff is, we're going to call it the Twats at Travis. Every woman, chick, whatever, can tweet uh, Travis their twat, pictures of their Twats, and then he can match them up to their faces or whatever. I feel like in Me, Too, in Me Too moment, we would be done. We would, <laughs> we would be done. We'd be off the air. <laughs> It's not going to happen. Sponsorship would but, pull but, out. But, but, but I mean, well, honestly. Well, yeah. I, uh, you, would you rather uh, play the Wall of Cox No, I don't want to play either. I don't want to do either. I just want to have a motocross show. <laughs> I talk about racing. That's all I want to do. That's it. Yeah, I don't want to have hit a motocross any of that. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thanks well, for the thanks, call. A-Ray. Thanks, A-Ray, for killing it uh, in my fantasy league. Uh, you're uh, giving me good points every uh, every time I've been picking you. You're welcome. And I'm second second in the championship league right now. Oh, nice so work. Oh, good, good job. Good job. Well, if you would have let Seven Deuce Deuce go, Se- that would second. That's well, I didn't uh, pick that son of a bitch. He he screwed me too many times. Oh, so. uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Second place is legit for sure. Hey, what are you at, Steve? Right now? Oh, I was fifty seventh. Ooh, I am no longer fifty seventh. Well, this guy, he's second. He's in the hunt. Ride Engineering. Ride Dash Engineering dot com. <laughs> New revised spec for 2019 CRF 450 pull rods. So the 2019 CRF 450 is different, uh, a little bit. Like, we're not going to be able to get through this without the mic's off. Okay. So a little bit different specs. They've revised their pull rod specs to match the changes Honda made to the 2019 suspension. The new link will help traction on, and on acceleration, allow the rear to stay more planted on corner entry, and it will improve handling as the forks can be lowered to balance the chassis. There's added confidence to ride aggressively. 
Improvements are noticeable with stock valving or revalve stuff. So uh, please check them out. Recommended SAG 103 to 105. And uh, Keith, Chris Kiefer has tried these and likes them. The ride, uh, the Moto Concepts Bullfrog Spas team is also using this. Ride-engineering.com if you want to get a set. And use the code PulpMX-20 to save at rideengineering.com. Am I good to turn the mics on? Okay, all right. We're all behaving now. That's very good. Good to hear. Thanks to those guys at uh, Ride Engineering. PulpMax-20 is the code to save. John, you want to talk to A-Ray? Yeah, yeah. I just want to tell A-Ray that, you know, he he's kind of earned his reputation. I mean, I watched him at High Point when he was when he had the short stint with, with Factor Yamaha coming down the hill at, at High Point. And just basically clean out a privateer for no reason. Oh, that guy. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. I do remember that guy. That guy was mad at you, dude. (sighs) Yeah. This (laughs) seems like a hometown fan, too. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Well. Yeah, that guy gave me the finger for like two laps after that, huh? (laughs) He was very angry. Well, I'm just saying, you you want to say, you you know, you've kind of earned a reputation. I I got 11th that um, moto. Pardon? I got 11th that moto. That was good. That was a good race. Well, I mean, you, you, you factor Yamaha. How long did that last? It lasted about four months, around three, three, four months. Well, he was never going to get hired full time. It was a replacement yeah. ride. That's what it was. Yeah. But, and listen, I, you know, I, I, I'm not like saying I'm an A-Ray fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I oh. mean, he, he, he's definitely earned that reputation. Oh. I, I think that the Bowers just calls him out on it, and that's what makes him mad. All right, John. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for weighing in on this. Jeez. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, cool. hey I back you. I mean, it's fine. I mean, people are entitled to their own opinion. It's fine. I ain't worried about it. Derek, what's up, man? You want to talk about Chris Kiefer? Well, uh, yeah, I listened to his Andy White podcast the other day, and he was talking about the KTM days. And he said, I had to rewind it like three times. He claimed his no-link KTMs went through the whoops better than any bike ever. He's an idiot. And I'm... Yeah, he's an idiot. Best tester. He's a great tester, whatever. He is a great tester, but he's he's, he's missing the mark on this one. Well, it was probably the big boy was pulling hard. Exa- yeah, exactly. Right? He was killing it compared to other bikes because he had 30 more cc's than any <laughs> other 125, so he wouldn't run out near the end of the whoops. So then, yeah, exactly. so then he thought it was his suspension, but it was actually his big bore. So that, uh, that was all I had. No, Derek, listen, I'll tell you. I was there for two years, and for two years, we watched our riders almost die in the whoops daily. We we they flew in a guy from uh, Holland. To, from WP, he came in, he was like looking at it going, I don't know what the problem is. This is good valving. This should work. And we're like, it's right there, bud. <laughs> right there. It's not working. So I'll tell you, we tried hard to get those things to work at the whoop. So Kiefer's, Kiefer's on drugs. Yeah, well, everyone who wrote him has the same opinion, right? Right. Like, so. it, he's the only person I've ever heard say it. That's yep. why I figured I'd bring it up. Right. Thanks, man. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Best bike ever ridden, tested at Transworld Motocross. Derek's call just reminded me. Well, are you talking about ever, ever? Because, I mean. In your Transworld, 19 years of Transworld. The the, mo- two, the bike you were most impressed with. 2019 Kawasaki KX450F. Really? Or no F. No F, yeah. yeah. They F. Really? Well, yeah. I mean. Okay. Worst bike. Ooh. Night 97 CR250. You can't say that because it's pre-Transworld. That's pre-Transworld. Oh. Oh, since Transworld. Huh? Any of the KTMs with no linkage or four CS forks? Yeah. Horrible. Why did you never get a leather jacket with Maeda on the back? 
What do you mean, like the RS Taichi jacket? Yeah. Oh, I had two of those. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you should have got. I should have saw you wear it more often. The one like did. like the ones like Chicken used to wear. Yeah. Oh, sick, right? Yeah, they were. I sick. seen him in Trader Joe's the other day. Really? Yeah, I didn't acknowledge him, but I knew it was him. Chicken left in a Porsche. Check out my Jeep. boat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's chicken right there. Hey, did you see chicken at A1 and no, the Lamborghini? Heard, yeah, I heard it was his Lamborghini, yeah. 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 Dude. And then I heard he whooped everybody at A2 Amateur Day. <laughs> he raced <laughs> yes. features? Yes. Oh, wow. And he killed everyone. Chicken was back. Gosh. Um, Taz attack. Don Maeda brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com. Official Sprockets. Monster Energy Yamaha crew and bars, also V3 bars, 29% stronger than the competition. I want to thank the folks at Vortex. Please check them out. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. If you need bars, sprockets, they can dial you in uh, any size, any color, and uh, 7 eighths bar to the oversized bar, whatever it is, Vortex Racing will have you dialed in. Thanks to those guys. They've been on, on our pods for a while. Um, give me a short story. We're almost done here. Give me a short story about your days at Transworld. A short story. About, ready? <clears throat> Brian Swink. He wasn't racing when we were. He wasn't, but do you have a story? Uh, I don't know. He was, he was always super cool to me. I liked him. Mike Craig. Oh, Mike Craig. I he wanted to mountain bike with me Mm -hmm. a couple months ago. Oh yeah. And uh, he twittered or Instagrammed a video of himself at Skyline, talking to the camera, saying, "Hey, Don, sting right here." I'm practicing. I'm getting ready for Skyline. I'll see you here at 7 o'clock Monday morning or whatever the yeah, day it was. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, he brought several of his uh, students, uh-huh. one of them being Rene Gar- Garcia, who uh, I kind of met for the first time that day. But anyway, we all started off at Skyline, and I didn't see Stingray after, like, the second turn. And we all went up to the top of the hill and came down the hill, and and he, like, left. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Done. I don't know. Gone. Uh, RC. RC. Uh, has to be Transworld days. My favorite RC story is when he was at Split Fire. I was at his house, and during the day, I, I saw him. Uh, I saw him. I saw him eat like a whole box of those uh, Rice Krispie treats, <laughs> uh-huh. and a whole you know that big tub of goldfish that's like. A giant milk crate. Oh yeah, yeah. He ate that whole thing, and on the way home, hey, he got a uh, he got a, a twenty piece chicken McNuggets on the way home, <laughs> and powered that down and said, "Don't tell my mom." And then we got home, uh-huh. and his mom made his big dinner, and he ate the whole dinner. But then he ran on the treadmill for like an hour. That night. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gnarly. Uh, MC, give me an MC story. <laughs> MC story. Uh, <laughs> the gnarliest photo shoot I've ever done in my whole life was uh, at the sand pit. On uh, Railroad Canyon, right where the Walmart is now, it okay. was it was Jeremy and Button, and they were just like chaparral days. Yeah, yeah, shoveling up sand, and I'm like, w- "Where are you gonna go?" And he goes, "I'm gonna go to the other side down there." Like, yeah, no test runs, anything. Yeah, yeah. burp, big whip or knack knack. Yeah, and he had to coax Button through a lot of it, but Button did them all too. Really? But it was just, yeah, it was one of those days that's like I'll never forget. Mm. JS seven. JS7. <laughs> Look at it, right? <laughs> Dude, so much of JS7, but yeah. you know when when Ross uh when Ross got hurt, mm-hmm. uh it was right around the same time we we're putting James on the cover of an issue. And uh of course he wanted a portrait on the cover. He didn't want to be 
riding a bike. Oh, was that his deal? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we worked it out. So we did a split cover. So one was newsstand, one was subscribers. Uh huh. But the portrait we shot, he really, really wanted to wear a Rossi shirt. To, oh yeah. To support my brother. Yeah. And I thought that was so sick. So we shot two just to be safe. One with a Nike shirt, with a Rossi shirt, and he was really pushing for the Rossi one. But his agent ultimately said we had to go with them. Really? Nike shirt. But ah. I, I just thought that was such yeah. a cool sentiment from yeah. that guy. You still talk to James a little bit? Here and there. Yeah. yeah we text a little If it's about family, yeah. being how cool is being a dad and stuff. Right. He don't answer me if I talk about coming on coming on a Swap podcast. Swap Moto Live. Or, Think about, <laughs> or, hey, or, you, you got to get some views at Swap Moto Live. Like, that, that, there you go. Yeah. Time yeah. to call in some favors. That would be the one. Yeah. I, 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 I hear that there is a, uh, there's a James Stewart tell-all video yeah i've, I've seen I, a I, proof I, of it i heard it was supposed to be dropping by anaheim and i don't know what's going on but as yeah. usual with that it's yeah just in it's rumors floating in the mist i saw i saw Jeez. part of it did you okay it, so when's it coming out i don't know yeah seems pretty good. i guess he talks about chad and you know, everything in it it's a yeah. big pretty big pretty big deal so i can't yeah. wait to see it i've yeah. been hearing about it for a while so that'd be awesome i'd love to see that Oof, um he was awesome too mm. travis Pastrana. didn't really interact with him a whole no. bunch yeah um he was just psycho. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, I, man, I don't know if my memory serves me right, but I think I went to the first ever freestyle contest out in Utah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like one of those, uh, like kind yeah. of a blurry weekend. You right, know, right, you right. Know what I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember Travis was a. I think he was still an amateur. Yeah, and he won that thing. Um, BTOSports.com tweeted Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com. Uh, you you like those guys down there, too. They've been yeah. good guys over the years. Uh, use the code PULPAMEX. When you check out, put it in the notes section or call down there. Mention PULPAMEX. Uh, They'll give you a discount on your order. Uh, whether you need anything for your bike, your body, UTV, dirt bike, ATV. Mountain bike. Mountain bike. Don used to have a three-wheeler. So if they have anything for Jimmy White or for or for or any of that, Don can. He was looking at three wheelers hey, on the way dude, here. This guy is fucking like. He's like like eight grand hey, for this Cali. He has no shame right about his three wheel hey, past. Hey, None. No shame. No shame. I'm proud of it. You loved him. I embrace it, man. I am really glad because like, like those for a while you were posting some old photos and then you would tell a story on Instagram and they were fantastic reads. You yeah. should do more of them. You know, around around. Uh, New Year's, I was really close to buying this three-wheeler that showed up on my Facebook marketplace. <laughs> it was a it was a Cowie, the same one that I raced on yeah. blue, but it was all original still. It still had the stupid headlight No up way, top. really, huh? And the only- 82? 83? It was 80- What are those Four. Okay. It was 84. The only bad thing is like the idiot who had it, the fenders were faded, so he painted them green. Yeah. So it looked, it looked like shit. Right. But I was looking at it, and it was all original- I was almost going to buy it right now in this position I'm in right now. I'm really glad I didn't buy it. <laughs> and he was looking today? Yeah, no, he was, no, no, no. I was, he... just, I was just admiring some restored three-wheelers, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude. Hey, three-wheeling's a good feeling, brother. <laughs> oh, jeez. You did look good, though, like good JT look. Like you, your look was strong. Yeah. yeah you I, just I, were on I, a three-wheeler. rolls up with a four-wheeler. He's like, hey, man, check out my ride. He's like, no, nah, man, you need to lose a wheel. You lose a wheel, yeah. bro, and then we'll talk. Yeah, don't, don't need no Jimmy White was your hero. Yeah, dude. When I, I I was at the indie trade show, when the indie trade show was a big thing uh -huh. still, and yep. we used to go all go to that that mall that had the bars up top. Yep. 
I'm sitting there and I'm like a few cocktails in. And I like look <laughs> and I'm all. This was like a factory Cali rider, A Ray, back in the 80s. Yeah. He three was the guy. first factory Cali rider. Fucking style. <laughs> so much right? style on a three wheeler. So dude. much style. Oh, dude, open face JT helmet, mustache. Just so, drowned so. it in the puss, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I saw him at the bar and I. I <laughs> was I, he working for Cali or what was he doing? Uh, I thought he worked for Cali for a while. He was the Cali quad team manager for a while, but I okay. think he was working for like a a quad accessory yeah, company yeah, at that yeah. time. But uh-huh. yeah, I, I almost peed my pants. <laughs> I was so pumped. Yeah. And I, I gooned out so hard when I met him. The next week, he sent me a jersey and an old autograph stuff. No way. Yeah, it's a, it was on my Dude. wall. Don, Don <laughs> love three-wheeling, boy. Oof. Jimmy White. Uh, I did the same thing. Like I would do the same with Rollerball, though. Like I remember the first time I met Rollerball, mm-hmm. he was probably pretty down on his luck and sh- things hadn't been going good in his life. I don't think he kind of went off the wagon a little bit. and. Mm-hmm. I was like, he was probably like, who the fuck? I'm like, just fucking, I can't believe I'm talking to Rollerball. Like, I was just, you know what I mean? Because I yeah. was such a little kid, and this guy was just the man. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, he probably thinks I'm crazy. Like, he's getting punked right now. Because no one talks to, like, no one's talking to Rollerball anymore. Yeah. Right? And no one gives yeah. a shit, right? And there I am, just like, dude, you were awesome. You were so amazing. So, yeah. I can relate. It's not the three-wheel. I was that way with K-Dub. Yeah? The, growing up, like, just watching K-Dub ride, it was just, he rode so seemed like effortless uh effortless effortlessly yep that uh i don't know i just i just caught on to it and i i really liked it a lot is that how you formed your style no no <laughs> i i got a lot of my my stuff you know from my dad and uh i mean my dad he was a great rider you know but but the gas is either seen, on or it's off you've seen his dad of his photo of his dad like back in the day with his sh- like his shirt unbuttoned and stuff and like dude Dude. He he pulled some fucking chicks. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, show him that photo. When you... All right, I'll show him. Well, photo. yeah. Um, okay, so all right, BTOsports.com. These questions are submitted to at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter. Guy in the corner there, way over there. Uh, picks through him, asks the best ones, and uh, we got some for you, Don, for sure. All right, Marks, let's do this. Uh, we'll start with this one from Charlie Worthy. Where is Josh Grant? Is he officially retired, or is he looking for a fill-in ride? Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's uh, he wants uh, he wants a ride. Look at his dad. Look at that, dude. Dude, dude. <laughs> on the right, on the uh, no, on the left. Oh, with, yeah. the, with the unbuttoned shirt. No, the other one. Oh, the other. I thought there was wait. one with a button button shirt. Oh well, yeah, that's his cousin Lucky. That's oh. his name, Lucky. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bet he got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Both of them, dude. So, um, uh, JG, JG, I think he'll ride. Right? Somebody calls him. Yeah, dude. How about how many races he just killed in the off season? Yeah, he made a lot of money. Yeah, but uh, no, I heard that they called him for the BTO ride. Yeah, they and did. He wanted yeah. six grand a weekend, and they he wanted a ton of money, and then he wanted HLTN on the bike, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, no, that's not going to happen." So, uh, yeah, so he he could be like getting the running for a spot if it comes open. This one's from Dane Amsoil guy for Dawn. What is the future of and time frame of the Trans World Race Series resuming? Well, um, as I've indicated before, we have. Uh, we're in the process of trying to acquire Transworld Motocross back from AMI. Uh, right now, all the cards are in their hands. But can't you just do a race series, Swap Moto Live race series? You have all the <sighs> – you just step in and just do it. Yeah, no? but you know what? All, all the, oh, whoa, the headset's whoa, gone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Sorry. All the, uh, all the assets belong oh. to AMI. So. Transponders, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah so okay. it's, not, it's not that right, easy. Right. But uh, we've got dates booked for the rest of the year. We've got great sponsors lined up. Um, hey, I just I just need the keys, man. We're we're back up and running. 
This one's from Fender Bender. A Ray, who's the fastest rider you've been able to keep pace with during training, and can you make a top ten on a perfect night? Um. Let's see. I don't know. Um, I mean, I've been doing a lot of motos by myself. I did. Uh, I did a few. Actually, you know what? Before Monster Cup, I did a few with uh, with Billo at Milestone. I couldn't keep up with him. I could not. <laughs> that does there, not answer. The well, question. I started. Well, I started. I started first, and there was. Um, and then I guess he gave me like a ten second gap whenever we would do like. Like our tens, we did like three tens, and like he gave me like a ten second gap or whatever. There was twice where he didn't catch me, which I was stoked on. I, like I went home and I was like, "Holy fuck, that was badass!" So, <laughs> what about RV? You got a story about RV? You were probably like you and I were probably the cl- closest media guys Dude, to him. I he think. was so sick. Like, yeah. like my guys would come back to the to the office Monday, and I'd be like, "Where where the fuck is the RV? Right? And how was your weekend? He won the title." And like, there's a couple of times where Jordan was like, like watery eyes. He said, no, you know, <laughs> it was funny. Cause I mean, you know, you'd go up to RV and go, Hey, let's, let's do an interview. Go, yeah. Fuck you. And you go yeah. up and the, yeah. you just had to follow him yeah. and go, fuck you. You're doing this. Yeah. And, and yeah, he, he thought it was funny. Yeah. He called me, uh, what was it? Uh, Dick media. I was Dick media for a while. <laughs> I was no balls media. Yeah. And He's then, but awesome. then like, yeah, I would go up to him and like, I remember one time James beat him and I'm like. Dude, Steve rode really good tonight. <laughs> you know, like, and he's just like looking at me, and I'm like, hey, he was good. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, well, well, yeah, he was. Yeah, so what? What are you getting at? What are you getting at? I got a point. Like, you know, like, that's how you had to treat him, though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. No shit, asshole. Right. So. And then, uh, yeah, going back to that um, with Ryan Villapoto, I was very fortunate enough to just for him to just let me do motos with him. I thought that was freaking awesome, you know? <laughs> you sound like Chris Farley in the, in well, the I mean, Life skit. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, cool. it was cool. And then uh, top ten, uh, that's the ultimate goal, obviously. Um, you know, we're going to work our ass off. Well, first, you just got to work on beating that 11. Yeah, I know. I got to work on beating the 11 first. Maybe the 11 will be ninth. Yeah, maybe. Uh, that's probably one. how it would freaking happen, too. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> You're like, I got top ten. Uh, Fuck, Jesus, ninth. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life. From, yeah. from Simon Finn, ask A-Ray what he needs to do to bridge the gap to the riders in front of him. It seems like A-Ray and Chiz are the two best of the rest riders behind the factory guys and Bowers. Um consistency, uh a little, you know, a little bit more consistency, you know, I mean, that just comes with uh experience, I guess. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, but there's still a lot for me to learn. Uh yeah, and honestly just uh that feeling of belonging. Um uh, I've struggled with that a little bit and yeah, uh just uh could say that could vouch for that. And then um uh, just maybe getting a start and and running up there and running that pace with you know a few laps with those guys, I think I think that would do the best good for me. Your starts haven't been very good. I was fourth off the start in the main event this weekend. I got shuffled back, but <laughs> thanks I got, for noticing. Yeah, thanks for noticing, Steve. Jeez, here I'll show you a picture. Just hey, for, hey uh, I got proof. Mike at Roy Cycler says he'll bet a hundred bucks. Avery will get a top ten this year. Really? Mm. You want to take that bet with him? I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him later. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right, next question. Yeah. My mic isn't muted. <laughs> Dick. From Brandon Smith. Mathis, how did Pink score the Tomac interview and get the injury update? Where were you? You need a stew interview to get your street cred back. Uh, I'm not getting a stew interview for sure, but uh, here's the start photo. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, you're not really fourth because like there's I mean, a bunch of dudes on the inside right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I crossed but the yeah, line in like but eighth. Yeah, but, the, but yeah, I mean, coming yeah. into the first turn, yeah. I was like, okay. I was in that group. Okay, but just yeah, it was a good yeah, start. Okay, right. it was good. Um, no, yeah, uh, good job, <laughs> yeah, good job for. I don't, is that like is that trying to start some shit maybe? With the whiskey throttle guys, is that what that tweet is? No, I think it, I think the first part's legit. Like, how did Ping score the Tomac? Like, why did Tomac go on there and then? You know, divulge know. that information rather than. I guess he just likes that show better. I don't know. Jeez. No, I mean, we all knew he kind of hurt his back, and I talked to some Cowie guys, and I don't know his extent. I don't think as much as I knew it, but I was waiting to get Tomek on after he won a race, and so then I had him on after he won. From Jimmy Roy, can we just give Paul Pervinos a, a shout out for the PC team coming on strong this year with their brown hubs? Looks like the switch from blue to yes. brown is paying dividends. Paul wanted them to go back to brown hubs. He thought it, nothing had worked since they went to blue. He thought it was the reason why. And <laughs> I mean, AC and Fork are leading their series, so and they're and they're wearing brown hubs now. Genius, genius. Jeez, Pervinos, he's a cool dude. I like him. This one's from Zeke Green. Any updates on Brock Tickle's status with the Feld meetings that happened this weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah. I talked to the uh, Gendro and Prater about it, and like I said earlier, new people in charge at FIM, and they, they're very confident that they're going to know a penalty by the end of the week, I think. I think he has a hearing this week, I think. Does it? And, yeah, um, and also they said going forward they're working on a universal five race, six race, well, some sort of smaller amount of races you miss once you test positive because – the JS7, the Clayson, and uh, and this tickle thing has been an absolute shit show. Yeah, because Caden, he still hasn't heard anything, has yeah, he? I don't know. Caden and I got into it this weekend because I said, that's because you're racing. And he said, no, it's not. And I said, yeah, you're a racing pro, you're making money, and they're holding that against you. No, it's not. But it's still not right for them to hold it against yeah, you. Yeah, of course still. not. Whether that's what's happening right. or not, that doesn't make it okay. All I right. mean, he still needs to hear something, I feel like. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> this one's from Pud. Where is El Dozer? I thought I'd see him with the East Coast 250 guys. El Dozer is going to El Canada for the Nationals for MX101 Yamaha team. So that is when El, where El Dozer will be. From Kyle Holtz. I like El Dozer. <clears throat> Good dude. Yeah. How was Chad Reed able to run CBD MD on his helmet this weekend with all the backlash Dean Wilson got? What do you think, Don? I think it's because... Uh, I think I should pull your mic mic closer. Ignite Again. also sells uh, THC products and... I would assume CBDMD probably does not. All right. From Killing Time, at what point did Alex Ray know he wanted to go pro? Also, why doesn't somebody buy and reopen Alex Ray Alex Ray's grandpa's old track, best track in West Tennessee? That was a good track, man. Still there? Uh, yeah, still there. Uh, it's just it's just been sitting for a very long time. We had had a few people try to reopen it, but uh, just really didn't you know didn't have the equipment. Why doesn't Popso open it? Uh, we have our own track. We have I a know. night track. Open but up another one. Yeah, it's just it's Does just a lot of work. Still? It's gonna take. Who no, owns the land? Uh, oh. A guy named Carl, I think, or someone. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> a guy named Carl owns the land. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's it, right? but uh, but yeah, the reasoning for going pro, like I mean, there it was never really in the plan. <laughs> was that funny as I thought? Right. Guy, who owns the land? A guy named Carl. I'm well, still well Carl. Well, the the a guy named Carl actually bought the land and had races on it for years, but he just decided he didn't want to really do it anymore. So he started leasing it out to people who wanted to, to you know, to prep it and have uh, races. That and was stuff funny. Like that, but a guy named Carl. <laughs> a guy named Carl. <laughs> like, as if like, oh yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A guy named Carl. But okay. uh, yeah, I grew up. I grew up riding there. 
tons of laps there. But uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. Growing up, it was just a family sport for my dad and I. Like you know, just to get away on the weekends, it was our bonding thing. So yeah, um, I always wanted to become you know like a professional supercross racer you know like it was a big dream of mine don wanted to be jimmy white yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> like i mean my dad yes. my dad will even tell you to this day like he never thought that i would turn pro and race supercross or anything like that a lot of the credit goes to a guy named brian mcdonald he's actually still my mental coach um he's like uh hey like you want to give supercross a shot and i was like uh yeah sure <laughs> yeah let's give supercross a shot carl and, says i'm all right at it so you know i i turned out you know, whenever I was younger, I mean, yeah, I was, you know, a little bit to send it, you know, I uh-huh. mean, you know, but uh, I had, you know, a little bit of skill at it, and, you know, just coming from riding a lot of night tracks growing up, you know, like my, we had a little night track series, we still do, um, and what, what uh, percent, yeah. What percent does Jericho deserve for your career you have now? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty big percent, I like 35 35 35% yeah yeah he helped me a lot even though even though we're beefing I'll I'll give him yeah even though you guys are mad right now I'll give him the credit yeah next question this one's from a guy named Marley ask Maeda to clarify what is in MC's book on losing gear money you want to tell that story again (sighs) it just haunts you (laughs) Villamin and that one God, it's so far in the past. I, I was uh, I was told, go ahead, run this photo by someone close to MC. Yep. Um, and, and it was a photo. So MC was in Fox. MC wore Fox forever. He switched to No Fear. Yeah. And it was the yeah. end of 98. MC had a column in my magazine, MX Racer. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Did he actually the, write it? Huh? Did he actually write it? No, it was a, as told to me. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, no, the, the, this person at, at No Fear hosed me on, on another deal. Mm-hmm. He gave Racer X a, a photo of the gear before me because oh, okay. they had a website and I didn't. Okay. And he goes, well, oh, fuck, here. And he gave me a picture of Jeremy that I had shot, but I gave them all the film. Okay. He gave me a picture back. He goes, here, you can use this in the column to make up for that. And uh, if, if they want to get sticky about it, screw him. He's not riding. He's just standing there. Yeah. Right. And I go, are you sure? Yeah. This this might come out like the first issues might come out between Christmas and New Year's. And he's yeah. like, yeah, if they want to get sticky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Came out. And the, ra- and the race wrecks wait till January one or whatever. Or well, they didn't or, even or, have the photos. No, but the gear photos or this was no, the gear photo. Oh, this it, was, yeah, 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 right. It wasn't Jeremy. Jeremy. Right. Sorry. So so comes out. She hits the fan. Comes out like in between Christmas and New yeah, Year's. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeremy you know, says, what the fuck? And I go, oh, this guy said do it. Yeah. In complete confidence, he did. And Jeremy asked the guy, and the guy said, I didn't say that. My editor must have stole that photo. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, like Antonovich, so, I was the victim. Fox took Jeremy <laughs> to court, right? For yeah, some I, of the salary, I think. I, I, yeah. I think it was a large sum of money. Yeah. 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 And so, it, uh, yeah, we didn't talk for over 10 years. <laughs> 10 but, years, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah over yeah. 10 years. Yeah, but that's uh, been a lot of money. When we had our first transfer. Yeah, that I was 300. Yeah. I've never seen that much money in my life. <laughs> But uh, at the what tr- about Carl? No. Okay. No. All right. So we had the the award, our first award show in '11. Yep. And they're like, "Well, hey, um, I forgot who it was. I think it was DC Shoes or something wanted to sponsor a lifetime achievement award." Mm-hmm. And they're all, "Donna, we should get this." I'm like, 
there's nobody else but Jeremy that deserves mm. this. Yeah, yeah. He deserves it. So I reached out to him with help from Victor Sheldon, who's yeah. a mutual friend of ours, and uh, we you, got on email. You were email. nervous as shit. <laughs> we, we, we exchanged some emails, yeah. and I said my piece, he said his piece, and I just I just said, hey, I'm giving it to you no matter what. Yeah, you, we'll, we'll even have, if you don't go, even if yeah, you don't be We'll there. have Victor Sheldon uh, accept it on your behalf, and then yeah. just held my breath, and he showed up. Yeah. And we shook hands, and uh, we've been good ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, I really missed his friendship because we were pretty tight. Yeah, good dude. Happened. Yeah. Good dude, always. But uh, yeah. it's funny now, like, we talk about being yeah. old and dads. And yeah. Yeah, he um he did a podcast with me when I first started. So, oh, eight, like, when I first started, oh, nine, oh, eight. Mm-hmm. You know, I reached out to him pretty early when I started doing podcasting. And I think you guys were still on the outs then. He was, and he wasn't pumped at yeah, all on yeah. you. You know what I mean? He said, it cost yeah. me a lot of money. You know, like, like, yeah. yeah. So that would have been, you guys would have made up 2011. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. That's right. You said that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, you were just in there like stirring it up. No, I was, I mean, I'm asking the, I mean, you know, it's, it's a good, <laughs> like, yeah. So anyways. All right. Next question. This one's from Rex Easley. Uh, Don, what's the funniest practical joke and who did you play it on? Oh, Don, you are Ooh. a practical joke guy. Um, I think, I, I think the best one was on my, uh, my one of my ad guys. Uh, I got the food coloring on his goggles at our at one of our shootouts, and I told everybody, "Don't say anything." And it was the most perfect time I pulled that off because I had soaked the whole foam of the goggles in green food coloring, and he looked like Robin from the Batman and Robin <laughs> things all day. And right at the end of the day, this guy who wasn't really invited to our shootout like was like, "What up in your face?" <laughs> like otherwise, he would have gone to the restaurant and everything like this green outline on his face. So that was pretty good. But then he thought he got me back because he was the race series announcer. It was, uh-huh. it was my buddy John Samanovich. Okay. So at the Trans Old Race, that next weekend it was a muddy race, and I brought my trailer and I brought my power washer because I wanted to wash yeah. my bike. He announced over the loudspeaker, "Oh, Don's." Washing bikes for everybody. Take take your bike over to John's thing. So I had to wash like ten bikes, right? <laughs> My mom would get him back. So uh it was around November, so he was growing his mustache out for November and he had posted the selfie that looked really questionable. <laughs> so I po- I posted it on Craigslist and the uh and the uh, casual encounters men seeking men <laughs> thing and he got blown up with text message photos and and, and thing. it was one. it was amazing you're, you're a dick but that's, yeah. that's but a be- good one the best one is like you know you have to have an email address for yeah craigslist to work okay. so i built this fake email address and everything and you know even though in the ad i strictly strict clearly said send photos in over text yeah more dick pics. I checked this email, and there was one. The email address was the boomerang at AOL.com, right? <laughs> and I opened it up, and it's this letter like, oh, yeah, I'm here to offer emotional, uh, monetary, and oral support. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some pictures. And the first picture is this guy with posing by his BMW. And the next picture is him, like, with a Speedo on. Yeah. And the third picture is this dick, and it's, like, curved to the left like a boomerang. I'm, oh, that's the boomerang. <laughs> Remind me to never practical joke you ever. Remind me. Just stay no, he's pretty good at it. Right. <laughs> From Stilly OG, 
Is Wilson still using the Pro Taper Start device, or will Team Husky not allow him? I never noticed it. What is their sponsor? I don't, I don't even know. Did you notice mm. it this weekend? Did you take any photos of it? He's still yeah. running uh, his suspension. He's still running 48. Yeah, yeah 48, I saw that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know about the start hook yet. Mm. Not sure. Have you seen the Pro Taper one? Yeah, it's a badass. Yeah. From GL's Drunk Thoughts, why were there so many gnarly wrecks last race, and who had the best one? And is Lane Shaw alive? Lane Shaw is alive. I checked on him today. Is he the guy that got run over by four? Yeah. Yeah, he said he got up and finished the race. I don't remember that. Yeah, you got ran over. Well, there was so much though. other stuff happening. <laughs> there was a lot Dude. of stuff. And the broadcast didn't even get the other pile up oh. in the corner where someone got ran over. Another yeah. There was times. another tweet that said, where did Joey Crown go? Is he still alive? I think Joey Crown's alive. He just He's shot alive. off the broom. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, um, what was the other part? First part? Uh, why were there so many gnarly wrecks? Just ruts, huh? Hey, Ray? No, yeah. Line. Yeah. Like Van Martin's. Ooh, I just seen Van Martin's. His yeah. was his was ugly. Yep. Yeah, you know the 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 track was ruddy. You know it was challenging. There was a lot of uh, cross rutting going on, um, just deep ruts. You know, you just sort of had to pick a line and and go for <laughs> it. You know, and mm-hmm. it bit a few people. That's yeah, for did. sure. From AJ Holm, A Ray, do you ever hear from Marx's sister, or has that ship set sail? <laughs> Man, I I don't know. I, she said to say hi. Oh, tell her I said hi back. Big fan, A Ray. Yeah, she's a big fan. Carly Marks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's funny because, like, I mean, I follow her on Twitter. Oh, you, you do? Know? Yeah, or I think I do. And she'll tweet something out about how she's having, like, emotional struggles or something. And yep. someone will tweet at me, like, what did A Ray do? I'm like, yo, bro, like, what? what? Why am I in this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty funny. The best part about the motocross stuff is you guys are so reachable, and the worst part is you guys are so reachable. Yeah. 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 Probably. Uh, from Becca Romas, how is A Ray's home life? Is him having a dog and a girl affecting his racing results? No. No, no. it's good. J Bone has made his life complete. J Bone is J Bone's awesome. Home life, home life's awesome. It's good. J Bone. J Bone's good, man. I love J Bone. He's awesome. Do you love if J Bone and Maeda were in a burning building, but you could only rescue one? I kicked that dog into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like the dog. You don't like J-Bone? Oh, he makes racist comments on my Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's stupid J-Bone. <laughs> yeah, I'll get on. Yeah, my dog has an Instagram. It's it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of stupid, but I like it. I want it to blow up so I can get free dog food, so I don't have to pay for dog food. Okay. <laughs> Solid plan. From Tyson Stegall, what is the biggest misconception regarding the Moto Media? You think, Don? That we're in it for free tires and oil? <laughs> I mean, I think people would know I'm not by now because I have this outlet, you know, to yell and scream yeah. every week. But um, uh, I, I would say well, that... you know what? People think that we don't work hard. You think? Well, people think I'm always fucking off because, you know... Like, yeah, because you're doing mountain bike selfies. Well, the, the thing is, is, is no one sees me writing and editing videos until 2 in the morning, right? Right, right. But so I choose how to spend my time. Like, right. hey, I do things for my mental health during the day yep. and work at night. And how's the family life with that? You know, they're all right? It's I mean, great. It's I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't are... start the work until after dinner. Oh, and, yeah. And we're all. Right. Yeah. Family, um, family life's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I That we make money. I don't know. That's that's the biggest misconception. Yeah. There's no money in it. Mm. This is from Eric. Uh KR94 seemed to be most public about lime burns. Why would he not show up to the meeting? Yeah, I don't know. 
and Bauer said tonight on the interview that he insinuated that it was that was him and Kenny. Kenny were talking a lot and getting into it. I was surprised not to see Kenny there. I really was. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he was. He did not show up. From Shane Adams, Mathis, what are your thoughts on Seeley? Is this his last con- contracted year? And your thoughts on rumors Adam to Honda or just rumors too early to really talk about? Yeah, I think it's too early, don't you think, Don? Before you start talking about twenty twenty, yeah, silly uh, season stuff. I mean, I've heard that rumor. Yeah, but definitely heard that. Cowie, rumor Cowie's not letting it happen. No way. Yeah, they'll open a checkbook for the kid. They put so much into him, they'll keep him. Yeah. From Matt, since the introduction of the red plate, has there? ever been four different 450 riders with it in one season i don't know mm. this has Good been question. a gnarly season it has for been sure, yeah wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of people with the red plate for sure yeah what would happen if you showed up this weekend though anyway with a red plate and they're just like you can't run that you're like too bad i think i'm the points leader <laughs> like what would happen what would they do i would i feel like I, I, would feel, do I feel like the ama would let you get out a practice session or two with a red plate before anyone even noticed why is alex right on a red plate <laughs> I really feel like you could pull it off for like a couple practice sessions. I'd just be like, what? I feel like the points leader. I feel good. Should we just put a 762 on the back of my jersey and just oh, see how long it takes be, him to freaking yeah, that'd be sweet. notice it? <clears throat> right. There's my number plate for 762 from 500 national days. The bottom bottom of the – nobody's looking. So okay, could, never mind. Were you Kudowski's? Yeah, I liked Kudowski when he won in 89. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked really cool. And I, when I turned pro, I didn't want a national – I didn't have a national number, so I wanted a three-digit. I was always 17, like, as an amateur. Mm-hmm. And then I thought that looked so cool in a Honda, and I rode Hondas. I'm like, yeah. I was 14 growing up. I was K-Dub. Yeah. 14. Don was whatever Jimmy White yeah. was. 31. 31. 31. K-Dub on a Suzuki, factory <laughs> Suzuki. Yeah. A-Ray on a Suzuki. Right. K-Dub on a Honda. So can A-Ray we do that? Can we, can we run red plates? And just be like, what? No, I'm not doing that. I feel like the points leader. Tell the AMA that. I'd feel like a jackass. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. From Tanner Hall, if there were 100 laps, would Jace Pennington mess up the rhythm section after the finish line 97 times? <laughs> I don't want to talk about Jace Pennington. I'm very angry at him. Paul Max Fantasy. I think that's the first, probably not the first time, but I was legitimately yelling at my TV. <laughs> that section was hard, man. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I mean. I want to know how... After all the crashes and stuff, like he was in sixth before all the crashes, and he was in sixth after all the crashes. I don't know, dude. I don't know what happened at Jace Pennington. I just I don't know what happened. He didn't move. All Whatever. Right. Uh, last one from Ross three nineteen. Who gets signed to JGR's four fifty team next year? He says figuring Weston Weston isn't ready yet. I think I think Reed races another year. Do you think Don? Don? He raced another year? I don't know. He was in the meeting. He was saying, he's like, man, this is my like, I'm my going out. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hill's, Hill's deal is up, right? Yes. Yeah. Hill's so, deal is up. Yep. A-Ray. A-Ray gets it. Yep. I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> hey, 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 y'all talk all y'all want, Hill. I'll, I'll take it. What's up? All right. That's it? Yeah. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. Thank you, everybody, for... Uh, for sending those questions in. Thank you to our sponsors tonight. Thank you to our guests, Tyler Bowers, Alex Martin, Ryan Ragland, um, Don Maeda. Thank you for coming up. Thanks driving up. I really appreciate this. We made this deal when Transworld was still going on, and when I heard the news, I told Pookie, Don's going to bail. Just because of everything going on. Just everything's going on, and you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, Don's going to bail. And you didn't, so thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. What, what would you have done if I hadn't have drove you up here? I would have drove my daughter's car. Because it's insured. <laughs> uh, but thanks. Thanks for coming up. I appreciate it. Always. I wish you could come up more. It's great stories. Great time. 
One of the next time I come, I'm bringing my freaking Levo. <laughs> so I will. Next Levo? time I come, I'm br- I'm I'm dressing appropriate for the mountain bike ride because I was cold? so cold, dude. Right. So cold. Um, thanks for hiring me, Transworld. Yeah, that was a good. I times. worked for Transworld for a year. It saved me, saved my ass after Racer X let me go. So that was awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully everything works out well, man. I hope you get your the magazine back and the site back and everything. Yeah. So again. It, it's our intention to get the magazine back, yep. pick up where we left off. Very hopeful and optimistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to start something new again. You know, but then it would be the third. Yeah, it would be the third launch, so maybe a third time's a charm. Yeah, but uh, I feel like you could start a badass website and yeah, you know, and just go from there. I do. I, I don't know. Then you'd be you'd be not out of pocket so much for a magazine title, you know, and all yeah. that, but. You know, it's funny because in this this day and age, you know, it's challenging for print media. Yeah, very much so. But I have to say, man, we were firing on yeah. all cylinders. Yeah. And uh, if we picked up where we left off, yeah. keep the magazine going right. strong. Yeah. But like like with uh, SwapMotoLive.com, I I don't see starting a magazine with that. would be too challenging in this time yeah. day and age. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, how do you handle publisher and, and ad and newspapers like an all sales do you just run your same guys you have yeah can you well, do that well don wilson is my partner yeah in this venture yeah um yeah we've got some you got all that lined up like that yeah. would be distribution and and publishing and all that would be the well we the would have part. a two-month transitionary period with yep. the existing company yep but uh you know we'd pick up the same subs right. and continue would you, would you get rid of the sandpaper cover no it's sick no it's not He's a, do you like it, A-Ray? Is that the rough the, cover? The rough the cover? The ma- great cover. I he don't doesn't know, like I, it. I'm a gloss guy. <sighs> Thank you. Marks? I kind of like it. He likes it. Yeah, but think about it. Ribbed for his pleasure. Ribbed for his pleasure. Sucks. See how thrashed that looks already? You, don't, you can't do that to a great it's cover. It does have a good, like a, 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 like a card stock feel. Nice texture. You know? It's oddly texture. satisfying in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> what wow. have you been touching on, dude? I'm just, oh. No, I'm just saying, like, like this weekend in in, in uh, Minneapolis, like walking through the snow and feeling like crunch under your feet was like oddly satisfying. <laughs> just like holding a grit Transworld motocross. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, hey Ray, thank you for coming up. Yeah, no problem, man. It's always fun. Good luck with everything. Yeah, thank thanks you. for making thanks for making the show weird. Sorry. <laughs> uh, thanks for the mountain bike ride. It was lots of fun, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. That uh, was the highlight of the day. It was. Yeah. I wish you guys would have got here earlier. We, we were chasing the sun on we the Levo. We could have went on the longer loop. Dude. But that's come back up. We're going a longer loop. Yeah, I was like feeling like I was in that show naked and afraid. <laughs> I was scared. If this fun. guy wasn't on my ass. If you had been a better trail boss and thought, oh, hey, a split in the trail here. Maybe I should wait and make sure they all see me. I didn't know I'd. Yeah. Hey, Uh, he does know those trails like the back of his hand, though. Jeez. Uh, All right. We'll name all my sponsors. First thing to come to your mind. All right, Maeda. You ready? Yeah. BTOsports.com. Vince Mazarita. Fly Racing. Jason Thomas and uh, Boa on the pants. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Paul Theed is an amazing human. You know what? It's already, this is already going to work much better. Than with others. It seems like he kind of uh, yes. knows. Yes, this is normally a disaster segment. <laughs> is uh, it? Yeah, you're, huh. but you're doing great. You're doing great. Vortex Racing. Cool sprockets from W. Roost MX. Uh, they're owned by the Cycle Trader people, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Two stroke pistons. Sick. 
X-Brown goggles. Rich Taylor, one of my best friends. And I should wear them more. <laughs> EVS Sports. Kyle Chisholm had two stickers on his visor. Uh, Michelin Star Cross 5. Great tire. Firepower batteries and chains. Cheaper, better replacement for your KTM. Maxima USA. <laughs> the dogger. Dude, everyone says the dogger. Pro Filter. The dogger. Burnworth. <laughs> Scott Burnworth. Uh, FMF. Oh, dude. The Emlers are two of the best people I know. Atlas Neck Brace. Eddie Cole. Sick. Oh, the first time I put that on, I just slipped it over my head, and when I took it off, I I tore the bottom of my ear. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they have a latch there. Yeah, I know. I didn't know. <laughs> Works Connection. Eric Phipps is a legend. Guts Racing. Uh, seat cover and the funny halibut seat on Dino's bike. Halibut seat? That seat with the Oh, that comes flag. out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Kiefer loves that thing. It looks like a halibut. <laughs> I never thought of that, actually. <laughs> but get data. Uh, I'm too technologically retarded to use that stuff. Uh, well, Barsha and Plessinger are not, and they're mm. killing it with get mm. data. OGO Power Sports. Best bags around, period. WUSA. Tom White, legend. Eagle Grit. Soap I never heard of. L.A. Honda World. By the way, I should I forgot to plug out L.A. Honda World. 30 minutes anywhere in L.A. If, you go, if you're a Pulpamex listener. Are they, are they the ones that gave uh, Seven Deuce Deuces? Yes. Track? Yeah. Yep. And my Ridgeline and Vince Freeze got a Ridgeline through these guys. Keeper. Chris Kiefer did as well. L.A. Honda World, free first-time oil change if you mention Pulpamex on a Honda. Uh, if you're looking for a vehicle, I think Pulpamex listeners have bought 13 or 14 of these things from the dealership. So that's mm. awesome. Yeah. So L.A. Honda World, check them out, please. Uh, so L.A. Honda World. I prefer Toyo Vescondido. <laughs> well, I said. It was going so I well. Said, it was doing it was, it was, it was going but so I well. But I said, they, that's for Seven Deuce Deuce. I knew of them because of the Seven Deuce Deuce. He okay. could have pulled the Berluti and, and just great sponsored everything. Right, great yeah. sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Great sponsor. Great sponsor. Uh, Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Uh, I'm going to check them out. Okay. Ride Engineering. <laughs> uh, amazing fellow, that Adrian. Oh, there we, go. there we go. It went yeah. really well outside of the Honda World one. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> no. Thank God. Uh, well, I want to thank our guests. I want to thank you people for listening. Thanks to Swiss Corps, Moser, Pookie. Um, Kiefer is listening, and he was not happy with our – Kiefer was not happy with our um, – The cock and face? No. What? The wall of cocks? No, he was not happy with the PDS. He says PDS works great in the world. Oh. So, yeah. yeah, and the 4CS works great yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, swap <laughs> moto <laughs> – SwapMotoLive.com, uh, the place in between places right now. Uh, still producing great work, and still uh, Anton and Don and yeah, everybody else. Yeah, Casey and Chase are helping out. They still are. Okay, mm-hmm. fantastic. So please check that out. Don Maeda, Moto Media Legend, Alex Ray as well. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Who's not big on orgies? There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.